And we're live, Painkiller Already, episode 293 with our guest, Optic Midnight. Hello, I'm Ashley, Optic Midnight, good to meet you guys. Well, I've, I've already met you guys, I think this is my yeah. third time, I want to say. I think it's uh, been a hot second since you've been on, though. Yeah, it, the first one was in, like, gosh, I want to say, like, 2011, 2012-ish, somewhere around there, maybe a little later. And then uh, the last time was, like, a year and a half ago or something, so... You know, I've been listening way before I was ever on, and I don't know. It's just good to be back. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, anytime. Cool. Let me uh, tell you guys about the sponsors tonight. We've got a few sponsors. Uh, i got a brand new one for tonight. It's Smart Mouth. We'll be talking about them later, smartmouth.com. Also, we got Casper coming back, my favorite and most softest of all the uh, sponsors. Me Undies, CISO, and uh, Loot Crate, it looks like. I think that's everybody. Yeah, we'll, talk, we'll get to all those later in the show. Um, yeah, what do we want to start off with first? Do you want to just, just chat to our guest, who we haven't seen in ever so long, or do we have something topical we want to go to? I can go on? with a little bit of a chat. Let's you know. chat. All yeah, right. what's new with you? So you're still in Optic. I see yep. the, the banner behind you. Yeah, you, When you right joined there. Optic, did, and did you see this being like oh, no. a 2016 thing that you'd still no, be in it? I didn't see YouTube or anything as a 2016 thing. I mean, I just kind of started like making Call of Duty videos for fun. And I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. And then got into Optic and then th that evolved into its own monster. And now just recently we had like a book come out about all of that stuff that kind of led to this moment um, or these moments recently anyway. And so, no, absolutely not. I didn't picture. I don't think anyone did at the time though. Maybe Hector might have seen a little bit of a future going there, but I was, you know, no idea. I was in before even the competitive team. So I had no idea the success we'd have there. And so, yeah, it's been kind of a fun ride i've been uh streaming a lot more than making youtube videos lately just because i enjoy the like instant interaction more but i still am kind of cranking out youtube videos call it's call i'm still doing call of duty videos which is kind of i don't know man it's kind of tough after six years how many times can you make a call of duty video you oh, know yeah. but i still genuinely enjoy the game so what, what's the you main shot game. status like uh like no scope trick shot person right that's no that's didn't no it? well it started as like a sniping thing that was how we got like a big youtube presence was doing like sniping and being known as like the best snipers and then they'd make like sniping videos from that then it turned into commentaries that's kind of where i came in um and then it just then we got the pro team and then it all just kind of happened really fast like it really did and so it's like the right people at the right place doing the right thing at the right time. And, and even and it, in their sniping, like when they were all about sniping, they weren't so much about trick shots. You know, it was wins, not spins. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was like Hector's. <laughs> yeah, that was Hector's like mantra. He's like wins, yeah. not spins. And he would. He liked the idea of being like the best in the lobby with one of the most difficult guns to use. Right. So. Right, and that, um, if if there was like a cool clip that you had, but you were losing then it's not a cool clip. Oh, he would roast. Or even if you would, yeah. like, Hector will even still say this, like, even if you had a particular perk on, like, if you were using steady aim, like, you were a noob, you weren't doing it right or whatever, you needed deep impact or ninja or whatever else, you know, depending on the game. Mm. So he was kind of an elitist like that. And it's, that's how, though, that we got the idea that, that we did, how we got the idea of being, like, this little elite core uh, of snipers and so yeah that's where it started and then content became a big thing and i mean do you remember 
Do you remember the initial <clears throat> Wings of Redemption drama? I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> uh, this, this is such old. Like, this is such I don't even know this. Bullshit. Which thing. one? Because there's a lot. So, <laughs> so Wings was always talking shit about Hex and Optic and the way they did things. And Quickscopers in general, really, he yeah. hated it. He was Tryhards usually do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ah, and what did he, he say? Woody? So, what was so his, Wings the is, first thing. His thing was that if you're going to use a sniper rifle, it's all about camping, right? You need to set yourself up in a position where you have like a distant view on traffic. And to Wings's credit. He's particularly good at shooting things that are only like four pixels large. Like if he has one skill set, it's picking off things from across the map. It's, it's not necessarily zapping on target like a Sandy Ravage can do. It's yeah. it, and this might have changed. I, know, I haven't watched like that in that style through that lens in a long time. But but sure. back in the day, his thing was like you know putting a red dot sight on a guy that was barely showing any helmet and getting a kill. And yeah, so that was his thing. He's like, you know, in real life, this is how you use a sniper rifle. Yeah, Therefore, he was like Gilly's in, in the Mist style, like yeah. hiding and all that. Uh huh. And um, I remember like they <laughs> both Hex and Wings like edited uh, like videos of each other to make them look <laughs> awful. Like so, yep. so I think Hex <laughs> took a Wings of Redemption Wait. video, yeah, and he edited out like all the kills and just showed all the waiting. He's like, this he is how boring. One. Go on. Wings had one where, because Wings had like really mm -hmm. innovative sniping techniques. He would get in the back of a, like a real sniper would, you know? He'd like get in the, you don't <laughs> stick your gun out. Yeah, innovative. Yeah, you don't stick your gun out the window of a building. That's not how a sniper shoots. You get mm -hmm. all the way, like a real sniper, you get all the way back into the buildings. And, and, and that's what he'd do. He'd he get would... in the back corner of a building with thermal. And he'd be looking through this bullshit crack or something. Yeah, he, he'd but be his like, view was like the whole corridor. And like, he just... So everyone would know like, oh, this window can see this window, right? And it's kind of a, a draw there. Wings would go like to some other spot. He'd pick, he'd find lines of sight that most people didn't know about. And he'd just pick you off from like super distances and stuff. And he'd... And he'd He'd do no innovative stuff. Power. He would he would want to use cold blooded. That was his other thing. He didn't yeah. think that stopping power was was a, was necessary for snipers. He he thought he could that just that was pop the skulls. Yeah, he wants you to shoot. She wants to go neck or above. He wants to use that Barrett with like the uh, the thermal on it or, or something like that. Yeah, you know, cold blooded like, scrambler. Camping or not, back then were like that that style. Like I understand that it could be boring of him sitting there for a long time, but every once in a while the stars would align. And like six people would be in his line of sight from his little coven in the back <laughs> of the house, and he'd just kill all of them. And that was almost more impressive than the whole like I don't know running around and quick scoping thing, because it's like oh he waited for that, and that was almost just as much a tactical win as it was a skill win. I don't know if he still does it, but sense. he used to run these odd like everyone in the world agreed Scrambler sucked, right? Scrambler's yeah. terrible, right? Universally, it, 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 oh, I thought it was fun. Well, hold on. So what it, if if people don't know what Scrambler would do is it would make the mini map in the corner all snowy and worthless. But it, no, no. By proximity, if you're near, yeah. as you get nearer to me, your mini map scrambles. Thank I create you. That's an area critical. Of scramble right? on mini map. So, so what would happen is, like, if as your map started to scramble, you'd know a guy was there. Like, it, it's supposed to blind you, but what it actually does is gives you a kind of vision. Like, oh, there's a scrambler dude around here, and if you knew the map well, you'd probably know where he was. Like, oh, he's gonna be looking out that window upstairs. So Wings would use that knowledge. Like, I know you know that. Therefore, Claymore at the top. <laughs> of the steps like he would use scrambler <laughs> not to mess up scramble. your map 
but to ring the dinner bell, right? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> fuckers are going to run to me all day. I'm not looking out that window. I'm behind the couch, you know? And, With scavenger. Yeah. So you would die to his claymore, and he would, ka have another. <laughs> and, of course, you're coming right back. <laughs> and and he's, he's counting on the claymore in a new spot this time, and he's just hard scoping where you came the first time. So when you come up that alley, he's just... With a 50 cal thermal, gun, 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 three feet away, and now you're really pissed, and you're telling his, telling your buddies, he's got a harrier before, before you realize this is what he wants. It was neat, you know. Every like once in a while, he would just like sit there for like three straight minutes, which doesn't sound like a long time, but in a Call of Duty game, three minutes is a long time, and yeah. he wouldn't see anyone until he just would do like the, at no one in particular, and then wait. And then continue to wait. <laughs> yeah. He used to, there was a map in Modern Warfare 2, I forget it, but it was snowy. And in the corner of it, there was like a broken down fuel tanker, like a, a semi that would carry. He'd hop on it, he'd wait there, and he called it ringing the dinner bell. He'd just fire off his like, you know, M16 or something and wait for people to come. He'd intentionally put himself on the mini mat so that people would run into his scope. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it like. You know, of course, it, it got him some heat here and there, but he played differently than everyone else, and he ran that kits that were play. different. He and discovered he the noob tube like problem, like how OP was, it was. I remember watching his videos back in the day and being like, "This guy does play. He's like opposite play style of me. I'm just the person. Give me the submachine gun and the red dot, and I just run around and see what happens." Whereas he's like doing complex. It almost feels like math problems, mathematics to like judge and d decide where he's going to be and put himself in the Let's most advantageous Let's not go too far now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. Dude, no equations. Well, there was a little. Like, like, so get this. He, um, he, he, he did a video on the fastest way to rank up in Modern Warfare 2, yeah. right? And, <laughs> uh, and what he would do is he would run emergency airdrop and he would give the shit away, right? And in some cases, giving it away caused you no... Like, um, was it called an orbital VSAT? Like, uh, do you guys remember it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I yeah. forget what the orbital even did. What did it mess up everyone? It was like a, a black bird or whatever the black one was that gave you the triangle. Okay, so anyway, like if you call that in, you'd get like 50 points. If someone else called it in, you'd get like 350 points. It was like seven kills. And the whole team benefits. So why would you ever pick that up yourself? Like, so he would just sit there and defend the care package until one of your teammates called it in for you. And he'd just get a lot, like, you'd rank up a lot quicker. And he would go yeah, through. Him, He's yeah. like, if the Predator, for example. The Predator, I think, was 150 points uh, for, for, like, giving that away. But how many kills do you get with a Predator? Uh, zero to two, I would say. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll set well, one. Yeah, like one guarantee. Yeah. Not even, like... Uh, you think one guarantee, but sometimes you don't get one. Sometimes everyone goes inside. For a second. You gotta... Yeah. But you usually you find got your one, guy. right? And, so, and sometimes you're lucky and you get two. Sometimes you're unlucky and you get zero. So at most, you get 100 for a Predator. But if you give it away, you got like more than that. You got 150 XP. So, so yeah, Wings, you know, he would just be like, give this away, give this away, take that, take that. Santa and Claus. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, he had some clever ideas on that stuff. There was one video I still remember of him doing that exact strategy... And it was right when Modern Warfare 2 came out, and he leveled up, I don't know, like seven levels in one game, just giving it away. Was and it Scrapyard? It was, I think it was, That's where he, was just, he throws that, that grenade, and the red smoke comes out, mm -hmm. and then it starts to drop, and he's just like, I'm going to make sure there's nothing there I want. Nope! And then he just leaves, and everybody else like feverishly runs over and is like stabbing each other to get their hands on it. It was, it was a good. I was too selfish, 
for that. Like, I don't <laughs> care if I got more points. I want to be calling everything in. <laughs> we, uh, so, so it's 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 post sticker shock, I guess. We, we we've all had a little time to absorb the fact that Call of Duty Four Remastered is coming. Who's actually going to get it and play it, and where are you going to do so? Xbox One. I like what he's saying. I was just like, eh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to make a promise. Like, there's I mean, someone out there. I'm going to get it. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I'll buy it. I got 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, is That's it sold separately? I heard that somewhere. Is that true? Uh, I think you, get... you have to buy the new Call of Duty in order to get the old Call of Duty. For now, I, I, I don't know anything about if they're going to release it separately, but. I think it makes sense for them to do that at some point down the line. Maybe after Christmas or something like that. I don't know. But it just buy co- it's included in the next COD. No, you have to pay 20 extra dollars. Yeah, so, like it's hard, so it's $80 yeah, for the new COD and COD 4 Remastered. Um, it has like, I'm, it's supposedly going to have campaign, all the bells and whistles, but only 10 out of the 14 or 16, whatever it is, maps. Yeah, they'll sell those later. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I am sure they will. <laughs> I'm. I'm actually really excited though because that's Creek. the Call of Duty I started on. So, me too. That's that's of where course, I started, yeah, of, and that's right? where yeah, that's so many people. So that's where the addiction started, and I. I mean, I'm hoping that nothing bad happens to it. I guess. What console um, are you gonna play it on? I'll probably do PS4 just because recently they moved it over. Like all the exclusivity stuff comes out on PS4 first. Right. So. Uh, because of that, they're actually releasing the campaign like a month early if you pre-order it, so you'll get to play the campaign early, which I think is one of the best COD campaigns. I'll probably just hop on stream when it comes out and play it and have a good time. I'm not sure. Um, it, it, are you sure that for the next COD, PS, the, the PlayStation still has the exclusivity? You are? Yeah, okay. I'm like well, 90% sure. Okay, okay. I'd, I'd be surprised if they went back to Xbox right away. I'm assuming the deal they signed with Sony is longer than a year or two, so... Mm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's I, just I've assumption, got, but I don't have a PlayStation Four. Um, I, I guess, and maybe I, I don't know enough about the new hardware because I know that Xbox just released their new console. So, what's is is the is the new version of the Xbox One the cheapest 4K Blu-ray player? Is that its deal? Yeah, I, I I haven't done a whole lot of research on the new. Like you're talking about the Xbox like S or whatever Xbox One yes. S or whatever. It's I saw called. a white one on. Yeah, uh, yeah, it looks really cool. I think it's smaller and it just oh, has yeah, more time. like like 4K type of capabilities, which I'm excited about. But, um, I mean, yeah, as far as like playing games, I mean, it might be wrong too. I haven't like super researched it, but I think it's like the same kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm definitely gonna have to get. I'm probably going to get that because I don't have a 4K Blu-ray player as of right yeah. now. Yeah. My my PC can do 4K stuff, but it doesn't have a disc drive, so that's not. Are you going to play on Xbox One, Kyle? Or yeah. On... Yeah, that's what okay, I was getting good. at. Good, good, good. Yeah. What's interesting like... about COD 4 Remastered to me is that I, I since my COD days, I've become a filthy casual, and I won't <laughs> have to invest the same amount of time in learning maps, learning perks, kits, etc. I, I assume right. on day one. I'm going to know like 85% of that game. And yeah, that's kind of the benefit too. And it's kind of interesting as, I mean, you're probably not looking at it from like a content perspective anymore. But for me, it's like there's some there's choices now. Like if I want to make a video on the new Call of Duty, I can. But if I just want to do something I already know that I'm, I know I'm good at or whatever, that I've practiced a lot before mm-hmm. I can go to play COD 4. And I'm just hoping it's done correctly. I don't, I mean, yeah. the, 
when I you know heard what about really... it at first, I was like, no, Frag Times 3, they got to change it, they got to change it. Now the more I think about it, I'm like, they can't change anything. Don't touch yeah. it. Yeah, don't, don't touch change it. anything. Frag Leave it alone. Leave it. <laughs> M16 and the MP5. Like, I still want it to be that there's no reason to not use Frag Times 3, and there's no reason to I'm gonna not run out of bullets. No, the I MP5 need the bandolier. 16. Look, the, the frag times three are great in like uh, like backlot domination games where I'm just gonna spend the whole game coming to the center to kill three people and die, and that's that's all my. What's I'm, the I'm rainy bored. one? Vacant. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, vacant's a frag times three man. Just throw them over that fucking wall. <laughs> you know where they are? They're by the glass house. I I I just every like if I spawn on the uphill side. I throw them over the wall, all three of them. It's like a mini uh, airdrop. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. an airstrike almost. Boom, boom, boom. You'll get a kill or two. I'm not yeah, looking I... forward to being markedly worse at the game than I was, what, eight years ago? Ten years yeah. ago when it came out? Practice! See, that, this is the good thing about this, and this is what I was going to get at. Like, any video makers out there, um, like, if, if, if you're in the, in the Call of Duty video-making game, like... Go ahead and load up Call of Duty 4 on your 360 and make a video called Everything You Need to Know About the 10 Maps in Call of Duty, you know, uh, 4 Remastered. And you've already man, got them was, right that there. That was my next that was my next video, man. Put yeah, it, it is now. I'm just kidding. Yeah, get in there. You know, you got all the you could show the grenade spots. I, I bet there there's so much there's there's this huge wealth of knowledge out there, but it's like 8 years old or something now and like everybody <laughs> yeah. everybody forgot. It's but, dashed but, away and it's like. Remember the old C4 throw glitch when you're like yep. planting the, the, yep. the SMD like bomb? All of that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the grenade spots where you just look straight up, aim at a cloud, those old like COD 2 Zergriz style grenade throws and stuff. Um, there's lots of shit like that that has been forgotten. Little life pro tips. In what was, what's the quote uh, in the in the, uh, in the in the beginning of Lord of the Rings that Lady Galadriel says something like, uh, much that was once known was forgotten or something like that you know what much, I'm saying? much that once was was lost of course okay i was like is he gonna know that well well sure oh yeah <laughs> oh, i'm deep into lord of the rings like yeah. the the call of duty 4 thing like i either want it to be exactly the same way as it was that frag times three leave it all or i want it to be the exact same way and they just put something in like that double jump where you can just like and oh. because I'm not. I don't love the game enough that I would be really upset if it bombed. Oh, fuck you! It's kind of funny to fuck see everybody play it. Give everybody lassos or something and whips. <laughs> and like, no, no, yeah. no bullshit. <laughs> I want it unadulterated. Now look, there are changes that I would like for my own play style and the way I think the game could be improved, but. I know that I can't start asking you to implement those changes without considering your, yours, and what I'm not comfortable with that. Like, what's uh, wrong you're thinking of? Martyrdom is silly, and the reason why is there are, there are situations where if someone throws a grenade in such a way that it explodes right next to you, it's because of their skill or some random luck, but it can be because of their skill. However, if two martyrdom grenades drop, and each of the ones to your left, ones to your right, and you know that thing's got like a 0.5 or 0.7 second uh, fuse on it. Yeah, you can't. You literally can't live. It's like, well, what do I do? If I turn left, I die. I turn right, I die. There's no way for me to win this. This is a no-win scenario, and it's bullshit. Or, and the martyrdom, if got, it always rolls what? toward you, right? The martyrdom. Yeah, it's like heat-seeking so, grenades. Yeah, they'll roll toward you. So if you shoot yeah, them at the right distance from you, you know, sometimes you just approach it as it blows. You know, it's like it's properly timed. Yeah, it can be frustrating, but all the CODs yeah. have deaths that aren't really your fault. If you play yeah, Shipment, I... it's pretty much a guaranteed kill Aww, every time you die. 
if you're playing 6v6. It can be. Yeah. It's um, just the constant Juggernaut indicator. and stopping power need to remain, though, because I, I felt like it, when they took Juggernaut and stopping power out, they, the games got less fun for me because it was only the most ignorant... If you're a sniper, then Juggernaut's just a problem. It really... It just is. It completely yeah. changes the way you play the game. But for everybody else... It's just a kind of a mind game. It's one more bullet, and you're on the same playing field because mm-hmm. if they've got Chuck, they don't have stopping power. So it's it's even. He has to shoot you three times, you you him three, unless you get some headshot multipliers. It's easy math. But people are like, ah, he's just got more health than me. It's not fair. It's like, yeah, but he doesn't have fucking stopping power, help making yeah. every kill yeah. super easy. There was a trade-off it's a, there. It's a mental game because when you shoot and you see the red thing, you're like, oh. Like, <laughs> dude, I get really it's mad the at it. Part. Because it the is. Juggernaut guy doesn't have something to kind of make him pause for a moment and go, oh, here we go again. Like, he's focused on every fucking kill. He knows they all take four bullets. The stopping power guy, he's the one who only occasionally has to fire the second burst. He might be in a groove of, like, one burst, one kill, one burst, one kill. And all of a sudden he gets to you and starts to follow through to the third guy and you don't it's work. Like, <laughs> and you're still alive. That's yeah. wonder, there's stuff I'm, like, with sniping now, there's, like, a trail to where it came from. Back in COD 4, that didn't exist. You were just ghost mode. Good. Yeah. yeah. I guess you we'll go back to that. Pow. Yeah. like I, yeah. You got to listen for it. <laughs> like, yep. I can remember being in Search and Destroy and us being like, can anyone hear where that's coming from? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Directionally. Because like... we asked J.D. Reed if he knew where it was, and he said he was going to peek out, and then it said J.D. Reed has died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I can't get him on Skype right now, so... Yeah, because back then you went into death chat. Nobody was sitting on Skype together and, like, having full-on communication. That's a thing, too, man. Like, back in the day, people didn't have... Like, now you're in Skype together and you've got full-on communication. Yeah, or even, like, TeamSpeak, whatever. There's nonstop communication. Today, everyone has a headset. It used to be, like, being able to directionally locate sound was a serious competitive advantage. You might be the only guy in the lobby wearing a headset. That's not true now. I feel like everyone has it. Yeah, everyone's got some kind of headset, a mic that they're mm-hmm. playing loud music through or whatever they're doing. <laughs> it seems like every old cod I go on, some kid's blasting like Drake through his headset. But but yeah, now it's like everyone's on a more even playing field and everyone like like back then too, the only way that I got information about COD four, there was no T Martin video I go watch or whoever's video. Mm-hmm. I go on YouTube and see what's the best way to do this. Like I had to go it on did. message boards and like yeah. figure out strategies for doing challenges. It was it was I, you really had to dig if you I wanted to. I put way too much faith in it. For the weapon stats and all that shit. Yeah, yeah that was my first video. I I would like yeah. look at sniper lines of sight online. And like, but I wasn't nearly qualified enough to evaluate whether this website was worth a shit. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. all right, here's where I want to stand. It's like on top of an open field that <laughs> looks down a road. <laughs> yeah. No one will see me. Yeah, it turns out that it's not a good spot. Yeah, you learn yeah. the most from playing the game. I remember like getting really into Search and Destroy, and that was where I decided where the best players were because I read online that that's the best way to rank up. So that's where the best people had to be. So I would literally watch all of the kill cams. Like, how'd this guy do this? Where'd he see me from? How did he get there so fast? Like, yeah, now sound, it's, it's the so sound easy. is the most important thing to making this yeah. game um, the same because what I thought was perfect about COD 4 and what I, what I was really good at I thought was playing Search and Destroy so there's not just constant bullshit going on and listening for dead silent footsteps because I could still yeah. hear them within a you certain could hear them. Uh, yeah, distance. You need to still be able to hear them if you're willing to hurt your ears that much because you've really got to crank your shit to hear them and you need to be able to, all the all the footsteps need to be the same 
not just the, 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 the volume of them, but one thing I, I noticed in Call of Duty 5, The World at War, was that the footsteps, footsteps seemed to be disconnected from the character models. So the character model might be here, but you sort of heard footsteps in a weird bubble behind them. Yeah. And it was, in COD 4, it was almost like I was a fucking, like, what's that blind guy from Mortal Kombat? <laughs> like, Shinshi or something? Like, I was just like, it's probably fucking, right. fucking know where they are no matter what. But, like, in World at War, I just remember immediately being like, ah, well, I know he's in that room, I guess. Which door? Which door? Which door? World at War, um, your character became noisy. Like, I don't know what yeah, it was. I described it as jingle bells. <laughs> yeah. Just got everything's chains shaking. And... You've got, like, six canteens on your back, apparently. Just One of those big medieval approach to everyone nearby. <laughs> a bunch of sleigh bells and cat necklaces and shit, you know? It's just, like, you're a total man. Um, and then as you <laughs> get into the more, them. the more recent CODs that I started playing, like, like they it would intentionally add like rocket launches, moving trains, uh, like bars with dance music popping, and none of yeah, that. That's I don't want not, any of that. Yeah. I want a sterile landscape to conduct mm-hmm. my business in. I, I want to remove any outside bullshit, and it to be if he, if I die, I want it to be my fault or his uh, skill. Uh, skill. Skill. Yeah, yeah, one of those things. Like like I'm happy with either of those. There's so many times when I die, and I'm like, ah, he's fucking better than me. Shit. <laughs> Gotta change my tactics here. Like, That's the like, you thing know. that you don't think about, though, when looking back at Call of Duty 4. Even if they didn't use some underhanded, like, martyrdom, or as all the kids called it, Marty-dome. Oh, in the day. <laughs> um, yeah, even if they don't do that, even back in that day, if I was using the AK-47 and somebody, like, outshot me at mid-range with an M16, I'd be like, well, of fucking course he wins! Because I'm crippling myself with this horseshit weapon! Like, the, and... That was aggravating at the time. I think people underestimate how aggravating it was to even venture outside the world of MP5, M16, M4. It depends how you play. Juggernaut AK was particularly good if you if you played it naked because as soon as you put the red dot on, the damage at close range yep. goes from 40, uh, 30 to like 40, 20. 20 being the, the mid to long range damage it causes. you got to shoot them five this, fucking times. It yeah. probably won't be the same. So yeah, Jug That's... AK was good. M60 AK was good too because it does fi- uh, 50 damage per shot. So you can tut tut two shot somebody across the map, and they've got a two ra- they've got a two burst you at minimum with an M16, probably three burst. So there were some ways to get around it, but the M16 was and then, just the way to go. Like yeah, there were not the best. there were problems with certain guns, but if you played them right, they had advantages. Like I always thought the Scorpion was a weak gun, right? However, up close, it did like 50 damage per shot. So if yeah. you're, um, is it block? What's the block, one yeah. where there's oh, two yeah, spots? Where the two yeah, yeah. buildings on the side? Yeah, if you rock Scorpion and spend all your time in those buildings, most of your gunfights are going to be same room fights. You can rock the Scorpion in that and be successful and, you know, level it up or whatever it is you're trying to do. Get your gold, uh, gold, uh. What was the gold game? scorpion? Yeah, gold, yeah it, was it was scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah, the I never. was so fucking disappointing because because oh, no. then you have to use a dragon off. <laughs> I wanted the golden M40 so bad. I was shocked when I found out it was the Dragonov gold. I was like, "What?" Well, there's a change they can make. We'll allow that. There we go. Yeah, that maybe all gold like they do, but yeah, I really don't want them to change it that much. There's a lot of oh, intricacies yeah. about the game. It. Yeah, I want it to be like I still know the little secrets about the game because I really did play that game a lot when it so, came out. I want the glitch on um, Overgrown gone. That rock yeah, glitch. Yeah, the rock. Yeah, that the glitches go. can go. What about yeah. the ambush glitches? That was fun. Oh, mixed. The, the ambush glitches go. in center 
map i'm fine with you know how you could like if, if you went get straight across the, the map building. you could like get into the building or go on the side i think you might be able to get to the roof of the building um mm -hmm. but to get outside the map nah, i'm not cool with that yeah not outside the map and not under the map you could do all those things on on, on ambush you could get uh all over all these buildings there was like there was there really weren't very many buildings that you couldn't sneak out and get yeah. on top of in that map uh, who made that one? I would love if, if if you could look at the fine print and see what dumbass was the one on that map. Because clearly, like that's the one that didn't get like proof mm -hmm. tested or something. Or it's because yeah. you could get under the map by the 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 dom plant spot that's in that little field over there. I never knew A and B. I never I could I didn't memorize that part, but because uh, you just look on the map. I don't I never knew how you, how people memorized that. But you get under the map over there. You get out of the map on the far side. You get on top of every single building. So that map was fucked. That can all go. I didn't like going under the map or outside the map to where even if someone saw you, you couldn't fight back. But the glitch I didn't mind on ambush is where you do like the little look down, then sprint jump, and then you get up into like a different building. But you're still visible and they can kill you if yeah, they yeah. see you. Yep. So I don't care yep. about that. If anything, you're kind of making yourself a bigger target as you look like a goober trying <laughs> to like sprint run and then fall and then run your little route back up there. Sprint run, <laughs> fall, and then run your little route until you get it to work. But um, there what is. about those uh, rocket? Do you guys remember angling the rocket launcher down and wearing jugs so you could boost yourself yeah. up? <laughs> the one on uh, on Crossfire, people would do that in S and D the whole time, and you're like, "Where are these sniper shots coming from?" Yeah, that from? was annoying. I remember yeah. that. It, it like toward the end of the game's life cycle, people were like. It's like just go do it in a private match. Like I guess That's they wanted to be like to like get a kill on you from, yeah. from up there. The bigger problem than getting killed was having them on your team. Like, that's what I didn't oh, like. Yeah. yeah. You gotta watch them. Ambush, man. Like, that map, if you want, it's glorious, right? But if you're losing Dom on ambush, it is so hard to, like, regain mid-map. You know, you're just pinned down at the end. It's terrible. You buy the freaking turret see. in the back, taking yeah. out the helicopters. Two long pathways and that long strip in the middle. Yeah, you get pushed all the way back into, yeah. like, the, the ends of your Z. Then they're the just corners. sitting in the lane with their M16. They're calling in choppers that are getting them their choppers choppers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was nuts. Oh. We were they. It was great. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's what I missed though. Like like I hope spawn tra uh, camping is still a thing. I hope they don't start flipping spawns like they're made of glass. Like yeah, I don't now. want them to yeah. touch yeah. the spawn. You <laughs> back there. I want to stick you back there where you belong, enemy player, the unnamed Dragon Slayer 175R, and just like sit there and 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 camp on you for 20 minutes. That, that, it that should was be a... old school Dom rules. Now, I mean, even in Black Ops 3, you like touch middle map, the spawns are like, oh god, we better spawn your enemies behind you or to the side of you so that you don't spawn trap them and make them hit the eject button. Like, I think it should be the old fashioned. You could even spawn trap in TDM on COD 4. Yeah. No objective, just straight up play it right and you just you couldn't even let them get a kill or um it wasn't as effective because of this the, the spawn delay but um oh what's it called um uh, hmm. what's the game mode where you had there's one bomb and you're trying to demolition sabotage no, sabotage. Sabotage. Yeah, sabotage yeah yeah uh, sabotage you can get very mean because of the spawn delay that allows you to really start moving up your three-man yeah, spawn get, trap get map position you can Jeez. you and and on a map like shipment where there are precious little spawn points in a game mode like that. Like in that game mode, there's only three spawn points per team. So all you got to do is put four, t four. So all you got to do is put three of your teammates in three of the spawn points, allowing only one more spawn point in the game. Yeah. So everybody just aims at that point. Yep. <laughs> Dude, only like I said, Blade, I hope they keep all that. Only as we played had a friend named, I think it was Ricky. He was amazing at sabotage. Just 
beastly. He would get like 185 kill games all the time. And like I remember, I forget if I was playing with Blade or if he was telling the story, but he had to go. You know, he's like, they're, they're playing Sabotage. I think it was like a 20-minute timer. And they let all 20 minutes go to fully abuse their enemies. And uh, he's like, yo, man, I got to roll. Yeah, I'm going to back out. And he's like, no, no, don't back out. We could just win. So he, like, single-handedly takes the thing, runs it in, wipes out the whole team. Like, it, COD 4, probably still the new CODs, too. But one man could win a, win a game. Yeah. In Sabotage, yeah. if, like, I... I I didn't like playing it as much where you went in there just to stomp people for 20 minutes. I liked getting a team of, like, at least of the six, like, get three to four who are good. And then if you just have it in your head, like, all right, every start of the game, we're using our little lightweight legs mm-hmm. and running over there with an MP5, and we're going to win in 16 seconds every game. It was You could, you could level up so fast that we, way. We yeah. did that in Modern Warfare 2, not so much COD 4. Yeah. It either lasted, like, one minute or 20. You could decide. <laughs> if you're on the strong team, and everyone here has like a big group of friends. When I, I first started in COD 4, so like my first, the first half of my COD 4 career was, you know, just random teams. The second half, you know, I got to be on teams that never lost, which was cool. Yep. It was nice. Uh, well, we're all excited for COD 4. All right. Yeah. yeah I, dude, I'm going to play the new COD, but. Battlefield. I'm, I feel like the world is excited about the new Battlefield. Um, I think it, it looks, looks incredible. Cool. Yeah, I I wouldn't be excited about it if I didn't if I hadn't just got this gaming PC. I wouldn't play it on console. I'm not too interested in that. But yeah. I really want to play it on uh, on this computer. I really want to play it in like the wide monitor and everything. It should definitely be good on the computer. I'm, I've never. I mean, I've played Battlefield and I never got into it because it's so much like feels so much slower. It feels more like a simulator than oh, a yeah. the arcade quick slower. shooter like Call of Duty. A hiking but, simulator. <laughs> yeah, like I would die and then on team. This is oh, what it's man, like to I run just... half a mile. Yeah, basically, but <laughs> I I, I played the breathing that they do. The breathing yeah. in Battlefield makes me feel more panicky than Call of Duty because <laughs> like in COD, if you get shot twice, it's like <gasps> like as he's kind of dying, but then he's okay. In Battlefield, <laughs> yeah. you take like 3 steps and your guy is just heaving and hoeing and it makes you feel like you're going to hyperventilate just <gasps> Making me nervous. I, I hate that. I hate <laughs> that about Battlefield. But I will play it because it's World War One, and I don't think I've ever played a World War One first mm-hmm. person. Yeah, shooter. I'm excited for watched, just the setting. Have you watched much of the content from it? Because there's full-on gameplays and stuff. I've seen it I, all. I, I think. Yeah, it looks cool. It looked like I don't remember the the keystroke they were using, but it looked like if if you like shot a guy once and then like pressed F, you would go into like a bonsai type charge and just hunt him down and fucking burn him to death. Uh, so that looked really fun. If you you just put one bullet in him and then stab him to death, and it wasn't always a bayonet. The the bayonet ch- charges a thing, and he'll like hit the guy in the chest and take him off his feet down to the ground and kill him. But he'll also, if you if you attack from someone from the side with a melee, it looked like he pulls out a trench uh, shovel and just hacks him into like the the throat right there. Uh, so yeah. that looked oh. really satisfying. I can't tell Jesus. which game is going to be better. Like it it. If you look at the trailers, Battlefield. Battlefield's yeah, ba- going to be way better, right? Oh, but yeah. Battlefield's always produced better trailers than COD has. COD trailers just aren't that good. And um, But then when you actually play the game, like, oh, it, it's like the same as last year, typically. Yeah, it depends on how long or, like you really want to put into it. Sometimes they have the nerve to release like just skinned games. Like, I didn't play the Star Wars one, but everyone who plays it kind of agrees like this was a thin game, you know? Yeah, like, that I, I didn't play much Battlefield, but that was the one where I played. I'm like, okay, this is like Battlefield, 
But I kind of like it because it's Star Wars mm-hmm. and it, you know, it, it feels like Battlefield. So that's how, that was kind of like the familiarity, I guess, that I felt with it. But yeah, I'm, that's why I'm looking forward to this one, though, because I feel like it'll be like that, hopefully, because I kind of like that game. Aside from the running. And in, in my exposure, like everyone switched over to PC gaming. But I don't know what the real numbers are. Like for all I know, console because I feel like in two thousand say twelve, <clears throat> console was way bigger. It's yeah. two thousand sixteen. And like everyone I know has kind of like gotten PC excited and into that. But I don't I know. I think if, it it know, might be think? an it might be like a lot of uh, younger people invest in consoles because it's easy to say, "Hey, mom, go buy this PS4." That's what I would do, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a when I was a little kid. But for PC, especially for like Battlefront or I mean Battlefield games, that's like a really big community on there, and that's mm-hmm. like the community you want to be in for that game. I mean, you can still right. play it on console and probably have a fun time, but I want to try it on PC. When I, I was playing Battlefront on PC, and I was getting annihilated by these people that were just amazing so i was like okay i need to, i need to play this more that's my csgo experience <laughs> yeah about the same for me i'm a yeah. i'm a silver two that's my out. every experience with any sports game i've ever tried to play online <laughs> against any other person like it's not a sometimes i go up against someone who's not that great I swear to God, everyone who takes the time to actually go online and play Versus and NHL 16 on the EA servers has four to six hours a day devoted to <laughs> techniques and strategies and offensive zone break-ins. And it's like I play my friends when they're over, and I'm just like beaten ass. Like, oh, yeah, I'll play as the Oilers. You can be the Blackhawks. That's fine. Oh, six nothing. Yeah, eat shit. I play against a 14-year-old half an hour later, and it's like he... It's like he'll get into my zone and be like, that was too easy. I'm going to double back. <laughs> like, now you're humiliating me. Same thing with Madden. Same thing. Any sports game. It's, uh, I, I know, know you guys don't want to play sports are. games, so I maybe you don't exact, have the same experience. I had the exact same experience with Madden. I can remember being at, like, I don't know, like a house party, and we get it out and start playing. And I had no Madden experience other than just playing single player maybe a couple hours a day. But I was still... As good as just about everyone there. I didn't win every game. I would win some and lose some. But then we got online, and we all just get destroyed. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> who are these people? Like, yeah. like, <laughs> is there a group of friends at some other house making fun of us right now? Or like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, there's how are they smart people somewhere just killing us. Their, their house party is just laughing at how bad oh. ours is. And when they like do strategies in-game... like. I'm not trying to look like a real NHL team out there. Like, I give it to the best guy, and then that guy dupes and doodles <laughs> around and then shoots. When they come up the ice and they look like a real team where they're like, you know, pass back to Smith. Smith, over to OJ. OJ <laughs> takes the shot, and he's gone. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Whereas mine, it's like, another fast entry from Tarasenko. <laughs> oh, misses the net. Like, Anyway, well, see, now, maybe that's the barrier that you've got to penetrate because that happens so often in all the games that we've taken on that I've gotten good at. Mostly RTS and you know sit, sit and sip, which is you know turn. But I, I can remember at first it would be like oh, we can't even beat the AI on normal, and then we get to the point where that's laughable, and then we can't beat the AI on expert. That we can't even fathom that, and then we get to the point where yeah, we can beat the AI on expert. So. Maybe there's just a little layer you got to... Are you watching your YouTube videos? Are you training? You know... (laughs) You doing your finger exercises? I haven't done any of those things. (laughs) Got to get your rubber bands and stretch them, yeah. Dude, is St. Louis going to suck next year? I I, 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 I was just... In real life, your your hockey team, I keep reading... Did they trade, like, three of their better players? Go ahead. 
even the GM is saying stuff like, yeah, you know, we hope that, um, we hope that our younger players get better really fast. That's our plan. <laughs> We're really trying to accelerate the good process. You know? No, basically what it is, is uh, David Backus, our captain, who... He's gone, right? That's a different one. Yeah, he's, he's 30, 30, 31 years old. He's played his whole career in St. Louis, and he's a power forward. So he's constantly sacrificing his body, getting the shit beat out of him in front of the net. And he wanted like six years... In a, as a contract for like $6 million a year or whatever in St. Louis. And that's a bad contract to take because those power forwards, their bodies start to fall apart. So that would have been maybe worth it for the first two years, but not at all after that. Boston picked him up, and so they're going to get maybe two, two and a half good years out of him and then not. Our other power forward, Brower, we didn't want to sign him because he's also 31, and so he went off to Calgary. One of our goalies went to Calgary as well. So really, I, I'm glad that we let them walk as opposed to signing them to contracts that'll ruin our cap later. Because now it's like, you know, we have a young core of a lot of guys under 28, and we're taking a small step back, maybe medium step back from last year, to make sure that in three years we're not totally shit because we locked up all our money in a couple of guys who now are on injured reserve the entire season. Another way to rephrase that is, oh, it turns out last year was our shot. Oh, no, they've had so (laughs) much better shots than that and still blown it. So many. Like the, or no, that was their second best. The 1999 team was really fucking good. They had a shot. 2001 team was really good. Um, Did they win yeah, the I President's think, Cup this year, or am I crazy? No, the Washington Capitals won the President's that's right, Cup. That's right. Um, Blues were in uh, third place in the entire league, I guess. They They're good. strong. We'll make the playoffs next year, we just won't be as good as we were this year because we're, we have to wait for these guys to get older as – as that happens, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, getting older will See, help. Unless there's some, so you're saying that unless there's some sort of Captain America uh, serum used on your, your hockey team, that it's going to be a couple of shitty years to come. Not necessarily shitty. I would say this year will Compared make Compared to this year. Compared to this year, next year will be disappointing because will we'll you make the playoffs? First round. What? Will you make the playoffs? Yeah, we'll probably. make the playoffs. Yeah. I, I really have no doubt. Like, the Blues are still one of the best teams in the league. They're just not top three anymore. Now that you'd probably put them at like seven. seven. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't See, that's so. the beauty of being no, a Flyers and, and Hurricanes fan because there's nowhere to go it up. <laughs> you know, if we make the playoffs, <laughs> we'll break our non-playoff streak. Can we make some the players of you know we've we were a team. We certainly yeah. play like oh, every there's year. not a college team in the nation that could take us. That's true. I would stand uh, Midnight, are you a hockey fan at all, or are you near? You know, I really should be, because I'm from Minnesota. Uh, mm. Hockey's huge here. Go wild, I guess. But yeah, really, I only like NFL, Minnesota Vikings, mm-hmm. and uh, I avidly watch the UFC. That's my sports I watch. Everything else is like, oh, cool. My but I'm not like following it. Odd person out, because Minnesota is like the I state... Am. Everybody's a, a wild fanatic, which We're sucks because they're set, right? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, everyone here loves the wild, and like I have like family members that play hockey, and they grew up playing hockey, and it's cool, and there's rinks all over the place, but 
yeah, just, I don't know. It never clicked with me. I remember going to a game as a kid and being like, I can't even see the puck. What's happened? Like, I couldn't follow, I guess. <laughs> My first boss at Cisco, thing. right? He lived in the South somewhere, I think. I don't know. That, that, that detail could be wrong. And then he moved to Minnesota when he was like 16 years old, right? Oh, yeah. And it's this small town in Minnesota. And everyone's talking about him, like getting the scouting report. Like, ooh, what's the word on this Chris guy? <laughs> and they're like, he can't even skate? Like, he can't skate? He's 16 years old. He can't even skate? What the <laughs> fuck? Like, 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 the way he described it, the whole town was like, you know, oh, like yeah, Chris, of. yeah. They want to know, like, what kind of addition they're making to the local team. And when they yeah. heard he couldn't skate, it's like, what? kind of fucking teenager can't skate <laughs> get him out of here no yeah that sounds like small town minnesota can, can we all agree that they should at least alter the puck in some way uh what way make it, make white. it more visible to the to the crowd and the it's, viewers online what's better with black do you, maybe they should have black ice with a white puck no uh, although i like that i would <laughs> like it if instead of like this opaque white ice it looked like they were skating on infinity, like like just a clear thing <laughs> with like distance underneath them, so it looked like they were flying. Imagine so how cool that was. So they're oriented, trying to catch the puck <laughs> on their stick. Yeah, add some skill to the game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, skating absolutely. on the ice turns Instead it white. The, yeah, suddenly depth perception becomes a new trackable stat. You know, guys are like got wonky eyes when they retire. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I just been more realistically. For so long trying to track it to my stick, and now it's all fucking. You know, it's like. <laughs> but more realistically, what if in the center of the puck there was just a really bright red LED? I don't know. Just, just yeah, just, like a light or something. Yeah, what if it was glowing red so that everybody, including the players, could really keep a keep tabs on that thing? Like the, the one thing that would be good when with... they when they fire a slap shot when when they really mm. knock the shit out of it, I know the direction yeah. it's going in, so I immediately just go, "All right, look toward the net, and we'll figure out where it is now." <laughs> and I bet you guys are the same, unless you have some sort of crazy vision or like 200 FPS monitor you're watching these I, games on. I was gonna so, say I, I've got two ideas. One, um, if, if the TV channel went to 1080p at 60 frames per second, like that would be a step in the right direction. I, I feel like just like in gaming, when you go from, well, in this case, 24 to 60, it would be a big improvement. Or maybe yeah, it's 30. The other thing, and they used to do this, when the puck isn't visible, like when it's behind a player or like up against the boards, they'd make it glow so you could see where it was. <laughs> Yep. Um, not the not the trails. It yeah, used well, to be when no, you passed the it, there was a blue streak, and when you shot it, there was a red one. <laughs> yeah, that that I don't need. But you know, and they were shitty. It wasn't like 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 listeners who were hearing this who never saw it are like, well, actually, that sounds like a good fucking idea. It was more like <laughs> on NFL Sunday when they like have that magic marker that they like write on a TV screen with I'm and like show here. you Here's the puck's going north and you're that side of the ice and over. Yeah, yeah, real quick though, he passes it back and it's like, it's. It was Some not meteorologist handwriting showing you how they hit the puck. That was bullshit. And, and that's one of the reasons I, when I went to the game, it was great because I'm getting whatever real world. I don't know how many pixels are out there in RL, but it's a whole shitload, okay? Mm. <laughs> and I don't know what frame rate I'm reading things at, but it's high too. So I can see the puck all the time. I can, when they crash into each other, you know, the, the audio was perfect, obviously, because it was fucking real. But I just can't get into it on, watching on a screen for some reason the way I do other sports. Well, if you ever come to St. Louis, during hockey season, I'll buy tickets and take you to a game, and it'll be fun to be there in person. Because the atmosphere is like the Some Woody, eight dollar beers. Of, yeah, uh, I was gonna say like nine dollar beers, but you Woody, the, the atmosphere is good. The environment is so much fun. It's so energetic, and everybody's screaming. 
the fights are exciting Riot when they happen now. We got the best enforcer in the league, so if there is a fight <sighs> that Reeves is in, we're gonna go ahead and win is that. Is that the one. black guy? Uh, he's he's, he's black. half black. He's at least yeah. half black. Yeah. I mean, if you're it, look, I I think that being a black hockey player is like being a black president. If you're half, that's good enough. You're full. Yeah, yeah. like, there's he's no a, well. He's half black. No, he's the black hockey player. I saw him. He's out there and he's just like, yeah, come on. And he's got like good. He's a good skating fighter and a decent hockey player. Maybe I don't fucking know. But what I de definitely noticed was that he was. If there was a fighting league that just you fought on skates, he, we get him right in there because he's incredible. <laughs> like, like he's a really good fighter, and and he's got he had all these techniques where he was trapping their arms and like fucking chicken winging them and like punching them in the <laughs> face, and they're just like, who is this guy? <laughs> get me out of here! It's not, like that. The NHL is changing and moving away from like the enforcer role even being yeah. a thing, which I really don't like because I think it's good to have like our star, the Blues All Star. Vladimir Tarasenko, one of the best players in the league. If someone starts fucking with him, I want to know that the next, you know, line, they're going to be like, hey, Reeves, we need you to go out there and beat the shit out of DeKaiser, or whatever, you know, our Canadian coach says. Like, it's good that they know that threat is there and that they can't just much, act pissy and ignore it. How much it. of the success of a, of a smaller-framed, wiry, quick guy like Wayne Gretzky um, is because players Sorley didn't want to hit him? Yeah. Is it because let me, let me finish my question. Is it because players didn't want to hit him because hey, that's Wayne Gretzky. No, don't fucking hit him. Or did, was there an enforcer for the bulk of his career right behind him, ready to kill someone if they did? So um, Woody sounds like he's ready to answer that. Oh, I mean, I, I know you probably do it better, but yeah, so he had an enforcer. His name was McSorley. He ended up getting in trouble, and they they threw him out of the league. But um, uh, he would protect that. But I think also. You know, Gretzky had a vision that made it hard to hit. Like, if some brute wanted to line him up from seven strides away, like, good luck with that. You know, he's really... Yeah, but if he's killing you every night, like, somebody's going to hit him in the yeah. back, right? Well, if, in if, the... if he's Billy McGuire from Utah, like, where, where hockey's not yeah. so big, you know? No, you're right. Like, and the NHL is, just like most sports, is notorious. Like, if LeBron James gets punched in the, you know, stomach lightly by someone, it's going to be a way bigger deal than if you hit Joe Schmo the same way. Like, that's just yeah. the way it is. But, like, the first part of Gretzky's career, McSorley really, really protected him a lot, if I'm not mistaken. And then it got to the point that he was so respected and just so much better than everybody else that it was like, no, you're not going to cheap shot Wayne Gretzky. Are you going to be the dude? That's known in the NHL yeah. community forever as the guy who ruined Wayne Gretzky's career. No, no <laughs> I want to. I want to continue living and have people like me. And he changed, but. like so, like in the beginning of his career when like McSorley was next to him, he was a playmaker, a goal scorer, etc. In the later part, like when he was playing for the Rangers, you know, he would set up in his office, like behind the net, and uh, just like. He, you know, everyone's playing except Gretzky, who's observing and setting things up. And then as soon as it went to him, he'd hit that outlet pass, yeah. and the guy would one-time it. And it, it, How are you going to hit the guy whose who's whole thing is watching what's going down? Yeah, he would just lure you behind the net, and then as soon as you're behind the net, he can either dip and dodge around you, fire a pass off, and by that point, you're too out of position to cover the person that you just left open. So he was a master tactician at that. And like in the realm of like Michael Jordan being the best in the NBA... Uh, I don't know who you'd say for the NFL, so many positions, and Wayne Gretzky being the best for the NHL. 
no one's records beat the fuck out of everybody else's like Wayne Gretzky's. The way it works in hockey is you get a point for a goal or a point for an assist. An assist is any pass to the person who scores or a pass to the person who passes to the person who scores. So it's two passes out. If you got rid of every single goal Wayne Gretzky ever scored and only counted assists as points, he'd still be the all-time leading scorer. In points. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, like first place, like 2,800 career points. Next up guy is like... I don't know, eighteen hundred. Yeah, now, it's, it's is crazy. any of that when you look at that score objectively or that record objectively? Is is there any of that that you're like, well, but there was those three years when he was here, and it just seemed like they were giving him assists because this is the guy he was feeding him to? Or is there any part of those numbers where you're like, well, it's that high because there's, of X? Yeah, well, there's certainly the fact that he was on uh, good teams, the Oilers as a dynasty. Mm-hmm. So in five years, he won four Stanley Cups with the same team. So oh, it wasn't so like is, are, are all of those postseasons counting toward his records, right? No, no, that's no. regular season oh, record. Wow. Um, oh shit, that's impressive his, then. Yeah, his postseason. Wow, really? I'd have he to was look it up. really good, really good. There was Obscene. another guy. Who's the guy that played like in five decades? Um, Wait, Gordy. It's not Gordy, Gordy Howe, Howe, is it? Is yeah, it Gordy, Gordy Howe? Howe. He yeah. just died. Yep. This guy played, I'm going to get the things wrong, but I think he played in like the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s or something insane like that. 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Okay. And then he played uh, like an exhibition game in the 90s, but that doesn't count. But from yeah. like the 1949 to like 1981 or whatever it was, like... It was so crazy. Yeah. Like he played in the crazy. NHL level with his children, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's still like a viable like player, you know? It was good. Yeah, there's pictures of him facing off, or there's a picture of him sitting with Wayne Gretzky as like a little kid because Wayne was his biggest fan, and then there's another picture of him taking a face off against Wayne Gretzky in the <laughs> NHL like 12 years later, Dude, like yeah. still playing, totally bald. And and for like, as long as that guy's career was, you know, he had like two and a half careers. Uh, Gretzky outscored him by a lot. An order of magnitude. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, Gretzky was really good. Now, you could argue he played at a time when people scored more than they do now. Like, defense has changed and such. But uh, still, it just... Like, right now, people are arguing that LeBron is better than Jordan. You know? And and I I feel like there are knowledgeable people. I'm not one of them. Who say, you know what? The Jordan, like, mystique is just this thing that he couldn't possibly be beaten. That there was no one on his level, etc. Like, but when you really look at it... Jordan was just actually the best player of his era, you know, and, yeah. and you know, like LeBron with his size and his stature and the things that he's doing, like there are people who think he's a better player. I'm unqualified to say no one does that about Gretzky. No one says, you know what, you know, Tereshenko's actually, be- no, he's not. No, it's Gretzky. It's yeah. Gretzky. Nobody's better than Gretzky. Undisputed. Like best argument would be Sidney Crosby. Uh, or maybe like, if you're going to talk about someone right now, I'm saying, and you're a Flyers fan, so obviously you're going to be like, oh, that guy with 940 points in 700 games. Wow, what a loser. He like, sucks, <laughs> crybaby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm sure they're tired of hockey talk. But yeah, I'm glad yeah, yeah. you asked that question because that makes me happy. I have a whole Do you want to watch this guy shoot himself? Unless you oh. got something better. I could do that. Oh, I've I seen it a eyes. couple times. <laughs> I had a different sure. topic, but I think yours is Sign better. Sign me up. That's Looks why like I came you here. You would like to watch well, a man shoot himself. All right. Can, can we show this? Can this be on YouTube? Does he I die? Think it is YouTube on YouTube now. No, he doesn't. Oh. So it's not no, it's safe not. for life or not? Is it like an accidental? Uh, like no. It. Oh. In my understanding, if I have the background in this right, is this guy's a rapper and he shot himself oh, for no. a rap like, video, like, like Cheddar to be Bob? hardcore. 
Yeah, exactly like Cheddar Bob. <laughs> yes, oh, sure. Similar to Cheddar Bob. I guess. One of you rapper shoot. shoots himself in the mouth. Gotta love that thumbnail right now. That is yeah. a man on his thumbnail game. Look at that. <laughs> he's, get, he's letting you know right away. Yeah, this is happening. <laughs> like, the only time where no you will believe face. what happens next is actually a prudent line, and they don't <laughs> use it. Now, I'm I gotta queued be up honest at zero. Before we watch this horrible thing, um, I, I opened it on my phone, and it got to the part where he goes, and then I stopped it because I was like, I don't want to fucking see that. So, dude. So it, first impression is he does this. Wait, wait. Are you queued up at hard? zero? You queued up I zero. I queued at zero. You go to zero, and we all press play together. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck at one, but I'm oh, sure it's fine. zero. All right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Ready, set, play. Uh, uh, no. I don't want audio. I have audio. I'm doing. Oh, he has a neck tattoo. Oh God, so. he's about to do it. Oh Jesus! Oh, oh why? Why did you do it? Oh shit! What is he doing? <laughs> oh! Like he's he's he doesn't care though. I don't give a fuck about no, nothing. And that's it. That's a Now the thing is, the bullet's gone. No, he, he said I swallowed the bullet. Right, I, I, I was about to say that. He thinks he swallowed the bullet. It did not come out the other cheek. My, my expectation no, for something like that would be it'd be in one cheek and out the other one. But I was thinking it went like through this cheek and then kind of like forward out, you know? Like maybe oh, out the front. next to him. Because there's no way it went through his cheek and just went like... And, and then stayed in his mouth. Right. And, and he then swallowed he swallows it. it and doesn't like notice yeah. that he did that. Yeah. Or... Oh, I just swallowed a really hot piece of metal. Oops, like it must have slipped my mind. I like your theory. I like that the Does chief he want deflected a it. Scene or why did he do this? I don't get it. Just to, to be like, yeah. I think but it's for... to, to be fair, he should have mentioned the rap album before he shot himself in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, we don't know where it goes. Is it in stores now? I don't know. <laughs> What's the iTunes? Yeah. Uh, okay. Night explains. Bang! Like that. Let, let there you me, go. Knight explained that he originally wanted to perform the stunt for a music video, but no cameraman would film it. So I did it myself since I felt like taking a bullet to the face. Anyway, this is really nothing. I've been shot a couple of times, and this was like 4 out of 10 on the pain scale after the initial impact. I looked slightly disoriented after the blast, but that's because my ears were ringing in pain. It was hard to focus on sound, and although I assume I swallowed the bullet, I wasn't quite sure. And then he tells anyone worried about shooting himself in the face... Deal with it. He should put sunglasses on. Oh, man. He really came out on top with this one. I don't yeah. give a fuck he whether you want us. me to live or uh, not unless you're paying me money. You care for my life will never supersede my disregard you know for it. <laughs> I, the worst part about all this is I'm pretty sure this is going to count toward the gun statistics. <laughs> like, this is why those, st those stats look so fucking bad. You got this guy out there going like, check out my album 2017. What the <laughs> fucking asshole? Wow, I don't know what kind of gun that is. I don't know what kind of bullet that would have been. Twenty-two. You know, it, it, is there like well, a seventeen in a handgun? No, it could be like a twenty-five. It could be like a thirty-two. There's all of these like. What's what's weaker than twenty-two? Seventeen, right? There's a seventeen. But I, I only know of that hard, in a but rifle. Those are like those are fast, elongated varmint bullets. But at, in the class of short, sh uh, slow pistol bullets, like we would see here, it's a twenty-two, a twenty-five, I doubt a thirty-two, something like that. Is there, Some kind of are the twenty-five and thirty-two are they 
more powerful than a twenty-two. They sound there. Yeah. 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 Well, it, yeah. it can't be hundred percent. Maybe they've got like no powder or something, but they're obviously heavier. But the, so the twenty-two is the weakest. I would have thought even a twenty-two would go out the other cheek. I, Taylor well, has to be right. You say weakest, but yeah, like in, in what, by what measurement? You know, by the like, ability like, to pierce the other cheek. That's well, the twenty-two is a thirty-two grain bullet or something like that, going seven hundred to fourteen hundred feet per second. So, I mean, it could do all kinds of crazy shit. A twenty-two can, but maybe a twenty-five is like this lumpier, fatter bullet going much slower, and maybe it's seven hundred feet per second and. 70 grains i don't know what a fucking 25 is mm-hmm. i to me if i'm being honest like the guns like the 25 and 32 are like like street guns like there's no reason for someone who likes guns to to really have one like that's what i usually say is like why would you that's kind of like a low class gun the person who has that is like up to no good or it's like granny's old pistol in the attic or something like that's not the kind of gun that you would buy is there Unless any round out there that no. wouldn't go straight through both cheeks like I don't, f- I feel like even the weakest thing, if you hold the barrel up there, it's gonna just punch right through. I feel like anything, yeah, that's what's surprising. So I don't, it, it, both cheeks are nothing. Like it's just a, I, I mean, people yeah. pierce that all the time, right? Yeah, like, that's what nothing. I was gonna say. He was bullets. just looking for a cheap piercing. He could have made a dummy could load. <laughs> that could have been. He, this could be fake. I mean, I, let me what watch it again. I guess. If it was that's a rubber was bullet, would it, would it still go through? Do you think if it was a rubber? I don't know. I think I um. A blank. I mean that close. Yeah. When it's that close. I'm gonna watch this shit again. I looked it up. I did some more googling, and another uh, article describes it as a 22. Oh wow. Ah. So So he used the revolver to make it look more hard. See that if you pause it at like right after he shoots, I'm going. Oh. Oh yeah. Hang on. I think. Do we see where the bullet went? I'll watch it again. Yeah. I think maybe it. She goes in his mouth. In his. uh, The side. Cheek. And like out his open mouth, maybe I'm I'm like clicking it frame by frame at the worst part, which is 12 seconds. That's what Taylor said. I think that has to be it. He's lucky it didn't hit his yeah. other cheek because the yeah. it, it would be like an exit wound kind of like I think it'd be worse. I can't tell yeah. like the the force of the gun that like made his cheek yeah. do that like uh, roller coaster like wah thing, but it looked almost like it went through, hit this little edge right here, and then like. Kind of like really just out. whizzed out. Went out his, his probably face went out his fucking does, window and hit a house. Um, yeah. I, he, the pistol what barrel kind of points toward the the camera at one point, and it looks like a twenty-two. It looks really tiny. The barrel does. Yeah, what a douchebag. Yeah, real, be, I mean, his yeah. face before he does it, he's like, yeah, this is the best <sighs> idea I ever had. Don't shoot your I, face, kids. Yeah, the more don't, I watch this, the more that don't get to this point of your life, okay? You think he did better. do it for a piercing, and he was just he's got, like... No, he's so full of shit, he's got earplugs in. Like, I don't know. He's <laughs> Dude, got earplugs in. Let me see. Well, I'm safety first. You know? <laughs> is he driving? Yeah. There's no way. He's in the car, for sure. Wait, is it the right side of the cheek that means you're gay? <laughs> ah, like, <laughs> he does have earplugs. I, he turns his head, right? Like, seven That's seconds. so bizarre. I, I don't, this is one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen, because I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around what he was really doing, you know? But in the end, I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion, this is a real crazy fucking person. <laughs> like, he even says, after he shoots himself in the mouth, I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. Yeah. I'm just driving around shooting myself. That's what I do. That's because I'm hard. Check out my new album, 2017. <laughs> Don't give a like, fuck. rap lyric was like, I won't let your concern for my life ruin my, you know, harmful p- hobbies or whatever the hell it was. Where it was like, what the fuck? You know he's going to have some cool, 
some good rap li- lyric about spitting bullets or like you know <laughs> the thing dying. about the internet though is this like whole event will be completely gone in two weeks he really needed to bring yeah. it closer to his album's release date he'll shoot himself yeah. again he, he'll just reload oh. i mean his calling card now is going to be like lil hearing aid <laughs> <laughs> that'll like it fucking hurt is what that looked like what an yeah. asshole yeah that's stupid I mean, the blood that pours out of his mouth, too, after he does it, it's kind of insane. Cascading. Yeah, it's just like... (laughs) After talking about that gentleman shooting himself in the mouth, now might be a time to tell everyone about Smart Mouth. (laughs) Best segue ever. (laughs) After talking about Dumb Mouth, mouth. welcome to Smart Mouth. (laughs) You can imagine that gentleman might have a terrible taste in his mouth after doing something so stupid. He should probably have some Smart Mouth. Mouthwash brands want you to believe that bad breath comes from germs alone. But trying to freshen breath by just killing germs is not effective. Within an hour, those germs start coming back. Science proves that beating bad breath means beating sulfur gas. Smart Mouth activated, uh, Smart Mouth's activated mouthwash is clinically proven to neutralize smelly sulfur gas and keep it from coming back for 12 hours with each rinse. Smart Mouth's line of activated oral rinses provide a daily cure for bad breath by eliminating and preventing the bacterial production of volatile sulfur compounds for 12 hours per rinse. Smart Mouth comes with uh, because you activate it. Uh, excuse me. Smart Mouth works because you activate it, releasing zinc ions that actively block sulfur gas. The sulfur gas will be gone even 12 hours later. If you want truly clean breath for 24 hours, you need to fight the real cause of the bad breath: sulfur. For that, you need to use Smart Mouth activated rinse. Smart Mouth solves a real problem with real science. So learn uh, more about science or order online by visiting SmartMouth.com. Or uh, look for Smart Mouth in your favorite store. Use offer code PKA for free shipping or print out a coupon online. Once again, that's smartmouth.com, code PKA. Yeah, I got a a whole gift box from them the other day. Uh, The mints, the mouthwash, all that stuff. I'm a a pretty big fan. The the mints especially. Uh, I think they prevent, like, dry mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a quick addendum onto that. I'd feel like, uh, I'd feel guilty if I didn't divulge my bias with this and... uh, well, I guess I can explain it differently. You guys always want, the, by the, you guys, I mean the listener, you're always trying to get the, like, behind the music VH1 of my life, where you're like, oh, man, what does he do when he's not doing podcasts? <laughs> it could be anything. It could be, it could be a stripper. <laughs> no, it's not that exciting. I'm a marketing and advertising consultant, and Smart Mouth is a company that I've worked with before. And so, obviously, when they reached out to me, like, hey, you want to, you know, have us as a sponsor? We really think some of your audience may enjoy this product. I was like, of course. And so I wanted to keep it up front with you guys. This isn't a CSGO lotto situation, and uh, it's not like I fucking own this place anyway. I'm not making this money. But, <laughs> Good guy, Taylor. But it's an excellent product. Um, it's actually two liquids in there at once. And when I first learned about it, I thought it was kind of like gimmicky. Like, why do you need two? That's kind of weird. Like, it's got two spouts where two different liquids pour. And they combine together and activate. And it really does do what it says it's going to do. Like, I hope you guys trust me enough to know I would never bring a product I was affiliated with uh, on here unless I really thought it was good and that you would like it. Um, And unlike pretty much every other product we promote here on PKA, it does most of its business in stores. So even if you don't want to order it online, pretty much walk into any store around you, go to their toothpaste, toothbrush, mouthwash section, you'll find it. Um, And the science itself, like, it's not one of those products where like a homeopathic where it's like, oh, just crush up uh, ladybugs and ant legs and add soy milk to give yourself a moisturizing cream. Like, no, it's actual science, clinically proven. Uh, Go to their website, check it out, and they have coupons you can download there as well to use in store. So 
Yeah, it'd reflect well on me, of course, if you go buy some, some fucking mouthwash. There it is. <laughs> 12 <laughs> hours is amazing. Most mouthwash doesn't even attempt anything like that. No. Have no. you guys been watching the Democratic National Convention? I checked no. it out. Uh, oh, it's really upsetting. It's, it's, it's been really interesting so far. So there was, there was a lot of um, Bernie supporters making themselves heard and making themselves seen. That, that, that part in particular <laughs> I found interesting. I, it, it, it's got to be frustrating if you're, if you're a Bernie supporter, a real one. Like, like mm-hmm. if you liked Bernie for the, the revolutionary movement as the, the, that he was talking about this whole time. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not really a Bernie supporter. I don't really like a lot of the things that he stands for. But if I were, I would be so upset by all this. Mm-hmm. I would be so upset yeah. that he took all your money and he gave it to Hillary Clinton. He took all of uh, your all of the time and effort that you put into this and, and basically gave it to Hillary Clinton. He's going to give her all of his lists, all of the uh, information that you guys went out and ran around the world on your feet, compiling all that data. He's giving it yeah. to Hillary Clinton. And I don't know what you're getting for this. Yeah, the, the ticket is a little bit more to the left than she would like it to be. He, there definitely were some concessions made as far as um, policy and, and so forth, but you're not getting your minimum wage. You're not getting your free college. You're not getting a lot of the things that, that he stood for. And the person that you're nominating, the person that he's telling you now to, to bend over and take it from is... Crooked. She, she go, is crooked. Yeah, crooked, uh, as Mr. Trump would say. Dude, but, I, but the reality is that she's in bed with the people that, that you guys are, are so vehemently against, <laughs> you know, from, from big corporations to Wall Street to Saudi uh, royalty, you know, putting money in the Clinton Foundation into Hillary's pocket for influence. I don't get it. I don't know how you've been I've been ripping on Sanders supporters for a while now, but I've really turned around on a lot of them watching the DNC little, like, clip of... Every time, at least at first, before they all left, which they did, huge swaths of Bernie supporters just left the convention, so they had to pretend that it was still full by just focusing on the the stage. But every time they were like, you know, we need to vote, even when Bernie was up there, and you gave me your money, I gave it to Hillary, and now it's very important that we vote for the establishment that three months ago I said would literally be the end of the world. It's like, (laughs) and his fans were like, boo, boo, no, like, this is ridiculous, and Kudos to them, like sticking by yeah. your gun. Like you're not just. Well, they're not retarded. A like, 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 you have to be a moron to just really be like, oh, well, I guess he says to follow her now. That'll work. Okay. <laughs> like, no, like, like, what are you talking about? She's just as bad as Trump. Like, she's she's just as much of a problem for you on if you're a Bernie supporter. If if you're that far to the left of Hillary, then she's just as bad. I mean, she's pretty right down the middle from your standpoint, from your point of view of being a democratic socialist. Do you, you think you're going like to get a basic was, income from her? Do you feel like he was kind of forced into the situation he's in now? Because it just does seem I think so... He was bribed in position yeah, I feel like bribed. it's so backwards it's from the, the, the trail he was on. I mean, I'm not a super political person who follows it all closely, but I did follow what he was doing. And to just kind of turn... Like, real quick, you know, he's Gave on this path. And then, I, mean, I mean, it's completely possible that... that he's not in love with Hillary like he's sort of pretending to be now and he's like look it's Hillary or Trump like get real and yeah. and you know that he's just like, you know he's voting his conscience based on the options that are out there cuz what else is yeah, he going to say you know go to Trump personally not a big fan of either of them Jill Stein uh, offered to give him the, uh, the 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 green party nomination right like i bet uh, Gary Johnson would probably step out of the way and let him run as a fucking libertarian we all know the effective 
result oh, of having Bernie not. and Hillary is a Trump presidency also. Yeah. They would split it, you, the, it, the it's left. A, it's a Trump presidency, right? Because if there's a split thing, mm -hmm. um, then it goes to like the House, and then they make the decision, and then just go. Um, well, well, it wouldn't Trump. even be like that. Like, like it, it would. Trump would get the two seventy so easily because Hillary and Bernie well, would split the the states they would otherwise get. Many, I think, a lot of the forecasts would show that like maybe no one gets to the two seventy if you introduce a, a candidate like Bernie Sanders and he's got the backing of like the Green Party or the Libertarians and they get a, and they actually get on the stage of the debates and that's such. That's possible. Then I think the Electoral College like votes a couple of times. Right? No, it's Isn't the fucking that... House, man. It goes to the House, which is Republican controlled. You're probably right. Yeah, that, that that's do what. You, I... Do you guys get the vibe that Republicans don't even really are like, yeah, Trump? No one, like, dude, I no one likes like, their candidate. I, I don't I, like yeah. Trump. I've got yeah. a couple things. So I don't like when, any I like of them. I don't Trump. know what to do. When Obama and Clinton ran against each other uh, back in, whatever, eight years ago, yeah. everyone was like, you know, no, us Clinton people are never going to go over to Obama. They Like, don't even think about it. We're split. We're pro-Clinton. That's it. And then they did. They went to Obama. So I assumed a similar thing would happen with Bernie. That, you know, like, yeah, we're pro-Bernie. Don't think we're going to Hillary just because she's also a Democrat. I actually question it now. You know, like, maybe those Bernie people aren't going to come to Hillary. But I can't think of a race with two weaker candidates in my lifetime. There has always been somebody doing this who would be, like, a decent president. And sometimes, like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, the first time W ran, when it was W versus Gore, I was like, you know what? I, I, I feel like if either one of them gets president, they're both going to be fine. Turn out. George W was great that first time around in those debates and that and that early process. Like, he seemed like the guy you wanted because you had Gore up there, so mechanical and robotic. I was so stupid. He kept talking about the polar ice caps and George W's up there and he's your friend. He's kind of yeah. <laughs> and, then, and I remember when Al Gore tried to do that shit where he, like, creeps up on George W and, like, stands over him mm -hmm. because it was like a debate tactic like of his because he's a tall guy and he's he was alphaing he's trying to alpha w he's trying, he like he's, he like walks up on him like like out, while they're debating they're doing mm -hmm. one of those things where you kind of walk around the room with a microphone and uh, and answer questions from the crowd and 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 gore's like like trying to like alpha dog him or something like coming up and like looming over him and george just goes hey there <laughs> like like kind of pointing out like what are you doing so close to me, you fucking weirdo? Yeah. Let me finish answering this question. It just people want to hear right. what George W.'s got to say. Gore like, walked over smooth. there like Alpha, and then W. made him look like a dork. Like, like, what are you doing here? You know, like, aren't you goofy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It totally bad. You smell like mothballs, you old yeah. weirdo. And, and Gore got up there. Gore, you know? <laughs> he had a plan to, like, make Social Security solvent. And in his plan, he mentioned the word lockbox like three times. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. SNL's just running with it, the lockbox, and no one quite understood what the lockbox was really about. And like, yeah, is it a physical lockbox? Lock. No, it's a virtual lockbox. <laughs> yeah. He always sounded a little bit too much like Forrest Gump to but me, dude, too. Imagine if Gore won. Like, like, like just play this out. 9-11 still happens. And instead of attacking Iraq, which made no fucking sense at all, right? Instead of pretending that Iraq had anything to do with 9-11, which is the, the Bush, like, you know, excuse that they used. If Gore was in there and said, you know what? In response to 9-11, we're going to go energy independent. We're going to fuck the whole Middle East. We're going to get off oil. We're going to change this whole thing. We're going to start selling technology so the rest of the planet gets off oil too. That's what Gore would have done. He would have changed the planet. He would have devoted that trillion dollars to like solar power or something. And he, I, I really think that a lot of the same would have happened. No. Like it wasn't just 
Bush at the time who was like leading the charge of we got to invade Iraq. Like it was, it was everyone. Everyone, everyone was had pissed. a flag out on their front porch. Everyone was screaming about. They we looked like they needed a good invasion. Like the, but, yeah. Nobody has this hindsight. So to them, if Gore just goes, well, you know, let's not let's not be hasty. You know, let's really <laughs> just uh, let them continue to do their thing. Like people would have been severely upset. Gore like, was it would on. Not on CNN doing interviews. This is like as the, in the build up to the Iraq war. And he's like, look, uh, Afghanistan and the Taliban are hiding Osama bin Laden in there. They're giving him refuge. We're going to war with them. But Iraq has nothing to do with it. We have this national patriotism that we've never seen before in our lifetime. We have an energy surrounding it. You know, like uh, Americans aren't really patriotic very often, but suddenly everyone has American flags. Everyone's rallying around like, yeah, we have a country too. Like it, it, I had never in my life like seen that thing. It's like we could take yeah, this national crazy. energy and push it towards energy independence. This is what he's saying in the lead up to the Iraq war. He's trying to pull the nation back and go towards some sort of green energy thing, which is like his baby, right? Um, so th that's what would have happened if Gore was president. I believe it. Uh, we would have attacked Afghanistan just like Bush did, but he would have stopped it there. He would have gone with one war, right, which I think was maybe good enough. And, uh, and then otherwise, he would have just like defunded Saudi Arabia by getting off their oil. That'd be pretty neat. It was, it was just so resoundingly popular with everyone at the time though like and everyone wanted to go to war at the time yeah, yeah we but wanted I, revenge really bad you don't think we could have steered that enthusiasm towards just one war was it too, was it too much to enthusiasm oh, for one war i would have liked that better why yeah. don't we we could have went in there and take the saudis out take their oil as trump always wants us to do what does that even mean though do we actually like set up some refineries with american soldiers outside pumping put, oil is that 51st what you state american flag well. down this is ours now yeah. <laughs> that would be great like, that's, <laughs> it, 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 i hope that that's but the then you have to defend that, that he's gonna bring no, to the world I, I, you know so it's funny i have thoughts like that too not that particular one but sometimes i'm like you know what i hope the the russians do like get the rest of hillary's emails i'd like to see them and no one else is hacking her and then i think it through like wait a minute you can't encourage the Russians to like hack American secret emails, classified shit, and release it and be like, "Thanks, Putin." Like you got. I, That's not I, what he I said. Owe you he one. said that if the Russians or anyone else have these emails, they should turn them over to the FBI. That's like saying if anyone knows quote, where right. Osama bin Laden is, you need to turn him over to the FBI. He's saying there's some information out there that needs to be divulged if it's mm, uh, if it's yeah. readily available, and it doesn't care where it comes and from. And if it's what Clinton says that it is, you know, just party invitations and her cosmopolitan monthly update, then it shouldn't be a big deal that the Russians have it, right? You I mean, she, she says there's nothing hugely com compromised. Like she doesn't read Cosmo, man. She probably reads some weird shit. I bet she she does read weird shit. She right, just so looks like someone who does weird stuff. I have a humans and you. Like <laughs> behind closed doors, she's not not even in a sexy way. Just like she's reading up on some crazy alien. She just looks kind of like. What he yeah. said was, Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the thirty thousand emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. Now that you misquoted, dude, Kyle, that's fucking fucked, right? Like that. That's not. Hey, if you happen to have them already, then release them. No, wasn't this being is, a little sarcastic? I well, hope you're able to find them. Says that they have hacked them. That see, that's been their their take the whole time. Is that look, she had this unsecured email server. 
the Russians hacked into this uh, thing, and then that Guccifer guy, he was he was saying, yeah, anyone could have hacked into this. Of course, other government agencies would get in there, and then of course they could hide their own footsteps. I mean, I think he's been pl- playing this narrative the whole time, where it's like, yeah, the Russians have her information. To I, I think a lot it, of people believe that. What he said is, if you're able to find those thirty thousand emails, you'll be rewarded mightily. Like that. That's essentially he said, what by he said. The press. Like it's almost yeah. like you can read it like that. Or you can read it as the fact that all the DNC leaks, everything that leaks that reflects poorly on the Dems is completely ignored by every outlet aside from Fox. And so he could be saying, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll be mightily rewarded by the press when they once again ignore every bit of it. Let me go for a a little run on this here. So I heard Milo talking about um, death threats and stuff, right? So Milo got Milo Yiannopoulos, something close to that. he was picking on this uh, star from Ghostbusters, right? He said the movie was bad, and then he teased her. I didn't get the quote on the teasing, but the people that follow him just went over the top, death threats, crazy nonsense, etc. He's not completely responsible for the things his followers do, but they were following him, and they ran right past him into crazy town. So then Milo said this, and it sunk in with me. He said, you know what, though? She's an entertainment. We all get death threats. Fuck, I get death threats. We all get, you know, mean comments on the internet and stuff. But only one group, the left, makes a big deal out of it. Only one group on the left says, hey, people are talking rudely to me. People are being mean to me. People are giving me death threats. I want you to protect me. Like People on the right don't do that. They never, like take their weakness and use it as leverage to get something to happen. That's just not a thing that the right does. The right does do this though. They complain about their coverage constantly. They're always saying like, you know what? CNN didn't cover the emails. Yes, they did. Like the, the CNN's covering all kinds of crazy shit that, that like Clinton's doing. Was it ABC stuff. or CBS that, that completely glossed over it in, the, in, in their Clinton interview the other night? <sighs> I'm not sure. They, like it was a the, their non-story was a story in and to itself. They were like, "Why did they?" Ha- the because Republicans they had the- are always running with this unfair press story, though. Like that's something the Democrats it's never do. It's, it's true. It's true, uh, it's true the from Democrats the lens that you it's look absolutely through. Absolutely true. It, it's absolutely like look at every network out there. Every single one that's not Fox leans left. That's why Fox is the biggest, because all the conservatives have to join together and watch that shitty station, while people on the left can watch a number of they, shitty stations. They split it up, right? I, I hear you. I don't know. I just like what I've seen it before, where they say, you know, CNN's burying this story, and I'm like, huh? And I go to their website, and it's like the lead. You know, it, the the right will always say this is being ignored, but if you go look, it's not. It is in a lot of ways, though. So. And you also have the additional thing of, of social media being completely inculcated, at least in censoring certain viewpoints to where they will totally and shamelessly push a trending topic that they want to the top of Facebook or the top of Twitter. Uh, or just like yesterday or the other day on Reddit, uh, Donald Trump did an Ask Me Anything. I didn't read it or look through it or anything yet, but apparently it just got taken off the front page. Yeah. You know, just so, yeah. kind of Do you want really the, the details behind is, that? Apparently, uh, sure. Actually, it got yes. downvoted, but I don't yeah. know. That's what I read. 12,000 upvotes. So here's the scoop yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, no, what was that. happening is the Donald 
was being organized in a way to take over the front page, right? So they would like sticky posts, they would like organize upvote parties. So if people don't know Reddit, R all is like all the subreddits. And if you if you dominate R all, you get a lot of attention. So the Donald subreddit was like just organized in a way that like videos or politics yeah. or like, you know, funny. Like Sanders for president did for the last eight months. Well, yeah. they, okay, if that's true, not nearly as effectively. Like, you know, they didn't dominate the homepage. The Donald they would did. at times have like seven of the top ten topics. So but, what they did... Because it's a much larger group of people. They're much more accurate, uh, active yeah, yeah. group they're of people. Super they shouldn't active. be punished because they're good at what but they let, do. You let know? me like, explain what the change was. So what happened was they made it so that the algorithm had it less likely for a single subreddit to have multiple posts on the front page. So the Donald was on the front page. Like they had like the top post. It's just that it wasn't the AMA because they were already dominant. Like they already Is had their some other like there. hot thread or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, very, because we all know that like compelling. Reddit, because Reddit knew that Donald's coming to do this. Like, like they, clearly someone is, it, they've set up the rules in a way that, that keeps the Donald contained, that, that makes it, and one of the main ones that they complained about was that they were stickying posts. And it's like, isn't that what Reddit subreddits do when they want to promote a thing? Like, I know some subreddits don't sticky every single day two or three things, but now they've made it so that only the mods can can sticky something, which yeah. really takes away from the whole community aspect of what the subreddit's meant there, to be. There's yeah. a fair argument that the Donald is censored in a way that never happened to any other subreddit, but also they had a front page dominance that no one else had ever had. No one else ever tried to organize front page dominance before. So that's, a thing. I think the Sanders have to, subreddit was very similar. I had to slip out. Colin heard his thumb and he's upset. So let me, All right. I'll let be me, right back. I'm the, okay. We can carry on. You got something to read Kyle? I do. You do. I, I looking, can't wait. I was looking for uh, an ad read that would accompany child injury. Uh, best. <laughs> you uh, don't have any on deck there? No band-aid mm -hmm. companies for put us to promote? Put some mouthwash on it. Yeah, pour you that all You can put some of that mouthwash <laughs> on it. It is antibacterial. It'll keep any sulfur from getting into the wound. There but first, go. I'm going to tell you about Casper. <laughs> Casper mattresses are obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash PKA and using offer code PKA. Listen, you spend about one-third of your life sleeping. Let's make sure you're doing it on a good mattress. Casper brings together two comfy technologies together uh, for better nights and brighter days. Latex foam and memory foam. So they've got just the right sink, just the right bounce, no matter how you sleep. They've got a risk-free trial and return policy. They'll deliver it straight to your door. You can try it for 100 days, and if you're not happy, they'll pick it right back up. At the store, maybe you'll get a minute or two to try out a mattress. It's one of those mattresses that everybody else has laid on, which is always grossing me out. But with Casper... <laughs> You'll get to keep it, and uh, you'll get to sleep on it. It's $500 for a twin-sized mattress, $950 for the king-sized mattress, which is what I got. Uh, comparing that to industry averages, that's an outstanding price point. So get $50 off of any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash PKA and using offer code PKA. Uh, I'm not going to dwell on it too much because you guys have all heard it before, but I really, really do like my Casper mattress. Um, for whatever reason, I had never upgraded to a king until I got this one. Um, and I just love how enormous the bed is. I can get in and out of it. And like, if there's someone bed with me, like I don't wake them up. Like you, you remember those old commercials where there's a wine yeah. glass on the bed. Yeah. It's like that virtually. It, it, it really is great. Um, 
I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think I have anything else to say about it. I did that uh, with, to my parents' bed with a cup of milk when I was like uh, <laughs> six or seven, maybe. But they didn't have uh, that kind of mattress. They just had mm. a spring mattress. Yeah. And so it, uh, it did move. And oh, milk that's spilled. the worst. And, uh, and spilled milk is something to cry about if it soaks yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, like it smelled awful. Imagine the bacteria hot. that was alive oh. inside that mattress just curdling. growing on the on the, all that curdling. <laughs> they're they're eating that curd or whatever formed in there. There's like some sour cream germs in there, starting uh. a community amongst the springs. Yeah. Uh, and every time you like lay on it and like you're like squishing it and like opening it up to like creatures Spreading of the night, goop creatures everywhere. of the night. Oh. Yeah, maybe have a serious fly. cat problem. <laughs> fruit flies start laying eggs in your mattress. Next thing you know, you got a maggot mattress. They're just in there oh squirming God. around yeah. eating. That your doesn't milk. happen with Casper because Not you would have a, never that would never the happen. Milk. That would never happen with Casper. I do have to divulge that I own fifteen percent of Casper. So oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Jesus, yeah. You'd be, be a very wealthy man. But, but I would, yeah, I really do like those yeah. mattresses. Check them out. Let me. I guess we'll just uh, stick one more of these ad reads in here while we find. I I wonder uh, what what happened to Colin. Yeah, I hope he's all right. Maybe he was outside turning. Did up. you find any uh, child injury related sponsors in the last minute or so? No, but while we're speaking of, of children, let's talk about me undies. You wear underwear every day. That's 365 days a year, rain or shine. You need it to be extraordinary without an insane price tag. Me undies understands this, and that's why they've created the world's most comfortable underwear. Luxury at half the retail price you'd find anywhere else. Me undies is made from a very special fabric called Modal. It's twice as soft as cotton and twice as soft as whatever you're wearing right now. Most of us wear underwear every single day, so. Why settle for low-quality multi-pack underwear that's scratchy and lame? MeUndies has tons of colors and styles for both men and women, which means you and your lady can finally have matching underwear. They release a new design every month, and on top of that, they even offer free shipping to the United States and Canada. MeUndies has a money-back guarantee. If you don't love your first pair of underwear, you get to keep it for free. That's right. They don't want your used underwear back, so there's nothing to lose here. (laughs) The best part about it all is that we're offering 20% off your first order. When you go to our uh, URL down below in the description, it's MeUndies.com slash PKA. Click on the link in the description and go to MeUndies.com slash PKA to get 20% off your first order. They really are super high quality. Are you wearing your MeUndies right now? I'm not wearing underwear. Oh, I'm wearing my MeUndies right (laughs) now, and they're... I don't I don't wash mine as much as you, so I don't get through the uh, the cycle of underwear as much. But these yeah. are bar none my favorite underwear now. I, They're uh, excellent. And the fabric you good. said, the fabric sounded Adult. fancy. What is it? Is it like a thin, soft type of T-shirt? Yeah. or it, it's it's soft and and it's also stretchy, so it feels okay. as stretchy like real cotton can be before you wash it. But even after you wash it, it's still stretchy and it really it conforms to all the like nooks and crannies and supports things that needs to be supported and just makes everything look good that's inside the underwear. It, it keeps thing. it under control because I think if Modal you get is made to from I think it's made from some sort of sort of tree bark extract or something or some product that originates as tree bark, but yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, yeah. really good underwear. You don't realize the sense of control that you've lost when you walk around for years in boxers. That's you know, true. like Kramer talked about in Seinfeld. You know, everything's I'm good. Jerry, you know, <laughs> but it's you know to get back to something like super comfortable and it's not super tight. Like you still, it's breathable. It's great. I love these underwear, and they have them for women as well. I believe you read. Damn, the- I'm sold. All how much are they? You get a oh, pack. An affordable price. An affordable, yeah, sure. and I get a discount with the PK. Mm-hmm. Okay. God, so lucky. 
So I'm gonna see what I want to go to next. Um, you better hope Woody doesn't see this e cigs and cancer article from The Verge. Let's just sweep that one under the rug. Let's sweep that because if he sees an e cigs thing, we're gonna have to talk about it, and and I don't think anybody cares. There, there will be an that. I told you so, the likes of which you have not seen. <laughs> Has he been saying that for a while? Like that can't be good for you. I've never disputed it. I've never said you know. Oh, this is good for me. Like no, it. Yeah. I th- but it's it's not as bad as Yeah, cigarettes. I was going to say, I don't think anyone legitimately thinks it's good. I don't think inhaling anything into your lugs can't be good for you. But yeah. but it's better than the alternative that everyone was addicted to before, I think. so. Someone yeah. here asked me, um, what I'm, I got some AMA questions from this month. Uh, this guy says, Kyle, uh, I saw that you got a train to go around your house for to train your Pokemon Go eggs. What is the brand and model of the train? Man, I just got on uh, Amazon and searched toy train, and I bought the one that's like $40, $45. Did that uh, really work? No. And, uh, that's, <laughs> I was going to say, does it go fast enough? Or? I'm glad you brought that up. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> so if you want to like fake train, if you want to fake train your Pokemon, the fan thing works if you've got a big bedroom. You just tie a string to your fan blade, put your phone in a plastic bag with a charger plugged into it, log into the app, let it do circles around the room. No you know. way. Are there people yeah. really, like the cords swinging? Yeah, with there it? are some people jump rope. Do that. Here I yeah. am like an idiot walking around. You would around. never do that, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. The worst part is like when I'm in bed and it's going woof 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 woof. Oh my god! If gosh. I like, when, whenever I get ready to, I'll see that like the battery's died and it's time to turn it off. So I've got to time it just right and like barrel roll out of bed, crawl across the floor, flip the switch, and then catch it before it gets wrapped up in the blades. So. It's a little bit of an ordeal. If you really want to know the best way I've found to, to, to hatch eggs, I go to an outlet mall where, you know, the speed limit, you drive around at like six, seven miles per hour, and I just yeah. make laps around that thing endlessly because there's a Pokestop at one end, and I just get my free shit, keep making laps, catching Pokemon, and I just drive for half an hour, and you'll do 10K in no time in a car. Dang. <laughs> You've got it down. Yeah, I'm losing interest quick on Pokemon Go. The fact that I can't find out how fucking far any Pokemon is away from me is upsetting. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that I haven't seen it, there was between the se- the 17th of this month and yesterday, I didn't see a brand new Pokemon at all. Ten days. I logged in every day. I looked around <laughs> for Pokemon. I caught a fucking Mankey on the 17th, and it was nothing. <laughs> the until the 27th when I caught a Magmar that just wandered into my home. We so Hope is into Pokemon Go. While she was at that speech and debate camp, like everyone else was playing it, so she got into it. Oh, we it's walked... good to know she was working hard while she was there. Right. <laughs> so we were um, uh, walking around Wake Forest today. It's a potential college she's interested in, and she's got the, you know she's trying to get credit for all these like kilometers that we're walking. Didn't hatch one egg. She said she said the server kept crashing. I don't know server app crashing or whatever the oh, deal I'd is. Be mad. Yeah, but we like all day long we were just like touring a campus and she didn't get credit for the kilometers that she walked because it wouldn't stay working. Well, that's shitty. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a bit, that's one of the things that, that turned me off, uh, is every now and then you'll lose credit for some stuff you do or a Pokemon you catch. Uh, I, I beat a gym until it turned gray one time. So now I can like put my shit in it. Now it's Mm -hmm. my, it's virtually my gym. I just have to bloop bloop. And now it's mine. And that's when the servers went out. So all I did was like, 
go in, clear all the bad guys out, and then leave, essentially, yeah. for some <laughs> random asshole to come along and be like, yeah, I'll be the gym leader, That's sure. My gym. It's like, did you ever play Skyrim, where you'd go through a really difficult dungeon, kill everything, and then you forget, like, the helm of Pelinor, whatever, on the back yep. chair, and then you leave, and you're like, fuck! Then you have to go through the whole thing again. That's what it's yeah. like. I've yeah. done that many times. Uh, that I got so much endless time in Skyrim and uh, and in those Elder Scroll games in general, and that that happens a lot. Yeah, you'll like go, you'll go through a, you'll do a, a dungeon crawl, and you'll forget that like the red sword of Big Pete is down there, and then a year later they tell you to go get the sword, and it's it's just sitting there, you never saw it. A Ashley, so you've been live streaming, right? Yeah. I think you said you like it more. So be honest, is, is it? Is it the profit thing? Is, is that why it's thing? better? Um, you know, for the last like like three years that I've been doing it, I, I kept YouTube up consistently as well, and I've always tried to make sure that I don't have all of my eggs in one basket, right? Because if that basket ain't there no more, then Yikes. you're gonna have a bad right. time. Um, but I've been able to keep them even, but it, it can fluctuate too. You know how fluid it can be. So it can be like you're killing it for like a couple months or even like around November, things are really going to kick up. Uh, this is like the slow time of year. Um, so to be honest, like if I, if money wasn't even something I thought about between the two, I would, I guess I would pick streaming, but it's so hard because YouTube's about creating and starting with a blank slate and then doing what you want. Or even if it's just like a Call of Duty video or a vlog or whatever, you're still creating something that you, you know, you had a vision for. Whereas streaming's all about interaction and playing the game and making it centered around the game. So they're kind of really hard to compare. But I have tried to do them both super consistently and grow them both at the same time. Which I think, like, if I really focus, like, let's just say I just quit YouTube and I focus really hard on streaming, I think I'd be more successful at it. And vice versa, if I just super focused on YouTube and had all day to create and stuff. Because streaming takes a long time, right? Like, you have to do it consistently and for a very long time. This is my cat Simba, by the way. He's, hey, he's up from his nap. Hey, Simba. <laughs> I have another cat by me, too. I'm, I, t I promise I'm not a cat lady. I only have two. Just a lady with cats. Who's all Just a lady with cats. <laughs> well I, lo I love dogs, too, but I can't have dogs where I live right now. But, but yeah, I, I really like streaming. I like the interaction. I like the community that you kind of build. It's a little bit different from YouTube. Like Especially it got to the point where YouTube comments, it was just like, gosh, why bother reading them, right? Like It's just craziness like no matter what you do you're never correct or right and it's not even about being right but it's just being criticized almost constantly i mean there's good comments too but and Dude. you even have trolls in the stream too but yeah. my when i stream it's troll central it's hard uh, you, to stream. you have to have some solid moderators who are there with the little green sword time and amount you got to get nightbot on some automatic word recognition stuff. I mean, if you you can moderate the chat, but it is hard. Oh, you should try streaming while you own a Minecraft server. Like, so oh, if, if, I don't know how well you know Minecraft, but factions in Minecraft is the most toxic community in, in like by far amongst is Minecraft Is that where players. like, the, so the teams are versing each other type of deal? Mm, or it's, like the PVP section, right? It's okay. PVP, but it's like six months long. You build a base, you store your oh, stuff wow. in it, you make these cannons that like knock into other people's bases. People in factions, this is my favorite way to describe it. It's six months long. 
They'll change the sound of TNT to sound like an alarm clock, so it wakes them up in the middle of the night when they're being attacked, so they can do, defend themselves. They'll um, they'll like I'll pretend to be your friend for six weeks to gain your trust and get into your faction, and then rob you blind and laugh at how stupid you were for having trusted me at the first place. It's called inside rating. It's a thing, and uh, that's just lying. Yes, manipulating <laughs> lying is the dirtiest, most awful thing. The George um, Costanza way of Minecraft. They take yeah. it out of the game. <laughs> They, they, they will dox you or they will threaten to dox you unless you Dang, pay them off. It gets super serious. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. They'll send SWAT. Dude, players on my server, you'd think sending the SWAT team would be like it, but they got creative about it. They sent a sailboat to someone's house. They sent bouncy castles to people's what? house. They sent a crane, like a big construction crane, to somebody's oh house. God. Yeah. Like she they went. I learned, that, I learned that you could rent bouncy castles. Because someone did that to someone, and then we had a party one time, and I was like, "Bouncy castle it up, let's do it." <laughs> let's do For it. For a few hundred dollars, you can put on your own private carnival in your backyard. It's absurd. You can get jugglers, all kinds of crazy shit online. So Dang. these are the people watching me while Monkeys. I stream, and it's Absolutely. just so toxic and so nasty. That's and, tough. Yeah. And and Monkey like handlers are extra. So, so nothing's perfect, right? Like when you play COD, you're always fussing about lag or this or that. Oh, Woodycraft sure. was no Something's different. Something's always pissing me off on yeah. Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, and, and Woodycraft was no different. So the, the players would just go ballistic about like one problem that they had, even oh, if it was I'm, days ago. I'm and, sure they have the perfect way to fix it too. And they're telling you all about it. <laughs> Everyone yeah. has their their own way. Uh, so streaming for me, like it's been a long time since it yeah. was like a real fun environment. Since the chat felt like my friends. Yeah, I could see how that would be a little too like. Uh, I'm. I feel like I'm really lucky. I have a pretty good community. It's. It's kind of cool. Mm. You have like like regulars that are there like almost every day, nearly religiously. Like it's kind of like, dang. Like, am I that cool? I'm not that cool, right? So, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, you know, having like regular people come all the time, it makes it feel more familiar. Even if you're just stopping by, you're like, oh, this place seems kind of cool or whatever. We try to keep it chill chat, but mm. it, it is work to keep the chat. You know moderated and i don't have like hundreds of billions of viewers or whatever you know but but i get a decent amount sometimes and it's it's like the trolls come in at that moment i i i, I laughed i wasn't laughing at you i i've, I've, I've been looking <clears throat> at how to rent a monkey for a party <laughs> <laughs> how much is it well i found this place uh called wild about monkeys um <laughs> i so so i'm kind of looking into that right now i yeah. Monkeys Gone know. Wild is a different site. Oh, that's a very <laughs> different site. Yeah. You, that's that one's good. upsetting. Rent a monkey for a party. Service mon monkeyhelpers.org. I was going to say, does that come with like the trainer? I don't you want, want I, I want no supervision for my monkey. I want a guy to show up. He's just like, who wants some monkeys? And like he just puts, opens the cages. He turns the monkeys over to us. Maybe hands me a leash or a rope, whatever you know, or maybe one of those long poles with the loop on the end, so you can keep them from clawing at you or whatever they do. I know they like they like to go for the genitals. I learned that, um, and it's a really smart way to fight if you think about it, because most of the fights that like lions and tigers and bears get into in the in with other lions and tigers and bears is about mating rights. It's like which caribou gets to mate with all the caribou females in this herd. So the monkeys, and maybe just primates in general, 
figured out that hey, if I just rip his balls off, what's what's he gonna do? <laughs> like now, now I'm done. I won. It's over. Now he can't fuck any of my my females, so it's over. So you got to be careful around those monkeys. So I think yes. I want one of the little ones. One of the there is a Groupon. Yeah. There's a yeah, Groupon here for forty nine dollars. We're looking at Rent the a same monkey thing. for a week. Read below. <laughs> it's like no, you can't. It's you can't a monkey for rent a, week. a money for a mon- rent a monkey for a week for forty nine dollars in Chicago. It's a Groupon. This is real, <laughs> and it says in bold letters: "With today's Groupon only, criminal background check and medical testing ban are waived. So, if you have a criminal <laughs> record, doesn't matter. With this yeah. Groupon, you can rent your monkey for forty nine dollars a week. Monkeys, rapist, it's your lucky day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my monkeys will fit right in with your posse." Like, I don't care. $49 is, for a whole week. For I mean, how do you even take care of it? Dog food and, you know, goodwill. I would give That'd it people fine. food, but in tiny little portions, like, that I would make look like his dinner, you know, on, yeah. like, a saucer. Like, a little bit of steak, and then, like, a little baby carrot, and, like, a little tiny uh, red potato. Oh, it'd be adorable. Are we talking about one of those little marmoset shoulder monkey fuckers that, that yeah. like, throws her poop or whatever? Organ grind monkey. I'm going to be I'm honest, saying. though. I want a chimp. I want a chimp at the party. Like a like, bigger like, one? Yeah, the big one that could kill you oh, if, it, if it got out of hand. And I'm going to tell you, I, I, I fully realize that those are the dangerous ones. I'm going to wear a cup for sure. We're going in. We're not going in unprepared. I'm, I'm going to put my pistol on my side. You know, if things get out of hand, I'm just going to I'm going to waste I'm your monkey. Like, you should know that going in. That like, And my level for when we move from like, oh, that monkey's getting a little out of hand to bang, 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 is like that. <laughs> it's like that. Like, your monkey could kind of yawn too aggressively, and I'm going to take him out. I don't want any like monkey rampages going on, but I would like to hang out with a monkey. Yeah, yeah, hang would, out with monkeys. I, w- I would like a two-hour thing, not a one-week thing. You know, like one of those dolphin experiences. Yeah, swimming I've, with I've a monkey a is a much more before. horrifying thing. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, I've, I've what like kind of monkey did you have? They were, uh, they were very young chimps. Okay. So they weren't like the level of chimp that it would like tear your hands off or something. But they were very little chimps, and it was only like a couple hours. But you definitely want a whole day with them because I cannot tell you the dread and sadness you feel when you realize you're in the last six minutes of monkey time. Oh. You know, oh. when you realize that clock's winding down and you just can't get enough of this monkey. Like I didn't realize how sad you. your childhood was, Mirka. I didn't realize the hardships that you endured. <laughs> you didn't. You like? only had your monkeys for hours. Ah. Yeah. Did he smell bad? Uh, I was very young, and I probably smelled just as bad as they did. Fair so I didn't <laughs> notice at the time. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna be honest. I um, I at the next PKA gathering or whatever, or 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 next gathering that I'm at a, at all, we're gonna have a monkey. I'm I'm totally down for that. There will be a monkey <laughs> there. Yeah, I'm not going on a on a you know 600 mile motorcycle ride. I'm not going to go. With the monkey on you though, now that's a good time to bring a monkey. All goddamn day with a monkey, just as long as it's cool, you know. I don't want you some want, like, sassy monkey that thinks he's too good to be there because he like. You want a, a nerdy monkey? monkey. monkey. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a showbiz monkey. They're spoiled. That's well known. That, uh, I saw a showbiz monkey uh, when I was in LA. Like, like I was walking to lunch, and I looked next to me, and I'd been looking for the monkey all day, and there it was, just on the guy's shoulder. I was like, "Oh, you're the monkey guy!" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm the monkey guy." I'm like, "Can I can I shake his hand?" And he's like, "Sure, shake." And the monkey shook my fucking hand, except it's a monkey, what? so it grabbed my finger. What? It's little little hands. Like, yeah, I, I was like, I, I reached up, and he goes, "Oh," 
and he fucking shook my hand, and I was just like, oh shit! And it was just like, and then they went and got some quesadillas or whatever, so I didn't have any more. I'm not in a scene with the monkey or anything. I just got to look at it, but it was really cool. I realize monkeys are novel and everything, but like these are the experiences that new parents get as well. Like, yeah, yeah, but held... none of the responsibility or cost. <laughs> right, you're, right. You're, I hear you. Imagine if we're, this was something else. It, it, you're like, you're like, yeah, no, for roughly a quarter million dollars and a lifetime <laughs> commitment, you could have one of those too, like anytime you want. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It'd be cheaper to buy a herd of monkeys, though, right? It was wrong with I a monkey. I could become a, a monkey zoo owner for less than it costs to raise one kid. <laughs> yeah, with a kid, that's shit. But like with a monkey, it, the worst thing that can happen is that it goes awry, and I have to spend like twenty-five minutes with the garbage disposal, and then we'll, my life goes on. You know. Like, <laughs> Thank you for gonna... saying that because I was thinking it. I was like, you know, <laughs> last week, oh, fucker escaped. Oh well, he is a monkey. Like. <laughs> Never found again. Just a big puddle of red mush. I have a whole new topic, or are we still on monkey talk? Oh, we can skip monkey talk. Does your next topic involve monkeys? It does not. (laughs) Would it? Would monkeys improve it? No. Mix in there. Is it the DMC again? It's what you um, got? Phantom Lord. So uh, Phantom Lord is a huge Twitch guy. I think he had like a million followers or something like yeah. that. Giant CSGO person. And it turned out he secretly owned a gambling site in the same. It's like the same drama as the Syndicate team. This is his real familiar theme Josh with OG. CSGO. But dude, recently. this one's worse. So what happened is all the Skype chats got leaked. I don't know if it was a hacker or what. And it is confirmed that he cheated in his gambling. So not only did he own it and sort of you know not admit that he owned the place, just acted like a happy customer. Stack the deck. Yeah, they would take um, skins. Like they, I, I think what happens is they they win money via skins. So they would just take those skins and use them as you know for gambling. Like you know, they would take the winnings that the the site collected and he would use them to to run his streams with. Yeah, and, it's all uh, free money. Well, I mean, it's money that could have been cashed in. It's advertising expense, you know? Yeah, but he cheated to win the money from it. He's like, let me just go out and cheat these uh, fans and subscribers out of a little cash. All right, now I can use this to gamble against my subscribers. Come on, everyone. Come on, do your best. Even if he's losing, is he even losing, you know? Because he's probably won way more than... Then he lost. Yeah. Right. So I'm not I mean, an expert keeps on how going it works. On there playing but... under an assumed account, cheating that way, and making ten thousand dollars today. So apparently, like these websites are like provably honest in that the hashes are all determined what wins and what loses ahead of time. Like it's not just done on the fly. And um, because those hashes are done ahead of time, if you have access to the back end, you can know whether they're likely to win or lose. And, yeah. and do you remember I'm do you this is because it was so similar with the with the online poker thing do you remember when it, when it turned out that there were employees of those big online uh, Texas Hold'em uh, sites that were cheating in a very similar manner and making off with hundreds of thousands of dollars I, I remember about that thing. yeah so um, this guy unlike you know the syndicate team art Josh OG guy his accounts closed on Twitch now so Phantom Lorb, I don't think, was yeah, big on YouTube. he got t- terms of service banned, like, for life. So, so another thing he did, apparently he was, like, shady in everything he touched. He would have fake subscribers and fake followers. Like, he was that's. I think that's more the reason he got banned. Yeah, right? Like, How much money because do you when think it he looks was making? Like millions. From Twitch a day. Like, oh. like is this... T- 
Because because I think that's what the listeners need to know. Because if you're not like plugged into the the Twitch user scene, then you yeah. might be you might be thinking, oh well, he can't share his online experience online experiences anymore the way he wanted to. How many thousands of dollars is he losing a day? I would be it guessing has to wildly. Be thousands. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, so he lost too, the ability to make somewhere between two and ten thousand dollars a day, right? Yeah. Like easily. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. That sounds. I mean, with donations and everything that he was probably doing i mean he was i guess i didn't really watch his streams because uh, i'm not super into like the gambling stuff mm-hmm. but um he was making it look like he had large sub trains to entice people to keep the sub train going kind of gives that sense of urgency like oh i should subscribe to you know everybody's doing, doing it i should yeah, yeah. if I ever if the community is so big it must be so awesome so Bandwagon. i'll join too yeah, and everyone yeah. loves that too when it's actually legit. Like there are some crazy sub trains that happen on Twitch, and big streamers can can pull them off like magnificently. But yeah, I just like my my opinion as a streamer, and as I mean, obviously not like a, as big as him. But how do you think that's not ever gonna get like found out? Dude, the, early in YouTube. It used to be possible to buy view bots and like bots and stuff. Sure. I never yeah. touch that stuff. Um, yeah. Heck, even before YouTube, at Cisco, it like there's um, expense reports and stuff you fill out. I never tried to expense a haircut. I never lied about the tip. Right? It'd be I'm so easy to, to tip two dollars and say you tip twelve, and then like you know yeah. turn in the uh, the customer side. Like you know, the, I you forgot know, my T and E receipts a hundred percent of the time anyway. So it'd be like you know <laughs> keep these. And it's like well fuck. I guess I bought that. <laughs> but I never touched it. I'm like, the gravy train is my job. You know, I'm going to try to steal $10 from Cisco and lose my paycheck. Like, don't don't even right. think about it. And and with Twitch and YouTube, it was the same thing. Like, I never bought it anything. I never faked gameplays. No one ever accused me of not going 25 and 5. Like, I accomplished <laughs> that on my own. Big badass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but these guys, you know, that they, they fake it, they fake it, and now he's done. And yeah. it's another one, like like I meant earlier in the show, I was saying I was kind of envious of the position that like a team art or a syndicate had. Dude, everything's at risk, right? Like like you don't know how big this fine is coming down. There's a reality where syndicate goes to jail and his whole net worth goes below zero, you know, from this thing. Yeah. Um, Do you think you that's likely know. at all? Like, I don't think it's that unlikely. It's too hard to yeah. say. I mean, I don't have enough knowledge about it to know how that all works. Like, so on the FTC I really thing, not. I don't see it coming down that hard. You know, I, I bet it's a pretty significant fine, but, you know, like low five digits or something these guys can write a check for and not notice. But um, on the, do, they really did run an illegal gambling site for children. Yeah. Like, that's it, a it thing they did. Some, like, if it's like 20 grand or something they can write without even thinking about it, like, I assume they can do that, given the amount of money they're making on that site. Mm-hmm. Uh, and granted, I don't have the figures. I'm just going right. by what I've heard. Like, it needs... I don't want to see them destitute, obviously. Like, T-Mart's a good guy mm-hmm. in his core, I believe. And I don't want to see that. But it should be severe enough that, like, it's not just a... Ha-ha! Yeah, I don't think this... It should be I don't like think a, this yeah. is, like, a situation where it's like, Oh, yeah, you screwed up, but, like, it's cool. I think they kind of screwed up big, and I ugh, like like yeah. I like Tom and and Trevor as mm-hmm. people, yep, like because yep. I I guess I know them differently than most people, you mm-hmm. know, or I mean probably more Trevor, not so much Tom. Me too. But like, yeah, it's like I don't know. It's, All my interactions took with Tom a huge have been risk. Positive. They had to, have, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, same here. I mean, hug him when I see him, and then you know whatever. So it's like I don't know. 
They yeah. had to have known while while they were screwing up. I think they knew they were screwing up too. I, they had to have. Yeah, they wouldn't have made such a concerted effort to Deny to like make ship. it seem like they stumbled upon it. Of of you know like wow this new uh, partner with of mine. Like, they, they could have done it so much better just admitting their affiliation. Well, and that's the smartest way for them to do it, though, right? Because people are going to be less enticed to say, oh, yeah, check out this, you know, new gambling site that I have. Check it out, guys. Whereas they could make it look organic and which will, in turn, get more viewers. I mean, uh, people on the site. But, yeah, they kind of, I don't know, I guess they made I, a I even disagree on that point. That. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't think, think they could have been just as successful being like, uh, hey, yeah, you come gamble over here. You get paired up against me or Tom. Bet whatever you want because you are winning. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to drive a ton of people who go over there just for the off chance of, oh, fuck, paired up with Tom. I'm getting a ton of shit. Right. And everybody's all on when board. When you're that popular, you don't need to cheat people. Yeah. They're I, already begging to be your friend. I would have yeah. named like, the it, thing Cindy It seems like Cindy they Mark. wanted to wring out the last drop of money. You know? yeah. it, it was like, I would have named it Cindy Mark. Yeah, really. Like, you, you think Woody Craft is just coincidentally named after me? Like that, that should, People would have been like, this is Syndicate's site. This is the one that like has you that's, know that's his a, integrity yeah, behind true. it. Like that, That's how I would have run it if it were my And then business. if they would have sponsored like you know streamers publicly and been like, hey, we brought on this streamer because he likes gambling and this this is where he's gonna do it, so that's even more benefit. So I don't know. There's definitely different ways they could have done it, but yeah, we'll have to Maybe see if how much real legal trouble they're in because I think they're definitely in some. I we think so talked too, about it already quite qualified. a bit. Phantom like, Lord, though, was, he cheated his customers. Like he, yeah, really. This, yeah, that's it's a whole different thing. These guys failed to disclose and you, perhaps failed to enforce the age thing. He did that, but you add to it. You know, legit, like, stack the... You know, talk to his dev about the back end. Hey, give me something that where I can, you know, pretend I'm behead or, yeah, sure, win. Or he might intentionally lose a couple, then snipe a big one at the end. Uh, yeah. That, that was the kind of stuff they did. And... Um, and or the, like the Twitch, <laughs> Twitch didn't shut him down <laughs> for doing that. Twitch shut him down for the fake did. subs and stuff. Yeah, I think that that fake, like, viewer and follower and sub thing is a huge no-no on Twitch. It's like super enforced when you sign the contract so it's like you kind of he knew he was doing something really wrong and like even like he's so he was so successful at mm-hmm. it why don't you just kind of like stop doing that so now you've got such a big fan base anyway that you don't need to sit there and do that i would think i don't know why you would why you would do it in the first place and then why you'd continue to do it for what seems like so long yeah just it you put you risk it all baby you know and now he lost it and you know who knows what's I'm coming. I'm too paranoid, man. Yeah. I would, like I would, if I did something like that, I'd be constantly thinking like, okay, they're gonna find out. They're gonna find out. Someone's gonna find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think we need, need to focus more on chimpanzee rentals. So I'm on that now. Chimp rentals are they more expensive than the little dudes? I, they must be right because of. They have, they have I mean. To be. It's do by they, a pound usually. Do you <laughs> do you have to have a trainer with them? I mean, I'd be afraid to be alone with oh, a Oh yeah, chimp. I definitely want a trainer or a big club in, in lieu yeah, of Yeah, like a, just take uh, the chip back to your house. Email. I should write an email to them like like requesting the chip and like I would like a trainer or in lieu of trainer, a club. <laughs> see how that goes I'd like over. a large cudgel to handle the uh the beast if it gets out of hand. Like <laughs> show it what for. Are you sure you just don't want to send our, our expert with them? How much more is that? 
eight dollars an hour? No, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> I can handle this ape on my own. I've watched a few YouTube videos. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard like the nine one one call when the the chip ripped the woman's girlfriend's face off, and uh, and she's no. already stabbed it a couple times, and and she's trying to explain to this dumbass nine one one operator. It seems like they're all idiots. Like whenever you hear one of those, it, you're like. Come on! What are you doing? You're terrible at your job. This is this is all you do all day is answer emergency calls, and you're not even good at that. But she just she couldn't comprehend what the woman was saying. She was yeah. like, she was like, we're sending the police, but why? Why are we sending them? They're like, cause it ripped her face. It killed her. It killed her. <gasps> Who killed her? Is she breathing? Is she conscious? No, she's not conscious. Like, <laughs> well. Who did it? Who? She's like, I already stabbed it twice. Come shoot it. Bring guns. I need guns. And they're like, oh my why do you need guns? Who and killed them? Finally... It was Bubbles. I've told you a hundred times. It was Bubbles. Like, Who's and Bubbles? She had Bubbles already... is a 40-pound female chimpanzee. Like, <laughs> That's what they needed from her because it wasn't until like two or three minutes into this call where she's finally like, the chimpanzee, my chimpanzee. And the 911 was like, I don't really understand what you're saying. What do you mean by chimpanzee? Like, she really couldn't get it. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if there's a man at your home who's tearing people's hands off willy-nilly, we're not going to have any officers who want to come. The 911 (laughs) operator gets off with her. She calls dispatch. Yeah, there's a black man in the neighborhood that they want shot, I think. I'm not sure what she was getting at. Lots of... You know what to do. They go out there, shoot the fucking neighbor. Meanwhile, the chimp's still <laughs> murdering this woman in the house. <laughs> yeah, now, it ripped her face off, her though. After? Wow. And they Did gave she... her a new face. Um, Wait, she lived? They... Oh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. she lived. Yeah. Um, and they gave her what they... Well, they called it a new face. That's what they said they were doing. But what they meant... You ever see um, the second Hannibal Lecter movie? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, sure. I think it's maybe Gary Oldman playing that disturbingly mutilated former child molester that Hannibal Lecter had had carved his own face off, but that's what the woman's face looks like, in case you're curious, uh, like the replacement face. They should have took that fucking monkey's face and given it to her at least. That would have been better. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Honestly, like you were saying, not even joking, like, unfortunately she lived. Like, it, when you saw her, it. it looks like one of those, uh, no, I'm agreeing with you, like, there are some yeah. grievous injuries that just ruin your life to the point that, like, her life is like like there's no way she's enjoying her life now. Like you'd have yeah. to be a really upbeat motherfucker to be fine with no hands, like one foot, uh, just your whole face just gone. Like you're blind pretty much. Like this this monkey, she's these blind. things are so strong, just tears your like it's. I, I would just be laying there like just just kill me like at this point. Like <laughs> is my face gone? Oh no, because I've never looked myself in the face without a mirror and I see it right there on the grass. So <laughs> there it is. Yeah, where are my hands? Oh, near my face. Like, no. So sad, man. That's it's terrible. Yeah. It's, the, it's one of those wor- one of the worst mind. stories. And, and still, people out there have pet chimpanzees. Have, and I'm not positive about this because it's been, I'm like three years removed from like really following up on those news stories and stuff. I think maybe it was because, I think they were, I think they were lesbians. I think it was literally her girlfriend was the story. But I think that the girlfriend was, I think either the monkey <clears throat> thought that, its owner was its mate, or I, I oh, know that the shit. monkey was on Xanax. I know that that was one of the things, but I think that's a common thing. You give those monkeys Xanax. What? I don't, yeah, to relax them, them or what? To chill them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Thanks then the other fine. thing, the other thing, I think I read somewhere that maybe the other person was on her period or something, but who fucking knows? What? It's a monkey. It's a <laughs> monkey. Real. 
we don't need to boil it down very far for you to understand how things got out of hand when you let that creature from the jungle yeah. come into your suburban home and hang out with a human being. So did they, like, buy it or, like... Yeah, she owned the monkey. It was her monkey. Dang. Yeah, she like yeah, it wasn't it's... like she just got this monkey and then it went ape shit. <laughs> she had this thing <laughs> for a long time. That's where that phrase came from. Yeah, the, the monkey. I'd like the, I, I the world had crazy. more idiots. I'd like to see people buy, like baby hippotamuses and try to like cozy up to him and like yeah no this hippo he's cool with the family like i loved him since he was nine pounds and then suddenly the hippo is like 700 pounds who would have thought hippo? <laughs> if you've ever watched the show an idiot abroad it's got a uh, carl pilkington in it he's like one of ricky gervais's good buddies and it's basically following him into weird situations that he really doesn't like Mm -hmm. and watch the hilarity it's a fucking hilarious show but one of the episodes he goes into this person's house and they have an indoor hippo fully grown as a pet no way walks into the house and this hippo which is mind-blowingly big just stomps in and just starts he feeds it and its mouth is so big it's throwing like like a couple heads of lettuce in at once like you could just (laughs) toss it into there and it's That thing is, it gets a little bit upset for half a second, and your home is ruined, and you're dead. <laughs> like you shouldn't fuck with animals like that. You ever that. leave the house? You come back, and the dog has torn the trash, strewn it throughout the home. There's coffee grounds in the carpet, and he's peed on the floor. Imagine a hippopotamus does that mm. to your home. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just you're not getting walls. your deposit back. I don't nah. understand why. Who the hippo though, right? The, I happen to know that hippos are incredibly expensive to get and import. Um, that guy in Texas has a, an interest in getting them, and it's one of the drawbacks because he knows that Pablo Escobar had pet hippos um, down in um, fucking Colombia. And so he wants some as well, but you know, getting the habitat for them and then getting them imported and purchasing them is keeping outrageous. Keeping up with the Escobars. Yeah, keeping up with the Escobars. <laughs> That's what he's up to over there. I know for a fact that the giraffes that he have are a quarter of a million dollars each. Sheesh. I wouldn't pay... You know, I'm not interested enough in a giraffe to pay anything for it, I don't think. Yeah, I'd, I'd no. probably pay at least like $15 to have someone come and remove a giraffe from my <laughs> yeah, best exactly. Fucking- <laughs> hey, that's, it's funny you mentioned that. The best fucking part is, you know, you go to that place to hunt, and giraffes are on the menu. If you want to shoot a giraffe, you can fucking write a check. I think it's a quarter of a million dollars. And you can gun down a giraffe Dang. right there. And they'll, like, butcher it and make you some giraffe burgers, I guess. And you'd oh, have to man. have some... Imagine the wall mount, though. Just that long neck snaking around your home. I would, I would Just be laying fine. on the floor. The thing, I don't like about, uh, the thing I don't like about sport hunting is that you don't eat it, and so you're not using it at all. But if there was a way where they got, like, a giraffe problem, and you pay a quarter million dollars, and you shoot it, and the guy cleans it, or you clean it yourself, I bet that's a huge amount of guts to get through. But I would do that, just to try it. Like, well, if, as long as you can eat it and use all the parts. They, um, well, that's what they do. That's exactly what they do. You go there, and you pay, like, a. this is starting to sound like an ad for, for Brent's Hunting Ranch, but... but what you do is you go there and you pay a fee. You're like, oh, I want to shoot a cape buffalo or a zebra or a red-pronged asshole or whatever deer you want to kill. He's got dozens of species. And each one has a price. And the price, there's like three categories. You want the like bullshit hunt where you just go out there and sit or do you want a, like a guy that takes you around and drives you on an expedition or whatever you want. And 
you pay that price, you go kill the animal, and then they butcher it, put its head, they, you know, mount it and everything, and you get all the meat and everything. It's like one-stop shop. Are you a hunter at all, Midnight? I'm not. I, I, I haven't before. I think, well, one time when I was like 12, I What's went the biggest pheasant thing you killed? hunting. No, wait, well, I killed a squirrel with a BB gun. Does that count? Huh. I felt yeah. really yeah, sad, Yeah, you and Woody, though. right here. Huh. So, yeah. The right. guilt. The guilt was too much. I'm. I have a lot of hunters in my family. Was it a healthy though. squirrel? Was it? Did you just kill it for sport? Yeah. I. Well, it was up in my tree oh. in my backyard, and so I'm like pumping up the BB gun. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get you. That. And like, he, you know, my dad was like, you can shoot the squirrels because you know they're eating the bird seeds. So show them who's boss. I'm like, yeah, I will for sure, Dad. So I'm like, I aim up at it, and I did not think I was gonna hit it. For some reason, when I pulled the trigger, I was like. I don't think I'm going to hit him. Right, he's and then safe. I shot it. I hear that. And then I see him fall out of the tree. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, cool. And so then I come out on my porch a little more and I look over because I'm like up on the deck, right? And so then the squirrel is like, I don't know, freaking the frick out on the ground. Like I shot him in the neck. And so he's like, oh my God, you know, freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, pumping this shit up again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like pumping it up 10 pumps. And I'm this like, okay. And then I have bayonets for real. That's what I thought too. I was, so I chambered the little, the little, the BB. And so I'm like, going to try to hit him again. Psh, miss. <laughs> I gotta kill him. I gotta. I, I was like, I have to do this. There's my. I thought I was gonna get in trouble because I didn't kill him right away. I felt so bad. So I'm pumping it up, pumping it up, do rechamber a little BB, and then I shoot him again, and that's when I hit him like more in the ribs. <laughs> and then I and then oh. he's moving, and that's Why? when I was like, yeah. and that's when he started screaming. <laughs> I know. And I felt so bad. So I went down to see him. He was dead. He was like. Peace. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I, I didn't know what to do though. I was like, my mom's going to kill me because I murdered this thing. And so I got a shovel and Simba, check good. it out. So I got a shovel and I scoop him up and I walk him back to where our fences and I just throw him over the fence <laughs> and I forget all about him. I was like, I, I felt so bad. I think that might be why, though. I, I felt so bad. I still feel bad about it to this day. I love it that you did. I thought you were going to bury him. Like, that's where I got the shovel. Yeah, like, that's a great little base. Done. A little tube. No, no, no. I just never happened. I literally. Put him in the neighbor's yard. Happened. We're all good. So those animals, some little animals aren't nearly as easy to kill as you would think. Like, I was out shooting once in Idaho, and there was, like, a shitty varmint bird, and I shot it with a shotgun and it like wounded it and it was you know twitching around and i had a you know little pistol and so i just went over and shot it again and like started to walk away and i just heard like a <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, like this is a this is a 9mm gun. This should be taking care of this. And i went over and went Arr! and i turned around and i got about 10 feet away and i heard a flipping around and i was honestly like there's no way like getting down like yeah it got hit yeah it's it's hit twice and, and it was it was dead by the time i confirmed that but it was no. it was more than youth can my experience those things can take so, so mine was I, i've told this before mine was already like dying uh, the dog had carried it in its mouth i don't know if it had a heart attack or what the scoop was but it was a mercy killing on a squirrel that was just in the like in the mulch under our swing set for a while and uh, for whatever reason, like, I'm, I'm not like a money shot with a pistol or anything. I consider myself a normal shot. And, uh, chain shot, yeah. A chain shot? I was going to say less than money, but you're good. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, oh, change shot. I follow now. Anyway, from like 10 feet away or so, I just lined it up. 
And I wasn't even sure I hit it. Like it wasn't like it blew up or exploded or anything, nine millimeter. And I had to look closely and there was a second hole by its ear. Like I brained it and it just, I guess, I don't know. I was the super me for one moment. Yeah. These squirrel killers <laughs> like, are some right. of the hardiest folk I've ever encountered. <laughs> it's so weird to me that like, I get, it makes sense. Like, I guess not growing up hunting though. I don't guess I would have killed as many critters if I weren't like growing up always hunting. And cause like one of the things that we would do is like, or maybe it was just, I, I don't really know what other hunters do, right? I just know what we did and what, like, the hunters that I went out with did. But, like, we would always make sure that, like, if we're going fox hunting, we do it in a way and such it's still legal and we're still following all the correct rules to shoot a coyote if we see one or to shoot, you know, three or four or five other things. So if we're dove hunting, there's three or four birds I'm going to shoot. I shot a banded pigeon one time. A fucking banded pigeon while we were dove hunting. Is that hits, rare? I don't know. Yeah, I uh, Banded means it's got banded? a fucking band on its foot with oh, a fucking serial shit. number that goes to, like, the Pigeon Institute of Atlanta because they're tracking this bitch across the country as it flies <laughs> around. And it didn't make it out of that cornfield. And I'm just like, I thought it was a king dove. I was like, I got the big one. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just fucking... It's huge, and I'm just like, well, what do I do with it? And everybody's like, throw it in the bushes. <laughs> I'm just like, all right. I, th- I, I felt a little bit bad about that, but mostly because I had broken a law, I think. I didn't mean to shoot it. I mean, I meant to shoot it. I thought it was the biggest dove I'd ever seen, though. I, I didn't know it needed to go. <laughs> that dove's but got yeah. a white head, and it's bald. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of the times when we would go hunting, like like during archery season, you know, I would bring field points along with my broadhead so that if I saw some fox squirrels or, uh, you know, a varmint or something i'd fucking shoot them too i'm always ready to shoot anything that that comes along so by hunting like that i killed like dozens of different kinds of things like all the like things i can think of really i think i've shot at one time or another i need to shoot a skunk let me tell you this i got a story (laughs) so the other night i'm on uh i'm in, in bed on my laptop and uh i type i type to uh to chiz i'm like skunk Skunk, I smell skunk. I smell skunk because I can smell it. It just, I can smell it. And I'm just like, skunk, skunk. And my brain's operating like, what's happened? I'm like, oh God, Kitty's fucking dog has messed with a skunk. And I hear Kitty coming toward my door. And I start yelling before she even gets to my door. I go, no, no, I don't want to be involved. I don't want to be involved. And she goes, oh, please, please, more beats hair. British bullshit. And I'm just like, I, British bullshit. I, <laughs> I start, I go, what? And she opens my fucking bedroom door and in runs her fucking dog sprayed by the skunk no. up into my bed with me to no. hang out. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> why have you done? She's like, she's foaming at the mouth. And I'm like, no shit. She got sprayed by a skunk. And she's like, a what? I'm a skunk. I don't know what that is. She didn't know what I fucking skunk was because they don't have fucking skunks on that stupid fucking island she's from how do you not know what that is she's been living here for like a decade or Peppy something Le Pew was a skunk. associated that smell with that br- black and white striped weasel that sprays everything and ruins it the- ruined the night all night we're burning pounds of incense spraying Lysol and Febreze vacuuming, washing, and the dog must have gotten a dozen baths. I, I'm never going to appreciate I'm mad at that dog, and I will never get over it. That dog will be dead, Which dog? and I'll be like, Muppet. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, she didn't know what fucking Dude, skunk. letting a dog in that just got sprayed by a skunk, like, that's, like, borderline <laughs> house-ruining. Yeah, like, that, was awful. that smells in there for a while. How I long was like it smelling there Kitty for? should have known better. Like, like, like Kitty's smart in a you lot didn't of know ways. What was going on. But, you didn't know I, what it was? I, but I can't the fathom. The dog smells bad. Yeah, like, like if if I was on some alien planet and my buddy was like sprayed with something that smelled bad, like I would recognize, like, oh look what happened here. Like you know, yeah. would you tell him to quickly march into the house and touch things? <laughs> yeah. No, you'd be like, stand out here. We're you better hop you on my bed. <laughs> it was yeah. awful. I don't. I, I can't understand how that happened, but it happened, and it it was awful. And and it's only now. Like I went to the. I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like I left the house, and I, I I'm at the gas station, standing in line, and I'm like, <laughs> God damn it! I smell like a skunkin. Fucking Wilco gas station. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I was here. so mad. I was so mad. And there was nothing to, to do about it because I can't yell at Kitty anymore. She's fucking washing the dog with a big jug of tomato sauce. You know, she feels bad enough. <laughs> can't yell at the dog because it's a stupid fucking dog and I can't find the skunk. Yeah, I can't believe she didn't know what a skunk was. That's a st- I mean, it's in cartoons. Has oh, she we never watched Bambi right afterwards. Pepe Le Pew <laughs> Just a, an annoying mouse? Or it's like, what What did she think? I We talked I about Pepe Le Pew. We talked about, uh, we talked about Bambi. Apparently, she's not familiar. Wow. Mm. Ridiculous. She learned. She learned She, she really knows exactly what it smells like. And, and I gotta say, like, the smell of skunk when it's in your face is a lot different than when you drive by it on the road. Oh, yeah. It, 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 was, it, was, it made your eyes water. It was noxious. It was awful. Yep. Um, yeah, I've never had to deal with a skunk, thank God. But if I did, I wouldn't uh, sprint into the house and roll around on things. Good, good. Don't yeah. ever do that. No, That's I hate it. I don't know what she... She must have thought you would know. What you did. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, I, knew, <laughs> I, I knew like 30 seconds into the future what had happened. Like, I, I was just like... <laughs> Oh no! no! Oh, you, like to the door, like don't come in. Like yeah, I, I in my head I was like, there's there's no fathomable way that she would allow that sprayed dog into my bedroom, knowing that the first thing that fucker likes to do is jump on my bed anyway, and I don't even like that dog in my bed when it's clean. Stay the fuck off my bed. That's my Casper mattress. <laughs> <laughs> that dog. At least when it jumped up there, you didn't bounce around. You know, totally. No. No, I was able to barrel roll out of bed and, and fucking scream at the dog and it got the hell out of there and that was that. I have an AMA question. This is a good break. Which yeah. one? All right. Had sex with a hooker. Okay, guys. So recently I got out of a long-term relationship and I met with someone new. We hit it off quickly and one thing led to another and we ended up having sex. It wasn't until later she revealed to me that she had previously gotten paid for sex via Craigslist. It creeped me off and was a total turnoff for me. Anyway, she's pretty hot and she's really cool. I would never guess she fucks for money. I'm sorry. You would never guess she fucks for money if you met her. My question is, should I continue to hook up with her or just cut it off before I end up dating an ex-call girl? Any help would Look. be great. Long-term fan of the show. Keep up the great work. Yada, yada. So, so I just want to stress. I'm pretty sure she's an ex-call girl, but he does mix up the tense and, and say she like presently fucks for money. But I, I think it's ex. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact she told him after was... Kind of weird. Yeah, like, that seems like you think that's kind of like a upfront. Let's just get this deal breaker out of the way, so we both are on the same page type yeah. of thing. If she tells you afterward, it's almost like she's saying, like, you know, 
You should I get usually checked. have sex for money. <laughs> <laughs> usually, like uh, that's a weird little past. Like, it's a weird thing to bring up. Wow. Like, so what do no, you I, do? Like, I, I wouldn't have buried it forever if I was her, but maybe that is the smarter move. I would have. I mean, definitely don't pursue anything. He's gonna with see this her on those bus benches eventually, Woody. <laughs> or, or like he's her gonna... friends are gonna mention it. Like you know, if he's gonna yeah. be in her life, it might come out. Assuming this her relationship. Yeah, I can just yeah. see that that conversation in the living room where like one of her friends goes, "Yeah, remember the time you sucked all that dick for money?" The <laughs> 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 laugh, like right in front of your boyfriend. <laughs> really? I, I don't understand why she. No, that would never come out. No woman is that stupid. I, I can't imagine anyone ever say anything that about that. If they wanted to be mean. Yeah. Yeah, you'd yeah those aren't your friends, though. That's the, the, no that's the risk of someone. Are. That's the risk of someone who you've confided in, like coming and like ruining your relationship. I guess that's. Friends become ex friends. Like, do you want to like continue a relationship, dude, where you, you had sex and immediately after she's like, well, I used to be. Uh, some might call it a prostitute. I'd prefer uh, an encouraged sexual companion. Um, <laughs> like, no, that's. It doesn't. Like, no, you can't, you can't continue this. No. Yeah, I think you yeah. can call it a deal breaker. I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. Deal break. I wouldn't be so mad that that was happening, I guess, that she did that because whatever. Everyone has their thing, I guess. But yeah, the, it feels disrespectful to not tell you before. Or yeah, at least because like it's a pretty girl. big bombshell. Yeah, so first of all, she told you. I don't know why she told you, so, and you didn't, you weren't very clear about that, so I guess I'll give you a couple of ideas here. Like, if she told you because you, like, somehow found out and, like, drug it out of her, that's that's very different than if she just said, hey, sit down, I need to tell you something. By the way. That sounds like she's confiding in you and letting you know that she's yeah. turning over a new leaf. And, you know, if, if you see her, a picture of her in a bikini on top of a cab riding down the strip, don't worry about that. That's just an old model. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> it's not me. Uh, it, it could be that. Yeah, that wasn't, that's not me. That could be something like that. But I, I think, I, I wouldn't care that she had gotten paid to have sex because, like, I, it's probably not that uncommon in the in the long run um, if you're a woman who's maybe 30 years old. At some point in your life, you've probably been paid in one way or another to do something sexual somehow, some way. Um, not saying you stood on a street corner, but you don't have to 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 meet that classification. Yeah. I don't really yeah, think. And hell, you, have we? Have you ever heard of the whole dating situation? Like that's basically you don't even have to go to that. But I don't think I have. Can... Well, you know, I come and I pick you up at your house, and you get in my car, and then I drive you somewhere, and I I I pay for some food for you, and then I drive you somewhere else, and I pay for some entertainment for you, and then I drive you back to your home. And perhaps you have sex with me. I actually that, have heard of that. My mistake. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, dating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dating. And look, I got nothing against the dating system. I like the way it's set up. I don't want my date to pay for anything. I, I, it's, hey, I'm, I'm taking you out. That's what we're doing. That's what my idea of a date is. And as long as that's still your idea of what a good date is, we'll keep it up. Yeah. I don't know, like it when the woman for anyway. I won't make, to pay. You have the time. Yeah, I don't like it when the like it's like a please oh, be no, with no. watching the office. If I don't like it sometimes when the woman wants to pay because it's like, you know, no, 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 like this is what I'm bringing to the table here. Like, like you're is not this like, a hypothetical. Just, no, I'm just saying that like if you're going out with a girl for the first time and she's like, oh, I'll, I'll, buy, we'll split it or I'll buy it or we'll split everything. I understand that it's meant to be nice, but I also it's almost like undercutting as a guy where it's like, well, no, I want to like do this for you and do the nice thing and like have it be a night where I took you out and you didn't have to worry about, oh, I, I guess I'm not getting two sides. Like you just order what you want <laughs> and you have a good time. Like 
I don't know. That, that, I guess that's technically old-fashioned, but I think there's a reason for that. I feel the exact same way. You know, I, the ex- when it, when someone offers, there's a brief moment, and it's just a sort of a gut reaction of like, no, what the fuck are you thinking? What the <laughs> fuck are you, you thinking that? right now? Are we on like a pal date right now? Because I'll fucking leave you here right now. <laughs> that's what this is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're like, like no, in a okay, relationship okay. with them, though, and it's like a long t- like me and my girlfriend, like when she when we go out and she's like, I got it this time. It's like, oh. Like, oh. that's really sweet of you. Like, that, yeah. I appreciate that a lot. So it's very different than, like, sure, a that's first their, couple that's... dates scenario. My dates yeah. are so long ago. I'm, I'm sorry, Ashley. Do you want to go? Or... <laughs> no, you go ahead. Are so long ago that there was just an understanding that I'm broke. Broke, broke, <laughs> right? Like, if she orders more than the grilled cheese, I'm getting water. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't just choose anything from the menu. What the fuck? Like, you know, I clean hotel rooms at night. Uh, like, dude. Just... Surf and turf. I was looking more at the appetizer section or maybe the sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sides. Uh-huh. yeah. Just a sample. Right, like, right. And then I dated. breadsticks. <laughs> if I take a girl out and, and she's like, you know, just some breadsticks and grilled cheese, I'm like, yeah. Well, I can see doing two dates with her you know <laughs> breadstick bonanza that's it yeah you're gonna want to go to olive garden in the afternoon that's that's the way to handle that mm. dude if you look up that that nutritional information on that olive garden salad don't think for a second that you are eating healthy by no. eating that salad especially not when i get him to like put all of that cheese on there she, he, she's the like, whole wheel of cheese are you done sir is it over yet no <laughs> No, keep on coming. Like, sometimes I just think it's funny to see how much they'll put on there before they really start going, you, really? <laughs> sometimes there'll be so much cheese on Do you, there. like, ask them as a joke? Like, hey, yeah. it's unlimited too, right? <laughs> and they go, of course, sir. And then you just make them do it for, like, three minutes. And just I, cranking to the mess with a date, before, it was kind of a joke for, the, for, the, for my date as well. I was just like, I really like a lot of cheese. Just keep it coming. And then I didn't say anything until she really was like, sir, you... You really want more cheese? Like she was gonna have to go get some more. I was like, no, that's plenty. That's plenty. And we we threw away so much cheese. I felt a little bad. You asshole. So what do we I decide mean, with this hooker? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I was still giving my thing. Um. I my my thought process is that essentially the dating the normal human dating process that that every gentleman lad and lady is is part of is essentially prostitution. Doesn't sound sounds like she was like a call girl or something, or maybe mm-hmm. like answering through an ad online like a or something. Well, he described her yeah. as a call girl. Yeah, that's that to me is like a mid tier prostitute. Like mm-hmm. you're not, a, you know, the the street corner uh, prostitute is much worse thing to become because that sort of insinuates that you're a professional prostitute that you're not going to school in your spare time. You're doing heroin. You know what I mean? That's the difference. <laughs> um, yeah. So like. Honestly, if you like this girl, I think that you should just date her and just not worry about the fact that she used to be a call girl. It sounds like she probably went on a dozen dates or something, and, and that's in her past, and she likes you enough to tell you about it. So you should uh, keep that in mind. That, that's, what, that's what you should take from this, is that she cares enough about you, and she trusts you enough to give you that information um, without being uh, forced into it or goaded into it or anything like that, I guess. But she should have maybe told you before, though. How long have they known each other? Maybe I didn't catch that. Yeah, it kind of depends, too. It's all situational. Like, if you can maybe asking her, like, so, like, for why, why'd you do that, though? Or, like, I don't know, just kind of maybe some more backstory into it. Or maybe she just saw it as, like, a 
find well, an easy way to make money. Well, the PlayStation was coming out. Yeah. And look, she got bills to pay. <laughs> well, this guy lived at a pokey stop, and he wouldn't let me sleep over unless I banged him. And so, oh, you know, <laughs> understandable. Yeah. Okay, so paid me in pokey. Makes sense. That. Yeah, I'm on the same page as Ashley. With, what if you like became a deacon at a church? Been informed to get up front. Yeah, I would have liked to know before the intercourse. Yeah, but because then it's like it's too late now. Like <laughs> maybe you would have been more concerned about the STD aspect. Well, of yeah, it. or even just like why you know, or what you know, what was yeah. going on in the life at that time. Because obviously, it it kind of sounds like she did want to tell him she just maybe didn't know how so yeah and i if see if you can actual... stomach it you should definitely go forward with this because she sounds like she cares a lot about you because she told you this stuff and it yeah. doesn't seem like a very big deal to me because it doesn't sound like she's working in like a uh, uh i'm trying to think of a polite word for whorehouse but brothel <laughs> brothel yeah, it doesn't sound like that was a situation or yeah. anything um it sounds like she was a call girl which well she literally said it like you said eh, it doesn't bother she me she was telling time. you just because she knew that Big Tony was going to show up at your door later in the day and yeah. it be a surprise when Big Tony needed his money. Now, if you're going to have to fend off a pimp or any Johns, then you want to pull the plug immediately. Maybe that should be question number one. Like, like is anybody coming to get you? Like, yeah. is this... Is this Are all going to end like that scene in Taxi Driver where I'm laying in a hallway soaked in blood? Like, is that <laughs> what's coming? I don't want this. Like I, <laughs> you need to find that out now. Yeah. Taxi driver's so fucking good. Taxi driver, or just taxi. taxi. It's taxi driver. He pulls out that fucking forty-four Magnum and shoots a guy in the hand, and his whole fucking hand just explodes. It's De Niro, it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. That. Rolls in there with that mohawk. Yeah, that's that's a great movie. It is. Travis Bickle, I think his name was. Yeah. And so relevant to this guy's question. <laughs> Definitely. You don't want to be Travis Bickle, do you? No, no. So we got any more AMAs? Sure. One? This one's kind of... We'll see. Uh, what has been the best year of your life and what has been the worst? And he says years one through nine don't count. You have to be oh. older than that. Oh, I really hated like the ninth grade of high school. I hated that so much. I felt like... I, I just hated it. I really did. I didn't want to be there. I didn't enjoy it. There, there would be like one class a day that I would enjoy, and you'd be looking forward to that. And then that class would go bad, and you're like, well, it's all downhill from here. That was the <laughs> highlight of my day right there, you know, tripping and fucking weightlifting, twisting my ankle. Now I'm going to limp through torture the rest of the day. <laughs> you know, it was um, – so I really just fucking hated that. I, I, I can still remember how awful that was and how, like, going to school in the mornings was just like – it felt like you were just being transported to like like a like a prisoner or like a like an animal or something like that it's like i have no input on my future i feel like i'm just being transported over here so that some some bullshit'll happen and then they're going to put me back in my other box tonight and it just felt so awful i hated it i i, I hated ninth grade um I don't best know what year? the best year and like what are you gonna do like a 365 uh, day period or like 1999? Yeah, I'm having a hard just time. Like saying any else age. Also. Yeah, just yeah I'm trying know, to think of else. like a little group of years almost. I, there was probably a summer in like 2011 where like I went on a lot of cool trips and did a lot of cool stuff and um, and I don't know banged two girls in the lake or something you know and did you know <laughs> had a good time. So like probably I don't know. 
That my, year was pretty fucking good. My worst year had to be the year Colin got diagnosed. So my, my son's autistic, if people don't know, or whatever, speech apraxia, dyspraxia, a bunch of other things, Tourette's. He's just got challenges. And um, so he was like 18 months old when he got diagnosed. So it was pretty easy to be like, all right, I see he's delayed, but, you know, I just, I don't see it. You know, I think they're wrong. And, uh, that, Did you kind of think he would develop out of it almost? Well, yeah, and, and you know there were there are some professionals who would say like we have no idea where this is going. He's 18 months old; you can't tell. And there were others who were like, by the time he's in third grade, you won't even know he was a late starter. And um, uh, that turned out not to be true. So uh, yeah, just because like you know, and then we start sending them to therapy like six times a week. I remember we spent forty-seven thousand dollars one year in medical expenses. Like that was a hardship. Um, so that like we just started attacking the whole house. Like converted into like an elementary school with like alphabet on the wall and learning materials everywhere, and um, it was just like a a, a slow acceptance, and uh, that was a really tough time. Uh, that, that was probably the worst year of my life. That's a toughie. Um, as for best year, I don't know, like two come to mind. Like my senior year in high school was pretty good. Uh, but on the show, if you guys, if people don't watch all the episodes, we joke a lot about how I was late to puberty, you know, and like, I'm, I'm like, I broke a hundred pounds as a sophomore. Like it was just, it sucked. <laughs> Everybody could beat me up. Um, by the time I was a senior, that kind of cured, like all of a sudden I'm six foot tall. Um, I was on the swim team. Uh, my, my girlfriend was really pretty. She was one of the, the hottest girls in the school. And, um, I don't know, like I had just never experienced much success before. Uh, that was the, I think, yeah, it was after that year that I became a lifeguard on the beach. And that was like a, it, it's hard to explain to like people who didn't grow up on the beach, like what an accomplishment that is. Like it's the best job that you can get. And, um, uh, so that was pretty cool. And then also, um, I want to say like one of my YouTube years might've been the best ever too. Like th there was this, this period where like my YouTube channel's exploding. I'm doing well at work, but I almost don't have to give a fuck about work, right? So suddenly like all the pressures and stress that come with work are like, you know, other people are getting laid off. Like it was like, you know, during the like post 9-11 stuff. And uh, I'm like, come at me, bitch. Come at me, you know, you're all stressed <laughs> here. You, know, you can lay me off, I'll take the severance package. Um, so, uh, so like that was a pretty good year too. Like there was a lot of like professional success around then. So that was probably best and worst years. Those are good ones. Cool. I'd, Ashley, I'd do you want to be the buffer zone? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I will for sure. <laughs> I'd say my worst year. I'll just get the worst out of the way. Was uh, seventh grade. So I guess I'd make me twelve. Mm. Parents sat me down. They're getting divorced. A bunch of crazy stuff happens after that. With my, you know, it's. Basically, my mom has to get her own place and support us and herself. And same thing with my dad. And then they both don't know how to deal with that appropriately. So I'm just like, me neither. I don't either, dad or mom. So <laughs> I hated school. I didn't have that many friends. I wasn't confident in myself. I didn't really find, like, true confidence until, like, high school probably where I really was felt like, okay, yeah, this is who I am and I'm comfortable with that and all that. Um, so, yeah, that year kind of just sucked. I hated every day. I Nothing really positive was happening. I just played a lot of video games, listened to a lot of music. Um, but best years, I'm I'm struggling to find just one because I've been pretty happy lately. And I also had a really, I want to, okay, this, this will count. I have a year and a summer 
summer of 2006 was awesome because I was in high school. No really worries. I mean, I had a job, but I worked at the mall, whatever, you know. Go, I would go there for four hours after school. But I, I had good friends. I was experiencing, like, so much stuff for the first time, as you do. Like, I was just... It was just really awesome. It was a super cool summer, almost worry-free. And I, I think, like, while it was happening, I didn't really realize how awesome it was. And then more recently, I'd probably have to say, not to completely just hijack Woody's answer, but something to do with the success that I'm having and something that I really like. Because I feel like I have a, a little bit of an advantage or, I guess, a luxury to do something that I really like every single day. And, you know, one year, I think I flew, like... I want to say I flew like 16 times or something like that going to all these different trips and places for gaming and going to events and just like meeting new people and really just kind of keep keeping going with something I really like doing so I'd say that was when I was probably really happy also pretty happy right now too so that's, that's where I'm at one. yeah definitely like that year and then that summer in high school was awesome I'd have to say worst to kind of piggyback off the the trend was eighth grade because I, I'm convinced most eighth graders really hate themselves and <laughs> you it sucks and you're just so uncomfortable and I was like like ah I just I hated it. I hated that age. I don't know what year that was, like two thousand three, maybe, two thousand four, I don't know. Um, I picture Taylor in eighth grade with like muscles, a full beard, <laughs> like none of the problems that I had. <laughs> you know? I had a different set of problems that year because I was the guy. Like you were Mister, didn't start puberty. I was Mister, like boom, puberty really hit like a fucking train that summer between seventh grade and eighth grade. Like it was, it was, it was creeping around seventh grade, and then just I came back from break, and I still remember walking up to people like first day of eighth grade and like just noticing like wow i'm everybody's really short now <laughs> like i'm huge big. and like i walked over and like spoke i guess in the voice i have now and they're like oh someone's voice changed and you grow in a beard and it was like no no I'm not <laughs> a beard. i don't shave yet because the only person who shaved got made fun of so uh yeah i hated eighth grade that was horrible best year i'm almost i mean i i think I'm at the point in my life where it should continue to be trending up. So I feel like every next year mm. is better than the one before in a lot of ways. You know, things change and you have more responsibility. If I had to, like, not use that cop-out answer, probably maybe my senior year of – junior or senior year of college, I had a ton of fun. Uh, so it would be one of those years as far as the best just because socially it was a ton of fun going out all the time, being at a large school where there's tons of shit to do. Um, yeah, that would be that. So that was the best and the worst eighth grade. No, but uh, leave a comment if you enjoy eighth grade or if you're in eighth grade now and you're having fun because there's no <laughs> fucking way that you do. No uh, way. No. Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> Unless you're way more mature and like comfortable with yourself than I was. But like all that I thought about walking around in eighth grade is like, God, you look so awkward. Everybody's looking at you. And it's like, <laughs> I can't even relate. It's like, like you say awkward. I'm, it's like, man, you're so strong and you're so tall and, and you embody all the things that are like masculine and man like the horror. <laughs> you're not oh conforming. That's the problem, though. Like none of that matters. Like you've turned into this freak over there. Yeah, this freak that like is the, the best of athlete the in the school, though. Like, like we the... don't give a shit about that. You freak with your acne and your dirty <laughs> fucking back hair. Get out of here. Uh. The rest of us boys and girls don't 
belong around people like you. Yeah. That's how it would go. I, I guess if you're Teen Wolf, but like otherwise, it, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just our, our problems are not separate but equal. <laughs> you know, no, no. Okay, maybe, being totally fair. I would much rather be the guy who hit puberty early, yeah. like I did, than be the guy who hit it really late and yeah. has to deal with, like. You'd rather be first class, with all the other sure. guys while they're still not going through puberty. That would suck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I didn't have to deal with that problem. Like. Yeah. You'd you want to be you'd rather be first than last for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But not too first. Not, not too first. Too you don't want to start. Yeah. You don't be like uh, Lindsay with in fucking fifth grade. She had like huge jugs. It's like <laughs> what are those? Like, What's going on? <laughs> that was so confusing as a kid to like. I remember there was one girl in my eighth grade or ninth grade class who's like her boobs were just so big it was bananas. Like it was like, you how are you our age? And seeing that <laughs> and kind of realizing like oh man, it's about to get a lot more fun going to school with a lot of these girls. Like this is we're, we're entering the fun time now. But anyway, yeah, middle school sucked. Not fun. All right. Let me slip in an ad here about CISO. This episode is sponsored by CISO, the all-comedy ad-free streaming TV service made for the serious comedy nerd. And if you love Community and or Rick and Morty, then you have to watch CISO's new original series, Harmon Quest. Harmon Quest is a comedic improv animated live-action journey into the hilarious world of fantasy role-playing with Dan Harmon and his comedy companions. Starring Dan Harmon, Spencer Crittenden, Aaron McGathy, and Jeff B. Davis, Dan Harmon, creator of Community, Rick and Morty, Harmon, and Harmontown, brings you Harmon Quest. It's like nothing else you'll see on TV, streaming, or anywhere else. Dan Harmon and team embark on an epic journey of dragon slaying and chivalry as they attempt to save the world from evils and other such things. Fondue Zubag, Bone Weevil, and Buero Shift find themselves stumbling through mystical lands and treacherous monster-filled caves in their quest to defeat the evil heralds of the Manticore. You can watch every episode of Harmon Quest on CISO now. Go to CISO.com and use promo code HarmonQuest to get two months for free. Yeah, that is, uh, that's an extra month on top of the already free trial, so it's two months of uh, CISO for free. Uh, CISO is stacked with new original comedies, classic series, and loads of stand-up specials. They have every single episode of SNL up to, up to now and uh, the entire Monty Python catalog, So uh, and so much more. So uh, start your free trial today. And that Monty, Monty Python catalog, I got CISO, and I noticed that it's not just the old show, it's all of the movies, um, Life of Brian and um, um, Holy Grail and all of that shit. So big fan of CISO. A lot of comedy in one little package. Two minutes for free. Did, oh, we lose Taylor in the, in, in the interim? Yeah, it I just... It looks like you went AFK quick, and then... And then maybe his thing cut off. I don't like know. Like tripped over yeah. the Ethernet cord as he went out the door. <laughs> that yeah. could be. <laughs> Let's see here. Do we have any more AMA questions? That, I uh... do. The one that I that I wanted to do most, though, I want Taylor back for. Okay. Um, here's a guy who asked me a question. Hey, Woody, fellow collegiate swimmer here. With the Rio Olympics right around the corner, I have to ask if you've been following the swimming world as they've gone through the process of selecting the 2016 team. If so, are there any swimmers you're following and are eager to see compete? I so I followed collegiate nationals on a really like like I was really interested in those and the times for like the sprint free, like 
Oh my God. Like, were they running 19s or something? Like, the times were just times that don't happen. It didn't happen 20 years ago. So, so that blew me away. And then I learned that, like, oh, these collegiate guys I'm watching in the 25-yard pools are not even the top guys. Like, uh, back in the day, after you graduated college, it was pretty hard to keep being a swimmer. But now, if you're a top swimmer, you know, you, you can be a multimillionaire and, you know, just do it every two or four years. So the guys I'm watching and can hardly fathom their speed are not even the top guys anymore. But... The coverage I found, like on Yahoo and stuff, just seemed to cover like Phelps and Lochte and shit like that. So no, I'm not really uh, tuned in with what the whole team has to offer, but I'll check it out. They always impress me. I think I've said it before, but I just want to reiterate because I, I think the Rio Olympics are going to be an utter disaster. Did you? I, I saw that they were it? telling. That's great. I'll, I'll get right on that. That's going to have to add that Dude, to my list. I'll find There's, it. they're telling the swimmers to keep their mouths closed. I saw uh, that. I guess if, they're, if they're out in that water. This is going to be such a disaster. I, I predict, can't believe it. I predict terrorism, global contagion, <laughs> <laughs> um, tiny-headed babies. That will happen. I, I want to see one of these athletes have one of those tiny-headed babies, though, to see like the freak that, that's created, like maybe some sort of super strong but tiny-headed baby. I don't know what you get. <laughs> um, there's going to be like domestic unrest. I think where like protesters or rabble rousers or you know freedom fighters, wherever you want to call them, that are unfair with how many billions have been spent on the facilities and how no money is being spent on their fire, police, rescue, basic utilities, and increasing their way of life above poverty level. Sure. You know, um, I think you're going to see lots of that. People, um, people who are coming to Brazil, I think are going to be raped, murdered, assaulted, um, beaten, robbed, all of those things by uh, by the populace at large that is that is mostly poor and being held back at gunpoint. They brought in 90,000 troops and police into Rio wow. to like keep things under tabs, but I still predict terrorism. Um, and I think it's going to be the biggest failure in Olympics history. I'm really looking forward to the shit show. I hope not not looking forward to anybody getting hurt or anything, but I yeah. think just watching this thing it's fall apart is that. going to be like really watching a, a train train wreck. It's not even going to be a car I feel really bad for the athletes and like their families that have to be there, and it's just like, what the hell, man? Who the chose subreddit this? is called Apocalympics 2016. Great, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. And, and I, like, I'm looking at the top two posts: uh, athletes told to keep your mouth closed when in contaminated water. Horrifying pic shows dead body floating in a bay where Olympic athletes will compete. No way. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he didn't make it. Uh-huh. <laughs> a group managed to steal and extinguish the Olympic flame in Angra dos Rios, RJ. I don't know where this Good is. Good job. Good job. Um, yeah. It's just like... And, and you'd be surprised how many people are pro. Uh, not only that it got put out, because to me, that's a... To me, they're putting it out because they're protesting against the Olympics being there and all the money that's being spent on the Olympics rather than them. Mm-hmm. Um, and make, that makes a lot of sense. But as I read through the comments... There is a huge amount of people who are upset that there even is a torch relay because apparently Hitler instituted that practice. That was his contribution to Olympic really? tradition. Yeah, it was the, 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 the Olympic torch relay. That's a Hitler thing. And, uh, and so there's this big bullshit back and forth in the comments. It's like, oh, can we, drive, can we not drive Volkswagens anymore too, asshole? Can no one drive <laughs> on the Autobahn? Like anything Hitler did we can't be associated with anymore? Like, come on. But I'm glad they put it out. I thought it was funny. I, I 
Yeah, I, I don't mind the Olympic flame. That doesn't strike me as very anti-Semitic. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't right? get it. Any weird Hitler it's not like they're fueling it with Jews. I mean, that's not what's burning in there. <laughs> not <laughs> as far as I know. Not, but, not since the old days. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, it, I don't know. Apparently, it's going to be a real nightmare. We'll see. I, it, there is an argument that Olympics like forces people, or forces a nation to build an infrastructure that becomes good for them afterwards. You know, I think to this day, Atlanta has better highways than they otherwise would have. Uh, the same is true of Salt Lake City and Lake Placid. You know, they have facilities there that have turned them into better, like, vacation spots than they otherwise would have been. But, you know, if you do it too big, then it yeah. just is a... I, I think money. the last thing that the poor people of Rio needed was, like, a huge swimming facility. <laughs> Well, you know, that's true. That's true. But like, you know, there might be other stuff that comes with it. You know, better yeah. infrastructure that makes well, business the, better. The whole the thing, I heard kind of the whole thing's supposed to like bring them money because people want to come to the Olympics, or is that does that get re reinvested into the city? So there's or? the immediate influx of tourism, of course, that is mm -hmm. the Olympics, where you've got sure. all those people coming there and spending money. That that, that pales in comparison to the cost, yeah. though. With like a hundred billion dollars or something, like it was absurd the amount of money this shit yeah. cost. I don't and know while Brazil's much. not a poor country, they're not like uh, the kind of Germany could have could have handled this just fine. Germany right. could have shouldered this burden with no problem. They, their GDP's off the ch off the chain. They're doing great. I, Brazil's not the same case. It's declining. It's been in decline. It's it's not yeah. where you want to be. Ex spending that much money. It's it not like a very sense. like attractive location. I wonder. I guess I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know too much about it, but they're saying like corruption led to it being there, but I can't. It's so, always like, the case. Corruption not only led to it being there, but then corruption within Brazil or within Rio led to them only picking like five contractors for like $90 billion worth wow. of projects that needed to be built. And all five of them are currently under investigation or are tied up in court for not fulfilling their projects in a oh, timely shit. fashion for the cost given so that... I saw where they were turning on if they did like a stress test where all the athletes from like Bulgaria turned their showers on at once. Water <laughs> ran down the walls. Oh my god! <laughs> down the walls, like in the living room. It, it's it's and they're, they're, it's it's a shit show. They described the Olympic Village or the the quarters or whatever their rooms as austere, but that's just code for really cheap and shitty. It looked like the cheapest of motels to me. Like the fixtures for the the sinks and like, you know, the beds are all those really tiny single or maybe like double beds, whatever the smaller one is where you're just like not happy you're in it. Yeah, um, and that may be nice for the area. That might be like the mid-range hotel well, there. See, Rio's like this like touristy place already where there's already this big disparity uh, in income. Um, right. It, you've got like these towers over here that cost like a billion dollars and then right over there you've got poverty and people living like a lad's it's like Aladdin, <laughs> like like you got a street rat over there, and then fucking Jafar, Jafar over here living it up with his big feather and everything. Do we still don't sure. have Taylor? What happened to yeah, Taylor? Yeah, he texted and said that he was restarting. Oh, okay. Oh, his internet um, pooped out. Uh, he's his laptop locks up a lot. I think it like oh, it auto upgraded well. to Windows 10 and became oh. unreliable. We need to Amazing. we need to we need to get that PC build going. That's actually one of the AMA questions. Um, Kind of hard to do it since it's focused on. We don't have the guy. Taylor, who's yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, hey, I Taylor. Put a build together, I put a build together for him, a PC parts picker for mm -hmm. him uh, a few weeks ago that was, I think we came to like 1500 bucks or something. No, it was like $975 or something to get. Did it have a going. 480 in it? I think it did have a 480 in it, yeah. Um, but yeah. that, 
God, they keep, you know, every day they come out with a new card. I don't really under, know very much about the Titan X um, that, that's $1,200 or whatever, but Gun Surgeon said he has two, and he'll give me a good deal on one of them if I want one. Really? Damn. Yeah. No, that, I, wait, is that, that one's out? The yeah. It's, I guess, there's a so, different so, so, one so, that's again, coming out after in like six so there's months. Two ten, there's two 1080 uh, predecessors or, um, uh, that are coming out. Um but but this is this is it's oh this is the 980 know. base titan yeah yeah oh, i see this is this i, I, I think it is i it, can't they said detail this is the pascal architecture but but it's a titan x $1, i just $1. had to get my computer fixed and he was talking because my computer is like almost two years old now so he was talking to me about graphics cards and he's like well you have this one that's out right now which i think is the one you're talking about and he's like but in like six months this super good one's gonna come out for around the same price so you should just wait i'm like all right then i'm fine i'm fine with where i'm at for now so i think the titan x is the super newest one the gtx <sighs> I'm really confused. I just want to be maybe that sure. sounds like something that he was saying too. I wish I was a little bit more. Yeah, Titan X. It turns out that's the name of the one that is the latest and greatest, best you can get. Uh, uh, they say anything about one that's coming out in a I, little while? I feel like, or that's is that the one. that maybe is the one? Yeah, okay, that's the one that's coming soon. It's insanely good, super powerful, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. That's the one he well, was telling The next iteration me about. of the 1080 definitely will be right because it's our that there's two more iterations that, of the 1080. So this, is, this not. is the same platform as the 1080, the Titan X. It's just it has more cores in it and such. Dang. I don't know enough about it to... Yeah, Chiz, Chiz was explaining this to me the other day and correcting me. because of what they always I... do. Like They came out with the 780, and then they came out with the Titan, which is what I have. And then they came out with the... They, they skipped 780 Ti. Oh, well, the 780 Ti and the Titan came out. Yeah, the 780 Ti actually came out just after the Titan. And they turn out they're like the same speed, but it was much cheaper. So I, I would have been smarter to, to get the TI if it's like a week too early. And um, and then they skipped 880. So then the 980 came out, and then they replaced it with the Titan something. It might be Z. I'm getting a little mixed up in my head. And now the 1080 comes out, and the Titan you know will come out after that, and it's the 1080 base Titan. And that thing will be the latest and greatest. I can't tell you what the specifics are, but it seemed like the 1080 cards had a bunch of VR-related upgrades. Which make me think, like, if you're going to get a Titan, I don't think you want to go in the 980 world. Like, you want all that VR stuff since it's so essential. This 980 Ti that I've got in here is, runs all the VR stuff really well. I mean, there's some, some of the more demanding games have outrageous settings within the game itself. And I'm going in the back end and changing the render multiplier anyway to get more juice out of it. But, I, I mean, I, I want more power, certainly. But I'm saying the 980 Ti that's in here now does a great job. I, I I uh, I'm gonna do something. I, I want I want more power for sure. Taylor, is your, are you all set up? You mic sorted out? I should be fine. Am I uh, all right? Yeah, you seem to be. Yeah. What happened? Okay. Uh, Skype shit out and then it wouldn't reopen. Oh. Like had it to just, restart just to get it to. Yeah, I had to restart twice just the oh. computer it's, to get it to go. It's good an extra one too. It, just, just, you know, if it didn't work the first time. Give it another. Is like, it a Windows 10 thing? That's what I said while you were gone. That it was. I do have Windows 10, and these problems never happened before it, like, self-updated Windows 10 or whatever it did. Huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of this I've, operating system I've been system putting it off, but now I, I think it's, like, in a few days, it's not going to be free to upgrade anymore. So I'm like, should I do it? Like, I can revert if I don't like it. So I, really I don't know. Like it. I don't... I, 
I don't mind it, but I've had some performance issues. My my laptop does weird stuff. The other day, I just conf- I, I reset my laptop to factory configuration just because I was tired of it being weird. I was like, what bloatware or bullshit has gotten on here that's doing this to me? Fuck it all. I'm just gonna nuke the whole thing. <laughs> I don't. It's not like I keep pictures, images, anything on here. I'll mm-hmm. just have to re-download three programs and and uh, download three or four games from Steam while I sleep or something. But fuck this computer, and I just fucking. Fucking went. There's a there's a quick way to restore the uh, factory settings. Like a backup, the, or is it like a completely no, no, new factory, factory restore? New. Yeah, okay. yeah. It took, it takes like oh, an wow. hour. So yeah, we Taylor. just killed huh. everything. AMA question: Is Taylor considering yeah. building? It's, it's not even an interruption. It's part of the topic. Is Taylor considering building a PC so he could possibly get more into PC gaming or streaming? A better PC and a good webcam could go a long way to help his quality on the show. I think your quality on the show is fine, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks better now i put uh some more light shining on me this week it gives me the appearance of like a person instead of a a dead body Hmm. like more more (laughs) color color. yeah it looks is it like a yellow light kind of or not it's it's not white it's the light that was closest to to this place in my my might be a little bit too much light i think you might need some uh, like a diffuser over there or something go i don't know what's going on because it feels it seems like you're getting hit with yeah yeah it's it got a little forehead so much light you're getting hit with so much light that it's creating a, 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 the appearance that you're a zombie a little bit. Taylor, or, Even or a webcam dead. setting can fix that for yeah. you. Though. I mean, mine, I have a white light on right now, and it, I think it makes me look really pale. Like, I'm pale, but I'm not this pale. So <laughs> I still need to figure out my lighting situation, too. I watched the Truly ta- truly Terrible with your first video. It's fuzzy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you saw people yeah. give that feedback. Um, but I noticed that your screen wasn't in... 16 by 9, which implied to me you weren't at your like best webcam setting during recording. Yeah, it was the first time we did. Like, I didn't even like full credit to Melissa, my girlfriend, um, mm-hmm. who wanted to like do the video thing. I was like, no, let's just do it audio again, like I've always been doing. Like, it doesn't matter that much. And she's like, no, come on, let's do the video. And so we got it all set up and going, and we just didn't didn't do it right, I guess. But it'll be better in the future. Um, for the, uh, PC thing though, I, I'm really close to pulling the trigger, like on that list that Kyle sent me mm-hmm. just cause like, I, it's great that Kyle's so into it. Um, but I, I really, I don't care about the specific, like, oh my God, like I got the XR 20 razor graphic card. Like I just, <laughs> I want what's, what's pretty good. And Kyle did a great job piecing that together for me reasonable price less than a grand like 960 970 bucks really not much um i just i don't know like i don't play any pc games independently the only time i play pc games is if we're playing company of heroes or age of mythology or something with you know kyle or chiz or some subs that play those games on steam so i i don't know just having it would be nice though i guess like i I could do i feel like you haven't been pc gaming through a November yet. I could be wrong on that. But I, I just I Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I suspect that like this Christmas season you're gonna wish that You'll you could play stuff. Battlefield. Um I don't know what else. But then I'll probably get Battlefield it is gonna look November. really nice. Yeah, yeah and the the thing about this PC builds is for like t- every time you go up a hundred or two hundred dollars, a lot of things can change. Because it's like, oh well if we invest <laughs> that extra two hundred dollars over here and that opens up the future for an array of things that you could do. And for, oh, well, for $280, well, you're getting like 20% more performance. You know, so like the more money, the, the, how, the better. Uh, 
how much worse is my PC if I were to just click buy and buy that? How much, like, would I be able to keep up with you playing games for a couple of years? Like, I'd be, be able- so the difference is you're going to be playing in 1080p, and I, I'm utilize, I'm using all that extra power that I've got to power, you know, a 4K monitor and this ultra wide 30, um, um, 1440p monitor and the and the the, the VR headset. But you're going to be playing on one 1080p monitor, so you're going to be able to max the settings out with that RX 480 to for a lot of games, or at least you know the top tier, you know, 90% maxed out on most games for that and that 1080p monitor, and still be running at at, at respectable frame rates. Right. Um, That's I, perfect. I would expect for me then, that because... becomes true even if you go to 1440p. Now Kyle has an ultra wide 1440p, which is a little more difficult to run, but a regular 1440p, which is super common, I think that 480 would be great. Sure. I just, I don't even, my eyes are so bad, I don't think I can see in 4K. So <laughs> I just invest in that. Like, my eyes, like, it, it's, a, it's a shit show. Like, what's the point? Like, I can't, it's blurry like, anyway. Why would I spend so much money to still see the same blurry stuff? <laughs> oh, could you see, like, you can see the, the leaf blades. Really? Because I can go outside and not see those too. Like, I, I have to get real close to shit, even with my glasses or contacts. Like, I'm doing that thing, like I'm 25 years old and I'm closing one eye to like read shit <sighs> on like my with phone, my, I do my that. phone if my glasses are off. Like, Have you considered I'm, getting one of those like, uh, like, okay, what's the iPhone, what's the big iPhone called? Help me out. It's Is it S? 6 plus. Plus, that's what I'm looking for. This have you considered, oh, is that what brick? you have? Yeah, this brick, it's, big. I was too, it's too big. I mean, it's perfect for when I'm at home and I'm reading Reddit or doing whatever I'm doing. Uh, but then immediately when I have to go somewhere and I have to put it in my pocket or carry it with me, it becomes a hassle. So. But I've got two counters to that. One, you wear girl clothes and your pockets True. suck in comparison to like, yeah, know, I'm pocketed. Trying to fit the, it into my front pocket is like a joke. over here can put a whole bag of yeah. nails in there. <laughs> Dude, I too. can put a bag of nails, a phone, and a gun in my shorts and still not enough to do with my yeah. other back pocket. Like, and I'm, I'm not even huge on like purses. Like sometimes I'll carry a bag or whatever to carry other things too if I'm going somewhere. But like, yeah, if I'm just going to the mall or even into a store, I got my wallet and or whatever. I'm holding my money. I got my, my stuff in my pocket and then I got to put it in my other pocket. So half of this big phone is hanging out of my ass while I'm trying to shop at Target. And I just, Plus, I don't know. I'm not sure if we've met in person, but I imagine you're smaller than me in general, right? Like I bet yeah. my hands are bigger than yours and stuff. Cause oh, for sure. And I mean, I don't know. I, I like it. Like I said, for at home, it's great. For for viewing and reading and all that, it's it's wonderful. But I've now you- I've cracked it pretty bad. So now I'm waiting for the new one to come out, the 7 or whatever mm-hmm. I'm assuming is coming out. I'm just like, hold on for like three more months or whatever. But September I don't know which one I'm going to get. Stick with the Androids. I don't, I, I, I don't like I was going to go to Apple, but but be, strictly because of the phone jack being removed and, and all the bullshit I've read about that. And the fact yeah, that, that none of my current Apple accessories will be any good whatsoever, even though I've got a few. Um, I don't know, I guess those Thunderbolt cables maybe still work and all that bullshit. But anyway, I want no part of it. I'm going to get yeah. a, that S7, or not the S7, though. Whatever the new Galaxy whatever is just came out. raving about. It's beating Apple in the sales. It's beating Apple See? in the uh, the reviews. Yeah. And maybe it's, I should it, get that one. I'm going to look well, at it because I've been iPhone. 6S. I'm, I mean, it, like when the 7. The it, yeah, so the 7 pre-orders start in... Um, Oh, okay. September 9th. Well, this, this so one would expect. Significant uh, it's not a good year. No. no? So, so here's the scoop. Normally you go like 
five 5s 6 6s and then yeah. like seven would be a great one it happens yeah. that seven's not going to be great because they want their 10-year anniversary to be great so we're going to have two s years and then supposedly the year after that will be wonderful but the what? seven Dang. that's what i am um, on the Maybe it's time to convert i don't know man i, I read I mean, this stuff I know too much yeah. um, i like how I simple the iphone is more. I, I like my iPhone a lot. I went to Android and I switched back. Maybe they're better now than they used to be, but I didn't have a good experience. Yeah. I, had, I, I had a bad experience too with Android. Uh, the operating system on my old phone back in the day and also the phone itself literally fell apart in my hands. I'm not even like, I didn't subject it to water damage, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I treat my stuff pretty pretty well. So I was really disappointed. That's when I became Team Apple and I was like, yeah. I and had then the ever since then, it's like you you're stuck. I have the galaxy. Okay, go ahead. I have the galaxy. I I have something to say. (laughs) Smartphones in general, the thing that impresses me, because I've seen this with iPhones and with the Android devices, you can drop these things from head height into a parking lot all day long, and they'll fall to fucking pieces. Pinky nail worked in there just right. You can fucking call for help. It'll still work. I had an iPhone and the screen had been picked off of it. You know how as a kid you got a scab and you pick at it? You're like, you just can't stop picking at it. That's how my screen was. There, a little piece of the glass would get wobbly and I'd be like, <laughs> so satisfying. Off and expose like some <laughs> copper and like interworkings and you could see the circuit board and you could see where the tiny screws were put in by the Filipino children. And <laughs> I would just keep picking away at it until like, this much of the glass up was just gone, and it would still fucking work. The camera would work. The phone would work. You couldn't see the screen, so you had to, like, imagine. You just what... have to really know what apps you had on the top. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah I, I had the Galaxy 3 and 4, and they were supposed to be, like, you know, the, one of the better phones. Like, they were the top sellers at their time. I've later learned that they were really loaded with some bloatware. I reskinned it, and it started crashing all the time. And I'm like, man, I just switched over to Apple, and it just kind of works. It's great. But I'm thinking yeah. about going to the Plus version. Because, like Taylor, I, I, like I started to do the one-eye thing. And maybe I just need a bigger one. Well, you yeah. got, I mean, if you've got big pockets to carry it around in and I mean, even like my mistake with this one is because it's so big. I didn't want to put a case on it because then that's even Bigger. that's more of a brick hanging out of my ass oh, when yeah. I'm at Target. And so I, I didn't have a case. I haven't had a case on it for like over a year. I've been traveling with it, go to events with it, nothing. So like about a month ago, I was sitting on a park bench and I was talking on the phone and then like. It just like I was I'd been on a bike ride and I'd, I'd had like shorts on and it just like slipped from my shorts through the crack and it probably fell like maybe this like a solid like two or three feet. You know, not bad. I've I've dropped it out of the car. Mm-hmm. I've slammed it in things. I've dropped it off this desk numerous times. I've dropped it on a tile. Nothing. Things indestructible with no case. I just barely drop it on some pavement and I look and you can't see it because it's black, but I got cracks all up in oh, here. This part's like group. Yeah. I can stick like my nail in there and really feel around in there. And it's, I'm just like trying, I'm holding out. I don't even know if I need to hold out for the new iPhone, especially if I'm going to get the Samsung, but I want to see, I guess what comes out about it. Once, once I find out. Yeah. yeah once I've, so I had mine repaired, and I didn't have the plus, but it was a hundred dollars. They fix it same day. 
You know, you just really yeah, you walk you around the, the mall. Kit, do it yourself. I mean, you really... it even has like it had this lag problem before I even cracked the stream. Probably probably because I was dropping it so much. But it like I can't type properly. I'll type something out, and then like ten seconds later, it types what I was trying to type. So I'm like, I haven't even been tweeting as much. I was I was a pretty fanatical Twitter person before. I tweet out anything I think. I tweet it out. <laughs> but now I'm like, I don't even want to type on it. I don't want nothing to do with typing on it. So so it sabotaged your Twitter game. Basically. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Cause typing's so hard. I don't like texting anymore. Maybe it's just cause I'm getting older. But like, yeah, I just I'm pissed at my phone right now, and I I don't know. I gotta look into this. Maybe you guys in the comments will have a war about this. I'm sure. Let me know which one I should get. Well, I'm sure it'll be measured, reasoned, and they'll come oh, to for a sure. conclusion. There will be no like telling each other to kys and do all this other crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, this is the not. question I wanted Taylor around for. Are you ready? I'm a 20-year-old Finnish guy studying civil engineering. I'll be graduating in 2018. I've thought about moving to the USA after a few years' work experience, main reasons being climate and wages. In Finland, a rookie engineer will earn about 35000 whatever the fuck that thing is, uh, probably euros, and with experience that grows to 7100 in the US, you can start at 50 and go up. My main worry coming from country with stronger social learning priorities and priorities to a country that is more business and GDP oriented. So that's looks like Finland's a social learning and the US is more GDP. Is the American work environment really as harsh as I've been led to believe? As in almost non-existent or frowned upon vacation times, little to no parental leave for fathers, and that whole mindset that one's purpose is to work and contribute to the GDP first and other aspects of life like mental health and well-being come behind. If so, I guess there's a reason why civil engineers make way more in the U.S. So, Taylor, and, and anyone else that have been in the workforce, what do you think? Is it true that we have little to no vacation time, um, parental leave? Yeah, I mean, if you look at, like, the comparison, like, for him, our vacation time probably does look like shit because you get a ton of, like, paternity. I think they have, like, paternity leave, like, even for dads in, yeah. in Finland. Would be they have it very far, <laughs> but it's very interesting to see his his the way his mind is framing it naturally where he's like well you know in finland it's all you know social learning that you're putting it towards and in the united states you're putting your effort towards the gdp because like mm -hmm. I, I guess he has that frame of mind of everybody working collectively towards something but nobody's going to work every day like god damn can't wait to crush russia and gdp again yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm contributing to like no like you're the fun part is that you're working for yourself you know even if you're not working for yourself and you have people to whom you're accountable the the uh, the dream the american dream is you're working on behalf of yourself and that through hard work and determination you can get through bad shit and make more money and enjoy yourself and find a job that you like um but yeah the whole like business world thing like there are so many jobs dude it depends what you're doing are you gonna be you know in hr are you gonna do that kind of job are you gonna be a salesman are you going into like, obviously, he's doing engineering, but I was speaking kind of towards all fins at that point. Like, it's it's really hard to group all of business in. You generally don't share your thing. private life, but can you share your paid time off package? Like, would you get two weeks paid time off, one week uh, sick? No, I'd rather not. Okay. So, at Cisco, I got four weeks off, and there was no concept of, like, sick time or, or like, vacation time. If you're the sort of guy that gets six with four, four weeks a year, then there's no vacation for you. If... um. If you hardly ever get sick, then you get four weeks a year. 
And uh, and then there was a capability of carrying it over. Like you could build up to six months, at which point it stopped accumulating. Like roll it over, kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So and a lot of that time off, like you, like I don't spend a lot of time off. Like in past jobs where I've been like hammered down mm -hmm. with like you get this amount of time because thankfully I don't have to deal with that anymore. Like past jobs where it was like you get one week and this amount of time or whatever. Like a lot of the time, I, I didn't even spend that time off because it was like I could use this time to Are get ahead. Are you willing ahead to share other habit. packages you've had in the past? Like I'm just because I, I, I feel no, like I'd, I'd okay. Rather. So in the U.S., it's often considered two weeks off uh, vacation and one week sick is kind of like a standard. Like that's a common thing. Uh, but I don't even know anyone that has jobs that sucky. Like you know, everyone's like, "Oh, U.S. sucks. We only get two weeks off a year," and the whole time I'm like, "I get four. You know, like I, 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 four just, it's not as good as six. Like I think they get in Europe, but it also is not too. But be honest though. Like, like I, I find it interesting that mm -hmm. you're thinking about coming to the, not you, that you're thinking about coming to the United States to work. And your first thought is, Hey, how much time off can I get? Yeah. Hey, when I get, when I travel to your country to, to work, is there going to be a lot of vacation time? And could it start kind of immediate? I'd like to take that up front, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if I could just, you know, I'll start on my first day and collect my first paycheck. You know, I'm going to run to the bank and deposit. And, you know, I'll be back in around noonish on that <laughs> 16th technical yeah. day of my tenure there. Like, 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 look, dude, like your first question shouldn't have been how much time off can I get when I come to your country to work? If I'm the guy stamping your fucking work visa, I'm it's fucking denied because <laughs> you, you, <laughs> your 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 thoughts are in the wrong place. And the whole idea of a GDP, like first of all, the average American worker and the average human being doesn't know what a GDP is, and it doesn't fucking factor into their day one iota, not even a little bit. Even if you're an economist, you're like it, it, it's not the determining factor of your day. You're not thinking about it constantly. Jesus, why are you? You're thinking about like Taylor said, bettering yourself, getting ahead. And getting ahead of the pack in many yeah. cases, if you're in one of those middle tier jobs where there's so much room for advancement and like becoming an entrepreneur, perhaps through your tenure at this place or something like that. The idea isn't like, oh, this is a real sweet gig. I just sit here for the next 60 years, check in as much as they need me to, and then I collect my, you know, my 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 pension for for until I'm dead. Like, that's not the mindset you should have. Let's let's see if we can get yeah. ahead here and really better ourselves. That's yeah. the whole American dream yeah. is is starting somewhere to, as a cashier, like, and then working your way up or going to college, and then you have a degree to get yourself somewhere. You know, don't get me in, wrong. In America, though, if you're an engineer and you're shopping three different like engineering firms, go with the one that's going to give you the most vacation days, right? Because you can probably cash them in at some point. It, it you you're know, not that, even I'm supposed not to it's, ask it's about immaterial. vacation time in America. Like when you interview, it's considered bad form to be like, how yeah. much time off do I get? No, no, no. They will give you, you get, a package. Yeah, they get then, what you get. Yeah, they, they're going to talk about salary and that's okay. And you negotiate that higher, you know, if you can do that. Always and, negotiate. And, and then when they give you the package, they're going to say at this company, you get four weeks off a year and you're, you know, you'll invest in your 401k. This is our matching, et cetera. You just sort of learn all that and then, you know, what you've got going on you don't like you, you don't ask you know you'll find out before you accept that would yeah. be like on a first date if you asked if she did anal you're getting a <laughs> little ahead of yourself you gotta <laughs> prove yourself here a little bit first you gotta gotta get your face uh you know a little more familiar around the office then we'll start talking about your your retirement package and your <laughs> vacation days like we just met here 
Perfect analogy. Ola. Well, you get three <laughs> anal days a year. Um, <laughs> roll over and cannot be used concurrently. You know, you know in the Netherlands, <laughs> three we three get times four ass fucks a year minimum. <laughs> the other thing that he was saying, like, you know, in Finland, we start out at 35 fin bucks or whatever he's talking about. And the United States, you start out at 50 real dollars. Um, don't, I don't know how, I don't know what the culture is in Finland. Um, maybe when they say like, oh, you starting at the 45,000 fin bucks and they're like, oh, that is sound is good. How much vacation do I get? And they start now. Like, like, I don't know <laughs> that's the culture, but here you're going to be talking to a guy and he's going to go like, all right, Finland, uh, Finland school of civil engineering. All right. We're going to go ahead and start you at 29,000. And is that all right? Is that good? All right, perfect. Just sign here and you'll be... You, you have to negotiate your starting salary. I don't know if that's a thing in Finland, but regardless of people... You'll, you'll come across people every time you're being interviewed of, well, this is really just our set package. Nay, nay. No, there's no such thing as a set package. You think if you walk in there and just accept whatever offer they give you first, if you're actually worth more than that, like, you, you could get more. You can always get more if you're worth it. So definitely negotiate that salary, and then maybe you can pick a job where you get more vacation days instead of just going, well, I got more salary over here and less vacation and less salary, more vacation. Like, you got to be playing the angles. You got to try and familiarize yourself and, and really negotiate that. Not nearly enough people do that. And keep in mind, bonuses are not guaranteed. They will tell you bonuses yes. are guaranteed. Fuck that. Oh, my God. Bonuses are not guaranteed. At Cisco, bonuses were often like a decent chunk of your salary, like 25%. Could be 40% on wow. a good year. And then you go through the whole fucking George W. Bush years, and you're like, I have had zero bonus like seven years in a row now. That's, like, <laughs> that's exactly a- how selling cars was mm-hmm. because you, you, the percentage that you made – Per car, you know, like you make a thousand dollars profit on the car, you get paid. If you only sell one car a month, then you get like twenty percent of that profit. But if you sell twenty cars, you're getting like thirty something percent of it. There's a sliding scale, and it, it goes back on all the previous deals. So, getting to that twentieth car might might net you another four thousand dollars on your paycheck at the end of the month, like one more car sale. So, everybody's trying to hit those numbers. That's why whenever I'm talking about like buying a car, it's like you got to get patient and go to a lot of dealerships if you really want to get the best possible deal. Because if you can find that one manager, sales associate, finance uh, finance guy who's who just needs that one more number on their monthly, quarterly, or yearly uh, scale to put them over the edge for this big $10,000, $20,000 bonus, or maybe a bonus that applies to their whole network of dealerships, like you can really win the jackpot. So yeah. Is it better to go like towards the end of the months or quarter? You always want to yeah. shop late. Yep, I, I hadn't sense. heard quarter before. It's better to go at the end of the quarter too. It depends on the situation because, like, all right, if you've got like Rick Astley Chevrolet and Rick owns two of them, <laughs> one here and one in a neighboring town, like probably not. But if you go to a um, like a, a, a chain of dealerships that's owned by like Auto Nation, Auto Nation is the biggest auto retailer in the world. They own all of these chains of dealerships under many, many different brands, um, and they own them in different regions across the United States and maybe the world. I'm not sure, um, but like they go by names like Fox or Team. So if you see Team Chevrolet, Team Ford, or Fox Chevrolet, Fox Ford, they're all owned by the same asshole. It's a corporate thing. So yeah, if you're in a corporate chain of hierarchy of stores like that, then yeah, one more, one more car. 
might be like winning the lottery for your general manager with Ford Motor Company. I can't tell you how many friends I've had who have got into like some competitive field of sales and I'll ask them just, you know, oh, that's awesome. You got a job. Like, what's the compensation like? And they'll be like, well, you know, they told me that I can expect my first year to be at around 80. And it's like, wow, that's great, man. First year at 80 and you're, you know, you know 25 years old, 26 years old, like obviously not believing it. And <laughs> then you ask them a little further, like, well, base is 31. But with bonuses, I can get all the way. And like if, if you have never been in a sales position before where you're selling something big, where a huge percentage of your income is going to be that commission or that bonus base, like they will intentionally make it so that bonuses are unattainable. So for Kyle, they'd say like, oh yeah, Kyle, you know, you're going to start out at $120,000 a year. Uh, you got to sell how many cars on the lot? Five, you got to sell 500 cars a year. And, oh, and, and of course, they don't tell you that until the end. So they just manipulate it and keep it, it as like what we negotiated. We negotiated yeah. our own pay rate at one point. All the salesmen got together and were like, "We don't like this current pay rate. It's not fair. It's not fair for the salesmen who are try who are like coming in on on Sundays and on their days off and and we're working fucking Easter and shit. Like for us to not getting compensated for trying to hit higher numbers. And we negotiated that sliding scale that would that would actually you could actually hit." It was like, yeah, when I get to that 14th car, that means something. You kind of got to bust your ass to get there. And when we get to 18, it should mean something, too. That's shitty if, the, if you can't even get to it. That sounds more like a, uh, a pyramid scheme. Sounds like we're selling Mary Kay all of a sudden. It, it wasn't well, no, like that at Cisco. Like, 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 uh, the way they do bonuses in a lot of places is that they'll have like a tier system, obviously. So they'll make it so that tier one, attainable. Tier two, attainable. You know, tier three, where the money really starts rolling in. It's just like a bananas difference in what you'd have to do. So it's it's orchestrated in a way that's very manipulative to people who go in just wanting a job. At Cisco, but, there was a guy right? on my hockey team. Uh, there was actually a Cisco hockey team. Anyway, he, uh, <laughs> he he drove a Corvette to the rink one time, and everyone was like, oh, damn, nice. And he's like, yeah, man can't live on salary. And I was just like, is there something I should learn from this? Like, do I need to be in sales? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> do I need to be in sales? <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. I've been living on salary. <laughs> the highest paid occupation in the world, right? Like, like, I, I so one of the lowest. When, oh, that's interesting too. On average, it's the highest though. So, you know, management seems to really value the people who invent the product and the people who sell it. Everybody else is just an expense. And, you know, so that the, those are the people that make the money. We need salesmen robots. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be very compelling. Imagine Hillary Clinton trying to sell you something. <laughs> Man, I, I felt like on a scale of 1 to 10, Trump's no, convention was a 5. And it would be easy for Hillary to do better. But I feel like she's rocking a 2 or a 3. I, I did not expect the... Unfortunately... Like, it seems that, she, that she's doing very well. The ratings are very high. They've beaten the, the, the RNC every single night so far. Mm. You know, they, they, to not be united. So, so the, the Democrat Party, the Democrat Party, it's not the Democratic Party. That's not what it's fucking called. The Democrat Party is not uh, united. At least the voter base is not. Because you've got that 46% of vo uh, vo voters who voted in this last process that are really unhappy about what just happened. And at least 40% of them are fucking pissed about what happened. Sure. But what you do have is all the uh, the hierarchy of the party, all the old guys. You know, you got 
it's easy to wheel out Biden and Obama and Michelle Obama. And, and uh, the only guy I didn't see up there at the DNC so far that I would have thought would have been like a good guy for them to bring out is Al Gore. But he seems to have sort of distanced himself from the party as well and done his own sort of environmental Al Gore thing. It's the Democratic Party. Democrat Party, right? It's not, no. Democrat Party is a like insult that Republicans use. You know, so did, the Democrat Party yeah. is an insult. Yeah, it's a political. What is this word? Epithet. Epitaph. epitaph. Ep- yeah. Epitaph. No, an epitaph is what they write when you die on your gravestone. An epithet is like a racial ah, good phrase. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if it was like "Here lies Obama," that would be an epitaph. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. So, um, uh, so yeah, it's the Democratic Party. Anything else is is name calling, which you can do if you want to. Just know that you're name calling. I'm comfortable with that. All right. Then. I didn't even know that. I well, that I guess it doesn't make sense because that would be like calling it the Republic Party, right? Kinda, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Republic Party. Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah. who would have thought that they would be offended by something like that? That's so out of character for them to get offended over something silly. <laughs> to get silly all pissed and, off over nothing. Menial. Yeah. Just, <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, that. Isn't tonight the last night of it? I was going to ask. So I think we're I think we so. missing it. Yeah, I think Hillary speaks. Is probably speaking now. Yeah, I'm she sure is. Chiz will have you know information about it, where he'll link <laughs> us a bunch of shit and you know. Can you believe yeah, Chiz this? has been following that? intently that whole. Yeah, thing. I've seen his tweets. He's gone. He's he's really into it. Did yeah. you? I and mean, I feel like I should be more into it because I'm you know I'm I'm old enough to care. I guess mm-hmm. at this point. You know, before I was just like, oh, whatever, you know, but now it's like, I just have a hard time really getting excited about this election because I thought when I heard Trump was going to try to get the nomination, I was like, that'll never happen. And now here we are, it's happening. And I'm, even when Hillary, they were like, yeah, Hillary, I was like, she's no way she's going to be the person. We can't have two Clintons in like, you know, however long. So I'm like, just, I, I, I don't know. It's just how a much show. makeup. How much makeup they slathered on the old Bill Clinton to make him not look like a frail, <laughs> fragile old man. I somehow um, doubt it was more than Trump. <laughs> oh, it was. No, no. Look, look. I've seen Bill Clinton when he's not made up, mm-hmm. and they made him look like fucking 90s Bill Clinton there for a minute. He still looks skinnier, but mm-hmm. he fucking, they, they, lo- they had him snort some fucking meth, <laughs> rolled his ass, threw his ass out on stage, and he came alive. Bill Clinton gave a speech, uh, a very good speech. It went on for, I don't know, an hour or something like that. It was a little lengthy, but he, was, he sounded stronger than I've heard him in, a few, in years past. And his whole, like, his face doesn't look right anymore. It's, uh, there's, like, red and splotchy. Yeah, it's very and, like, weird. You see it's lots of veins. In. Lots it's of veins. Where did they sunk live? It in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really sunk Sallow. in. Sallow. Yeah. They fucking had a, a that, that same guy, that, like a mortician, come in and fucking <laughs> made him look alive again. And, and, man, he did a great job out there. I was so upset at how good he looked because I was looking forward to seeing him look bad because he looks bad in real life. But I was like, yeah. shit, they not only just, you know, they brought out some Hollywood makeup artists to make it this looks, guy look like a it, human. It, it looks like he's the first ever person to have both eyes transplanted with <laughs> tiny little eyes that he didn't like. Just look at his eyes now. They're sunken in. Like, if, you, if he, his fucking profile right now, you see, like, an inch back of skull where his eyes start like it's it's weird it's very he has the kind of face right now like the gaunt sallow sunken look of someone who has some kind of disease 
Like, he I don't know, but does. he looks... Do you think he, he does? Looks, he's a vegan now, right? Because I know he had all those heart problems and all those heart surgeries. Because remember back in the day, you'd see him, like, jogging, and then he'd duck into a Mickey D's for a mm-hmm. double cheeseburger. Um, <laughs> he wasn't the healthiest of guys. Um, Actually, there's a... Raping as president, though, in if quite some Google, time. If you Google 2016 <laughs> Bill Clinton, there's a lot of pictures Thomas where he Jefferson. looks good. you got to go back to a family Yeah, that's what I was just find. Googling. Yeah, no, he looks was, good now. They I was wondering how old he is, too. He's 69. 69 years old. My man. <laughs> They're Same old. age as Hillary. Yeah, oh, age is not a, a factor in this election because Hillary's going to be, I think she's 68, but she'll be 69 when she takes office. And um, I want to say Trump will be 70, if not real close to that. Yeah, they're very close in age. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me tell and everyone a little bit about, you got something? Real quick, uh, Biden would have been 73. Yeah, uh, Biden spoke as well. Um, I, I really wish Biden had ran because he'd have beaten Hillary hands down. As, oh, cause, sure. Because, you know, he's a human being. He's, mm. he's, he's just a human being I don't agree with. That's very different than that, like, <laughs> robotic monstrosity they wheel out every now and then and that shrieks at us. Ugh, Let's see here. The cackling. <laughs> this episode is being brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head on over to LootCrate.com painkiller and enter offer code painkiller to save $3 on any new subscription. Loot Crate is more than just a, a subscription service, though. It's an entire community of fans that share their experiences and interact with each other around the unboxing of each month's crate. And they guarantee $40 or more in every crate. Sometimes it's a lot more. Uh, every month there's a different theme, and all items are curated around that theme. Previous crates have included items from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and many more. From bad guys doing good things for the wrong reasons, to good guys with questionable tactics, August is the perfect time to explore the anti-hero, walking the hero-villain line with, with the 100% exclusive collection of items from DC Comics, Archer, Dark Horse, Kill Bill, uh, including two free collectibles, a wearable, and of course their monthly tee. Uh, and don't worry, and don't forget the pin. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And uh, after that, the cutoff happens. That's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com/painkiller and enter offer code painkiller to save three dollars on your new subscription today. Check it out. Nailed it. <laughs> good read. Yeah, Kyle's a very good reader. I think I don't think he gets enough reading credit. You know, they lots of practice. You got to start early with that reading stuff. When I was <laughs> oh, in like the sixth key? or seventh grade, they said, "Look, here's the alphabet. All right, this is the key mm-hmm. to reading in the future." And, and and by the time I was fifteen or sixteen, I was reading whole sentences on my own. My God, that really. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Were you guys yeah. the fast readers or the slow? Like, were you the good readers in your class? Yeah. Nope. I like to be no. done first so I could be done, but it led to a lot of skimming and missing important details. What I did when I was learning to read is I did like they were like, Hey, why don't you read this book to me? Uh, like those little tiny like Tom talks to Tim. Tim rides a bike. <laughs> Tim's bike is red. Like that kind of thing. They would say, You can read this and then when you're done you can go play with blocks or Legos, or they didn't have Legos. They had like those bullshit mighty blocks where they're too big <laughs> to build anything cool, and they don't snap down. And so it's like, it don't. Te- I'm five, but I get it. Come on, <laughs> but uh, I didn't care for that. And I just did my best to memorize every story. And for a while, it worked to where I would see the cover and I'd be like, Ah, the big red bike. 
<laughs> oh, I know this one. <laughs> I can do it with my eyes closed. You want to see? Oh, Steven loves his big red bike. The big red bike goes fast. You won't believe how fucking fast this big red bike goes. Like, it's just shit like that. And eventually, I capture maybe like two times because I'm not some suave motherfucker when I'm five. They're like, ah, Taylor, you're clearly just memorizing this because you started reciting Clifford during a uh, Arthur book. And I had to go to like the special learn to read faster program to like get me caught up real quick and in that class um i was a god among men (laughs) men in that class i walk in and she's like giving starburst to kids for pronouncing the th sound and she's like oh oh man i immediately the star of that show uh everybody you know can you read this sentence it's bill it's bill tim it's bill you see the two L's? Taylor, what's this? Bill! Flicks <laughs> <laughs> you a Starburst. Bill also loves Halloween. Halloween, Taylor, my goodness, that's excellent. <laughs> I know, I know. Give me the kid. Give me the kid. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I didn't get to stay in that class for very long, but. Um, they caught on. Dude. Yeah. I had, this is my turn. So I was a pretty good reader, right? That I did fine. But my pronunciation was bad. Like I had like a, not even a lisp. Like I remember there's not 26 sounds in the alphabet. There's like 40 or something like that. I don't know how many because, you know, some of them have a couple letters or whatever. So it was something like, like, hey, out of the 45 sounds in English, Woody fucks up like, you know, 29 of them. You know? (laughs) (laughs) And and, and I'm like, they're really picky. And she'd do this. She'd like, you know, look at my mouth. And I'm just like, I don't fucking see what's happening in there. Like, like it's isn't helping me at all. Say R. And I would just say it, like, repeatedly, the same sound, I think, <laughs> until she liked what, liked it. Like, say R. R. Nope. R. Nope. R. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> that one worked. I don't really know. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> and, uh, like, I just, oh, so much. So they'd pull me out of class and bring me into, like, speech therapy all the time. And, uh, but I didn't mind it because I, I was out of class and, uh, I just didn't like the, like, up close, you know, like, like she really wanted me to look inside her mouth and see what was happening in there. And that wasn't really my jam, you know? I was just like, can sure I? Sure, she wasn't trying to, like, come yeah, on like, to you. Like, maybe the... if you felt the inside of my <laughs> mouth, Woody. Look at my tongue, Woody. What if it's kind of like Braille. Let me just. <laughs> Now they do that. That's how they do it now. Like if uh, if I, it's called Tell touch color. prompts. Well, you don't go inside the mouth, but it, it it works like suspiciously well. You're like, you know, there's a thing here, there's a thing there, there's like a tug, and uh, you know, Jackie knows them better than I do. We do them with Colin and the, the touch prompts. Like you're like, oh yeah, that that would make you say T. And uh, I found works. the whole Helen Keller thing fascinating with the, because it's like wow, when you can't see. Or here, like, you know, you have to use signs in the hand. So, like, like they're just doing that sign for water over and over, like, water in her hand and then, like, pouring the water on her and this back and forth. I can't imagine. Yeah. That's illegal now. <laughs> yeah, <that was> <laughs> Couldn't teach someone to read like that anymore. She wow. she read, uh, you know, right in the nick of time, some say. <laughs> <laughs> that is really impressive, though, that she learned how to... Actually, is there a recording of her talking? No, she can't talk. She... Yeah, she, she could. She Wasn't it just inaudible? Yeah, like only the one person could understand it, really. Let me see. Yeah, there's no I'll way YouTube that... It. 
because if there's like footage of her talking, that'd be interesting to hear. But it's also like some footage footage of Helen Keller making some noises. Like I can believe that. But if she's deaf and blind, she has no concept of like a human mouth. She would literally have to put her hands inside a human mouth to even, and and then just and like feel the vibration of the throat and then try to mimic those feelings. Like I can't imagine her being very eloquent. After do you, that, do you want to watch it? I, I don't know what, what this is going to be. Interesting. I'd like to see what, how she spoke. 1930. Wow. Right, you got, I'm queued up at zero. I didn't pre-watch. Surely it she's going to sign into the lady's hand. I'm queued up at zero. Ready? I'm ready. Set. Play. Go. When I saw Helen Keller first, she was six years and eight months old. Not bad looking. She had beans, blind, <laughs> and deaf. And mute Translator. since her 19th month. As the result, it's a lady that can understand her, maybe? She had no way of communicating with those around her except a few imitative signs that she had uh, made for herself. A push man's go and a pull man's come and so on. She had observed that we did not use the hands when we were talking to each other. And I let her see, by putting her hand on my face, how we talked with our mouths. She felt the vibration of the spoken word. Instantly, she spelled, I want to talk with my mouth. That seemed impossible. But after experimenting for a time, we found that placing her hand in this position, the thumb resting on the throat, right at the larynx, the first finger on the lips, the second on the nose. I want to get to the, the talking part. We found yeah. that she could this is crazy, though. the vibration this is really of spoken words. So she's basically got For instance, her middle finger the pressed throat, up against the lady's nose, pointer the finger G, on the mouth, the hard G, thumb on the yeah, Adam's apple, whatever that is for a woman. And thing. on the lip, larynx. she feels the, uh, and the case on, <laughs> on the lips, she feels the uh, B, and the, and the, with the second finger on the nose, the nasal sounds, the mm, the mm, mm. The first word she learned to articulate was the little word, it. With the hand in this position, I made the vowel, I. She felt it, I. Then I made the T. She feels it with the finger on her lips, on my lips. Then I put the two letters together to form the word it, it, and the first word was learned. That's incredible. After that her seventh lesson, she was able wow. to speak the sentence word by word. I, I am I'm not, not dumb, dumb now. No. Wow, that was crazy. Oh, that was so good. I was amazed when she put her hand on her face like that. I was like, surely this can't be how she's doing it. Wow, the most impressive thing about Helen Keller 
wow. isn't that she managed to communicate at all. It's she was a fucking genius. It seems like who just couldn't see or or, or hear. Wow, to be able to do that, incredible. Especially, Especially when she said the sentence there at the end. Yeah, yeah. I am not dumb. That's that's yeah. really well. She probably way, got yeah. It's easy to make fun of that story when you don't really know much about it, yeah. which I really, I guess I didn't. But watching that, it's, that's it, it, it's fun. That's fucking remarkable. So to be able, like, would... if, if you don't have the ability to hear or any of that, to even be able to put the pieces together of what is vibrating and what's not by a, I. I just want to how know you, how much communication start? she had, though. Like, what, what we saw was a parlor trick, right? What we saw was her able to imitate I am not dumb, right? And it. What can she do, right? Can can she freeform her own sentences? Like, yeah. I, I wonder what the limits are of her abilities. Like, it, yeah. She's able to mimic, and how much did they practice that one sentence that she did say? So right. if she had this lady with her, could she communicate, like, I have to use the bathroom or whatever she would need to do? I've seen I'm Siberian so Huskies say I love you pretty well, actually. Uh, <laughs> right? But they're not saying yeah. I love you. So, so I don't want to compare her to a dog, even though I clearly just did that. I just wonder, like, what the limits of of her, you know, I feel like it would be give her enough treats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like it would be like an escalating trend where like once you got all the basic sounds down and you could explain to her like, what do you think about this? You know, then she could maybe pontificate on that a little bit, given her, you know, shrouded ability to ascertain what's going on around her. But we've I seen mean, that when you with look Colin. Up Wikipedia page, it says she's like a, uh, you know, a, a, an activist or something like, I don't know if that's something they just slapped on her to, <laughs> you know, give her something. No, not to be mean, but like, yeah, I... Uh, but I don't know. She must've actually been giving speeches and having opinions. Cause obviously that's the most compelling image of someone who you would think at the time is like so stupid and worthless. And then you see this and you're like, Oh my God, that's a, that's just another person in there. When a kid yeah. learns no. to walk, like I, I don't think anyone here has kids yet. Uh, when a kid learns to walk, like first they're like couch surfing and, you know, going from the couch to the coffee table or something like that. But their primary form of locomotion is crawling. And then once they switch from crawling to walking and that's how they get around, like the running comes, the dancing comes, like everything else just kind of switches. In language, we had a similar thing with Colin. Like for the longest time, he could say a word or two and communicate that he wanted things. But um, it wasn't until like talking really became the way that he interacted with his world that like the rest of it like started uh, to say it avalanched in is maybe overstating it. But, but you know, his communication was just kind of like, you know, working, 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 working. And then it, you know, it, it we had a real nice long prolonged growth curve that they were probably still in really. Um, because he just, you know, he talks every day. He talks with strangers. He talks at parkour. He, you know, he meets new friends at parkour class. He talks with his family. He just like all the time. He he talks actually. He never stops talking. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually getting to be a problem. Oh We're yeah, to it. yeah. It, like <laughs> dude, it's nonsense. Well, the thing is, I'm not usually interested in his topics. Like he'll watch a YouTube video and want to tell me all about it. And it's like, oh my god, this is work. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, so that, that that's how it went with him. Like it just like it it sort of like it, it, there was a like a, he had to cross the chasm where talking was like this thing we forced him to do to oh this is how you know I can interact with the world around me and then yeah and maybe just you just exploded. like hit 
hit the hit the stride and then he's like oh I, i've been waiting to be able to do this you know yeah that's that's you know, the hope is that this keeps going that at some point like you know if if he's i'll make up numbers right let's say he's 10 years old and he speaks on a three-year-old level like that's a real problem he's seven years behind but if he's 25 years old and he speaks on a 18 year old level then that's really not a problem anymore you know yeah if, sure um so yeah we'll see where the future takes us yeah. So. Well, that really that video actually made me start thinking about a lot of things and being kind of me sad too. for Keller. Oh, a downer. I've always thought that she's really trapped. It, it, it's you think of it as a disability at, at, at first, but what it is is a box that she can never leave. It's a trap, and it's not about keeping her in it. It's about keeping everyone else out because she can't interact with anyone, anyone at all. She can't let anyone know what she's really feeling. She talked about the, you know, there were, she had two sides. There was pull and push, like, come come and help me or get away from me. That's all she had. And that's that, that was her entire interaction with other humanity was, go away, Eric, please come here. And that, that's, that's so dark and so awful. It must have been yeah. so liberating and incredibly emotional to be able to express yourself to, for, for once. And, and, and I, you know, it, it, we saw her learning to make those noises like that. And, and you think, like, wow, I could never learn that. You totally could learn that if that's all there was to learn. Yeah, like if the only thing there was to learn was that and that's all that mattered because that was helping you get a little bit closer to being like whatever her visual imaging uh, is of what the world around her actually is. Like, man, what a what a dark way to live, as literally kid, and figuratively. As a kid, we learned she was blind, deaf, and mute. Although as I think about it, I feel like she was blind and deaf and the mute was just a downstream symptom of the other two. Yeah. Say often. Yeah. Yeah, usually a lot of people who are deaf don't speak because they can't properly mimic the the sounds the correctly sound, and so they're yeah. self-conscious about, you know, they don't mm-hmm. they don't hit sounds as hard, so instead of saying like they'll do like Neh, like uh sounds that just like, Remember the the lady on Seinfeld. Out. She's like the best example of that because she's an she's a deaf actress. Um that that blonde lady, she's been in tons of movies and and uh, and TV shows since then, but oh, she yeah. played Jerry's deaf girlfriend. You know, he she was the tennis player and he's like trying to hit on her, but she's ignoring her. And finally she turns <laughs> around, he goes, What are you deaf? She's like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so like yeah. it's not like you can't understand what they're saying. It's just a lot of times my understanding is deaf people don't like to talk because they don't want to draw attention to it. Yeah. Someone yeah, told me to, if we yeah. have any deaf listeners which probably unlikely (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) they they can confirm this but uh uh, it's like a romance language people listening in right yeah i know i know know, podcasting is really taking a surge in the deaf market (laughs) i think what you mean to say is hey if any of you out there have a deaf guy next to you Sign this to him. <laughs> no, no, I said what I meant. I meant what I said. If we have any deaf listeners, then uh, you can confirm or deny this. It's a romance language. That's what I'm told. Like, I, I have a friend whose, whose wife did um, this, like, a sign language. She taught it. And um, so a lot of the words are, like, in a different order than they would be in English. And uh, if you've ever, like, received a letter from someone who's deaf, like, you really have to fucking dissect the, me- the meaning from it. Because, you know, the, like, you know, the... the, huh. the adjective is on the wrong side of the direct object and stuff like that so like spanish that's yeah. interesting i did yeah. not know that and it's huh. a lot more simplified for, i got credit for my foreign language being american sign language by nice the way, so. nice oh yeah. sneaky bitch did you take two yeah. years of sign language and get um, decent at it I, i'm i'm just gonna no mm. no 
I knew the alphabet very well. Mm -hmm. um, I knew a handful of signs, but like I was going through a lot of stuff while I was in that class and kept my head down and slept a lot. And I didn't really pick too much up at all. The teacher was very cool about it, though. Um, she, she was just like, she didn't really give a fuck. There were some classes where I wasn't even there. That's how I got injured one day. I, uh, I was supposed to be in sign language, but instead we commandeered a gardening cart, the kind that had one of those pull-behind <laughs> handles. You'd mm -hmm. like pull it behind you. Well, you know, you flip that handle back into the cart, and now all of a yeah. sudden it's a steering mechanism. So I get in that thing at the top of the par asphalt parking lot, get my buddy to give me a real running boost shove down the hill. And it's not until I'm going 25 miles per hour down a hill in a gardening cart that I realized this was a terrible idea. <laughs> I go straight into this five-gallon bucket full of dried concrete that they were with a flagpole stuck in it that they were using to like signify parking areas. Hit that, and the cart just hits it, and then goes fall, goes backwards. I fall on my back on asphalt and slide, like taking the skin off at every vertebrae down oh. my spine. Pop mm. um, up, dust myself off like it didn't hurt at all, as I as I like to do. And uh, proceeded to go into the men's bathroom, pull my shirt up and look, and fucking passed out right there in the floor. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, in the so, men's room everywhere? with an open wound? So oh, I didn't pick up too much sign language. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do that same thing. My friend had a driveway uh, at the end of the street that was really tilted. But um, we, I, th I feel like we knew we were going to crash, so we kind of rolled with it like a skater might. Like, you know, we would just crash all the time. The th we, we used a wagon, not a gardening cart. And like a red rider, like red ragged. And yeah, yeah. Um, dude, like so, like with a car, if you do nothing, it kind of wants to go straight. The wheels want to center, etc. You you correctively steer a wagon even a little bit, and it just wants to turn sharper and harder until you roll out the side. But um, none of it took us by surprise. So I don't think we got hurt as much. I got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, got another but, but question. Oh, did oh yeah. you, I'm sorry. Do you want to go with something? I was going to say, like, that was the biggest scam ever taking ASL for your, your foreign language and then letting us do that. And then, like, only having one, like, there was, it's not like there was a Spanish, you know, in Spanish, I bet at the end of the year you had to display some proficiency. Maybe you had to, to I don't know what your exam is in Spanish, but I would imagine it displayed proficiency without, beyond any doubt. Yeah, it's all or in Spanish. Least, yeah. Especially if you're taking, like, Spanish 2, you know, it's your, your fourth semester, second year of Spanish, something like that. After two semesters of this shit, like, there was no anything. Like, the tests would literally be like a hand signal, a hand sign, and then you'd write underneath it what it was and shit like that. And, like, there'd be a little group participation. But if you didn't know it, you just kind of had to glance out of the corner of your eye and you'd see somebody else doing the sign. <laughs> <There's nothing laughs> before, we, uh, before we get to the next AMA, I had a like, thing about uh, languages. So in college, and I've mentioned it before, the only language you can take in two semesters and finish instead of three was Italian so I took Italian and I took Italian one my sophomore year and it sucked and I hated it and so I was like I am putting this off until the last possible minute and then I'll take Italian two and that was a grievous error because <laughs> yes. I forgot I forgot fucking everything <laughs> everything I showed back up two and a half years later into the class and, you know, Italian 1, the instructions, at least, on the test are in English. So it'll say, you know, write uh, or translate this sentence into Italian and or write a story about this in Italian or what is, you know, uh, uh, dissect this word in Italian. I get Italian 2 
And I foolishly assume, of course, the instructions will be in English. Why wouldn't they? I speak English. And <laughs> I go in. First test, and I thought I was going to be okay. I had to turn. No! Did we lose him? It looks like oh, that. Right at the, the game store. So do we want to take Windows turns 10. concluding Taylor's story for him? Where does the story go from here? This is like one of those <laughs> books you got as a kid where you're like, do you Here's want bumps. Taylor to get the test and it's all in Spanish and he has to turn in a zero? Flip to page 47. I'm going to say <laughs> that he ended up cheating off other people and made it through Italian too. I'm going to guess that he guessed his way through the first test and didn't do so hot, but then he toughened up and he did his research and he passed. Okay. He either That's had to do. get a zero on the first test or he had to like turn the thing over and write on the back. Like I, I don't speak any Italian at all. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> it was definitely a zero the first time, right? That's awful. I can't imagine. That, that would be so embarrassing. That sounds like a nightmare scenario. You know, you have those... I, or a literal nightmare scenario, mm. the scenario of a nightmare. You know, I, I still have those dreams. And we all know, I think everyone has very similar dreams. Of course, we've all had one maybe where you're flying or you're, or you're somewhere in an awkward Falling. position. Unprepared. Unpreparedness, I'm sure we all have. You know, you, don't, you didn't study for this. And in my scenario sometimes, it's not that I didn't study for the test of the day. It's like, holy shit, today's midterms, and this is my first day in class like i didn't it, 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 <laughs> I the, the dream here. will literally be that like i thought there were four periods but there were five i missed i have been missing the fifth class of the day for fucking a year and only now do i realize and only now do i have the opportunity to perhaps graduate in spite of this and it's i'm in there like talking to people like well what is what the fuck is this what do you do here and they can never quite explain what the class even is like, I'm trying to cheat, and I can't even cheat effectively. Like, I have that dream a lot. Dude, I have a similar one. So in college, like, y your schedule's not booked all the way through. There's all these gaps. You might not even have classes some days, etc. And uh, the nightmare is that I just, like, missed one. Like, oh, my God, all this time, Wednesdays and Fridays at 2.30 p.m., I was supposed to be here. Now the, the, the school is, like, four or five weeks in, I'm hopelessly behind trying some way to salvage a passing grade out of this thing. And I've got that one. I've got another one sometimes where I really worry about my mortgage. I don't have a mortgage anymore. But um, but it still like gives me this stress. Like uh, You gave yourself mortgage PTSD. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> really I really did. I just um, like, I, I got to come up with this. I have one where it's, and it, the, 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 the situation will vary, but the constant is that I have a handgun that I am, am not strong enough to fire. That's always what it is. I literally, I literally cannot squeeze the trigger. And in the dream, I'll go so far with the foreknowledge of, you know, I'm, I'm in, my, in the dream, I'm thinking to myself, all right, he's not looking. Got to get him. Like, like I'm being held up by a robber or there's someone, mm -hmm. there's like, it's, it's, it's always something like that. And there's a monster. That's, that's the case a lot. It'll be a monster or a demon because I, I believe in those, apparently. Um, and, and I'll be like, all right, let's fucking get it into fucking double action here so this will be easy. Let's get as much of that trigger pull taken out of the situation as possible. And then I'll literally double my fingers in and like, Aah! and I cannot, and sometimes I'll get one off and it'll, and I'll miss. 
And now the the like giant praying mantis that I was trying to like fucking kill goes mm. <laughs> and he sees me and I'm like, oh shit! I don't know if we got enough juice for two. Ah! <laughs> I have that dream so much. I literally cannot fire the gun. I don't That's have the strength. Crazy. You still I don't have, have any like crazy reoccurring dreams. I mean. Probably like scary dream wise, it's just like something's chasing me and I have to get away or I have to outsmart it in some way to get it off my back. But usually when I dream, I'm just like doing something random and it's cool. When I, I, uh, I I've told this before, but when I was a teenager, my house got robbed like I don't know fourteen times or something like that. What? Yeah, and and to, I, to zip through it, at one point I was sleeping on a downstairs couch. And he literally like reached over me, opened my wallet, oh, threw it on another heck? couch. Yeah, no. And I think uh, this is why you're so trigger happy with the prospect of home intruders now. Um, by the way, well, maybe you're onto something. So what uh, is ready? <laughs> in the end, like I, I heard him uh, coming up the stairs. Our stairs were really creaky, or the door was creaky. And then I confronted him. I yelled at him. He ran away, and then um, the police came and everything. But um, coming out of that, now I'm like, even though I feel like I was. Like fully brave on game day. After that, I'm just like PTSD'd from it. You know, I slept with a knife underneath me. I, I had these recurring night terrors where I'd wake <laughs> up at like drenched in sweat. And the thing is, so the 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 way the nightmare would go is there'd be a door with a light behind it. So I just have like a silhouette of our robber there, and um, I need to like confront or deal with this robber in such a way. But I'm asleep, so I'm kind of like half paralyzed in this situation. Oh. And sleep paralysis. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds just like sleep paralysis. And, and that. so I'm like struggling to wake up. Like it's a fight to come out of this sleep paralysis. And um, I'm making some noises. I'm sweaty. I'm hot. And, and um, uh, you know, and I'm just kind of kind of stuck there until eventually I wake up and then you, you gather in your surroundings and, and that's that. But I had that reoccurring night. It's called a night terror um, all the time, you know, and it would just it would take like a while, like. 30 seconds a minute to wake up where I'm in that like sweaty like you know because I I'm, I'm still asleep but in my dream it manifests itself as being like just a par paralyzed paralyzed with fear you know unable to move and act and uh, yeah I had that for like a decade Taylor's back online oh, yeah he says okay. there does that mean like we're still here or can he, we see him um, he's asking if we're still here he okay. yeah. I think we just need to call him I'm doing that now. Call failed. Yeah, that's a... Uh, oh, shit. Well, see, normally he rejoins on his own. Stone. Let me see. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other scary... Now, my favorite dream is obviously the, the lucid dream where at some point I figure out that, wait a minute, I'm in the Matrix right now, asleep in <laughs> bed, inside my own fucking brain. I own this brain. I decide what goes on here, and literally through like, just like in the movies, I can remember once being like, I need one of those giant hammers where you hit the thing at the circus and the thing goes to the <laughs> top. I was like, that would hit the spot right now to deal with this fucking asshole, and I'm just like, make a giant hammer, poop, and I had one, and I was like, holy shit, I'm God, and just smash my <laughs> enemies or fly or like you know, go grab some boobs or something or whatever, you know, like God version of me does. It's usually one of those things, you Smash know. your enemies or grope someone. Whichever is closest. Mm. If I see if I see an enemy, if, if there's an enemy nearby or boobs close by, uh, that's where I'm going to because the other, 
the other quality of the lucid dream, at least in my case, is they're fleeting. Like once I figure out mm -hmm. that this that, that it's it, it's like someone pulls the the plug out and the water starts draining it's as like, soon no, as I, I realize, lost it. and I'm like, all right, precious little time here. Honk honk. Let me find <laughs> to fucking kill. All right, you. <laughs> I try to get get my uh, get the most I can out of those. So Taylor, you cut off at the point where you were saying you got the test, you weren't expecting it to be an Italian, and oh yeah, God fucking Skype. So Italian one, all the instructions are in English. I get the first test in Italian two, and uh, it'll be a testament to how little I learned in Italian two. I fumbled my way through that, but like I just looked at the test, and the first section was like. Or whatever it is. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, no. I don't even know what the question is. And so I had to go up to my teacher. Everybody else is Italian, too. They, they all know each other because they took Italian 1 the previous semester, yeah. like someone who's not an idiot would do. And so I walk in not knowing anything, and I have to go up to the teacher. You know how there's like a buffer zone of the hand out the test, and even if you have a question, you go on and continue as much as you can, and then you get up like 20 minutes later. I couldn't find a single fucking thing on that test that I could answer. Like, do I know this question? No. Do I know qual? You're that means weeks how many, into the right? class, right? Like, this is—they don't give you a test on your second day of class. You're like three weeks in or so, right? Yeah, a couple weeks in, um, and I, I knew I was behind, but the extent to which I was behind <laughs> was uh, was. <laughs> mind-blowing because i thought i could just like i just memorized all the vocab words and i'm like that's enough for a c and <laughs> i go in and it was not i had to ask her go up to her and be like uh senora wilson i don't know what this means <laughs> and, she, and she's like funny senora wilson <laughs> i am way behind i am fucking lost i just i just used all of the italian i know quite frankly and i don't know where to go from here can you I go back to Italian one and just do that twice and then get credit for the language? Because that would be the tops. <laughs> she she looked at me and she goes, uh, like non sol Timoteo, and so and like started like explaining to me in slow Italian what the Italian on the test meant, and it was like, no, you don't, you don't get it. I don't know what you are saying. Can I just like put my my thumb in your mouth and then listen for a bit because I don't fucking get it. And so I just had to like trudge back to my seat with no answer, sit down, struggled my tits off. Just it was honestly just like a word uh, vomit of like I remember this is the word for like uh, you know the garbage man. Maybe that's something. Uh, you at the end of every test in Italian. You had there was a question and you had to write a short story in Italian about it, only like a couple hundred words, and it'd be like, "What did you do at the fair today?" And every fucking test, <laughs> I started out every sentence as sometimes it was, you know, you go to the fair, sometimes you go to the movie, sometimes you go to the a sporting event, and every time it was, "Me and my brother love blank." <laughs> <laughs> Me and my brother and my dad and my mom and my sister and my <laughs> uncle and my grandpa and my grandma all go to the film. <laughs> we love film. Like, uh, no, 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 no. I still remember. Uh, Mi piace uh, something, you know? <laughs> and that's what every one of them was. And like the seventh, because there were like ten tests in this class because they were average size and by like the eighth one she was like timoteo you're that was my italian name mm -hmm. i got the timoteo <laughs> why would you timoteo. be matthew but anyway yeah timoteo 
Oh, All of your stories are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, but, you know, in Italy, it's very family-based, so everybody's in on the show every time. So uh, it was really just about a sentence of new material every time at the end. Like I, It was like I was a stand-up who was really big in 1984, and I was milking the same shit up into the early 2000s. Like, it, was, it, was hum- it was humiliating. Humiliating to be that bad at something and be that guy in the class. Raising his hand because that's the way I passed. Is every day I would raise my hand for like five questions just to show like I'm engaged. I'm really fucking trying here, and uh, yeah, it sucked. It sucked. And like that's an how you passed just by being the best student that you could be, which was not very good. But huh. but if you put in the effort and your teacher knows you put in the effort, they will do everything they can to help you. Absolutely, they will. Like I showed up to office hours when nobody else would, just trying to show, like you know, I'm I'm doing these extra workbook assignments poorly, but I'm doing it. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. But yeah, that's a college tip. Just even if you suck just at it, there. make sure your teacher knows that you are engaged, even if that means being the guy who asks like leading questions of like, you know, something you know they're interested in. Like, tell us again about your time in Spain, Senora. Like. <laughs> Nonsense. Dude, it, my anyway. college tip is the CLEP exam. Like, I, 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 not to be an arrogant douchebag about it, but you have to be a little smart, you know, or at least, at least the best version of you, you know. If you have it, any, if you have any kind of cognitive horsepower at all, well, you can turn it on for just a couple of weeks, maybe two of them, and study. Like, I needed a year worth of biology to what graduate. What is the CLEP? It's the CLEP. college level efficient. Uh, uh, what is it? not efficiency, uh, equivalency program or something like that. And um, basically you take a test and I got out of a year of biology. I bought the textbook that they used for the class and I read the whole textbook, something you rarely do, at least I rarely did in normal class. I read the whole textbook. I had some like CLEP study guide that would like, you know, tell me what, like the, you really needed to know what the cell was. You really needed to know what this was. Well, you know, the mitochondria powerhouse of the cell. Like you needed yes. to know that bullshit, right? <laughs> and, uh, and I knew enough that in two weeks I, I could pass the end of year biology course and it saved me like $1,500 and a whole year of studying. And Dang. I'm like, you know, dude, that's, that's the bomb. Totally worth it. Yeah. And, and I have since never used biology. Like it's just not something computer programmers or accountants need. And uh, I don't regret it one bit. It was, it was a great use of my time. They, 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 figure out how to clip. Yeah. Clip something. You'll you'll be happy you did. Yep, I did that with math. Worked did out. Did you? How did that work? Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to have to take math in college, and so they were like, "Hey, if you think you're good enough at math to test out of uh, whatever college algebra and whatever was after that, uh, like discrete statistics or whatever it was, uh, just take this test and you'll be fine." And so it was really fucking easy, and I just I didn't ever have to take a math class again. I had something watch, similar. Except for like finance classes, but I don't consider that math. For the very lowest level, right? And they were like, look, you know, if you want to get out of like college algebra one, yeah, you can take that. But uh, I'll advise you, college algebra one's a little different than, um, you know, high school algebra one. And even if you do pass this test, you might struggle with college algebra two. So I was like, I'll just take it, you know? Yeah. I, I, if I was super strong, I might have changed my mind. What were you going to say, Kyle? Um, I was going to say uh, either we could close the show or we could watch this uh, YouTube music advertisement that I got on Hulu that, that surprised me a little. Am I going to get a I copyright see, strike from the I automated the music 
stuff. Oh. I, I don't see how you could because it's a, it's a YouTube commercial for YouTube music. You know what I mean? Is that risky to put songs on? I don't know. Yeah, they Is have these automated algorithms that catch songs. Yeah. They're particularly good at it. Okay. Maybe so we'll, many uh, dislikes. we'll do it on PKM. Because, because it, star- it starts out with a guy, and then he, he, uh, he's transgendered, I guess. So about halfway through it, he gets home and, and dresses up as a girl in like a skirt and a bra and like a see-through number and a wig and does his makeup and then like goes out. It's, uh, that's Sounds like a YouTube. good one. We could there's risk another... it or we could do it on PKN. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe we'll save that because there's an because they've got a couple of them that are that are kind of uh, kind of out there like that. Just it's it's not that it's out there. It's just that like all right, so this affects like one percent of the population, if that. Like attention is, grabbing. Yeah, it well, I, it seems like it grabbed the wrong kind of attention based on the comments and the fucking ratings. Nobody seemed to care for. It. And then the other one, there is a white girl with an undershave, um, picking up garbage on the side of the road. She's a convict. What's an undershave? Uh, it's where she like shaves the sides, but it's long, like hanging over. Oh, okay. And then you pull okay. a bit of ponytail, and it kind of. And so at the end, she gets done with her like fucking convict garbage picking up duty, and she goes and hangs out with her daughter and her baby mama or her baby's daddy. You know, it, it's just like, wait a minute, is this a commercial that you're, are you saying that YouTube music is good for cons? Like, yeah, hop <laughs> into some YouTube music while you pick up trash on the roadside before you go. Are they drawing an equivalency between a crossdresser and a convict? Um, there, there's like four or five of these commercials, and they're they're hmm. in one way or another, they all seem a little like they're all a little uh, off. Ups. All right, so another one. There's just a girl sitting clearly alone on a flight, and it's it's an international flight, so because she's like sitting in that center aisle thing that like domestic flights don't usually seem to have. She's sitting there with her like knees pulled up, like in the chair, and she's sobbing quietly to herself. That's the whole commercial. She kind of looks around. It becomes clear that none of these people are with her. She sobs qu- silently to herself, then starts playing a song and sobs some more as she listens to the music. I don't know what these ads are. They make me feel terrible or unsettle me. <laughs> yeah. Like when that like it's not that I, I'm not transphobic, but when that guy randomly in the middle of the commercial just started dressing like a girl and, and some like sexy provocative stuff and then completely gets made up and like goes out i'm just like wh- I, I didn't the see fuck? that coming I, I i'm <laughs> certainly not focused on youtube music right now i'm d- just who's coming up with these bizarre commercials Seems then again like we're talking about thing. it even if it's negative attention they're still bringing it. it's just really well, weird platform well then, launch i did a little more investigation and apparently you can't even use that you have to like have your phone unlocked and the app open and running for it to even work and it's, it's a, a music breaker. app like who doesn't want to like breaker. lock their phone put it in their pocket and go and that's what they show people doing like that convict you think that convict can be having her phone open and unlocked at work wait this is <laughs> i mean in red? jail what were we talking about youtube red no nah, youtube I, music it's oh, it's oh. new yeah i see I, I, yeah it, it i don't know I, I had no problem with the content of the commercial it just seemed odd you know oh, yeah yeah it's youtube weird. red is pretty like one of the things that youtube red lets you do that you can't do with the like normal youtube app is uh change it and still play the video like like you know, now if you want to watch PKA, for example, without YouTube Red, you just have to like keep that in the foreground. But you could like switch over and read Reddit while PKA plays in the background with YouTube Red, which is I, I, I think one of the things that's a good feature. Like most, I about think it, you, yeah. I think I may have actually read. To be fair, that if you have YouTube Red, then you can do what we were just discussing that oh, you, everyone music. wants to do with their music. You know, 
Um, but it's you know it's just another barrier to get you there, and there's so many services where you just fucking plug and play and go. Is music you know? free? This is know. to download for free. I know some places where music is free. Let's just say that. <laughs> so I'm not. T- like, when you when, it would be like I don't know what's free right now. What's the incentive for this over Spotify or Pandora? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Especially if I can't like put it in my pocket when I go like to the gym or ride my bike. Like, there's mm. not a lot of reason for me to be like, yeah, let's do this. I think it's maybe for desktop use. Maybe it just made podcast. YouTube Red better, right? Like, like so if you just have it as a music app and it sucks because you can't lock it and continue to listen to music, that's a thing. But if you were a YouTube Red person already and now this music service comes along and it does all the things that Spotify did, you save yourself 10 bucks a month. It's true. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I don't like music very much. I'm having a hard time. So I've been driving a lot lately, you know, tying into the whole paramotor thing. Have and you got XM Sirius yet? Sirius XM yet? I have a. I guess the phone would be a good player, but no. Um, but and, and I was gonna say the paramotor thing and taking my daughter to see colleges. It feels like like a couple times a week we're making these like four hour drive days or eight hour, or six hour drive days, and um, I've just run out of songs to like. You know, it, it, it's hard to <laughs> like new music in my truck because it's so loud. Oh, talk radio would help. Yeah, I don't listen to any music I'm, as I drive around. No, I only listen no. to podcasts and talk. Podcasts help. I yeah. feel like, yeah, mm. I mean, if nothing else, faster. I feel like, I, I don't, it's not like I'm getting an education when I listen to the Howard Stern show, but I am getting more of an education than I ever would listening to the same old songs over and over or just the radio. You know, I'm, I'm getting current events. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, you know, it's, inter- it's entertaining. And I listen to a lot of news and uh, mostly talk radio, almost exclusively. I, I, it's so, so rare that I flip over to my other set of presets that have actual music on them. Uh, it's almost always news or uh, talk. Out of curiosity, what podcasts do you guys listen to? When you're, you know, just I like PKA again and again, <laughs> only to your se- and only your sections. Yes, <laughs> oh, this yeah. sucks. You if know, you fast- guys start talking, I fast forward. <laughs> I, I'm a Joe Her Rogan ass. experience mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. If I fly, I make sure that I download his podcast because they're pretty long. This one as well. No lie, I have you guys on downloaded onto mm-hmm. my phone. So awesome. listen to you guys on the plane too. Um. I used to listen to more and kind of explore. I like to listen to like Bill Burr's podcast or just. I, I, I like Rogan if he has the right guest. Uh, a lot of times I'm just not interested in it. I, I'm, I like the fight stuff more than most of the other stuff. Um, did Midnight Freeze for you guys? Yeah, she froze. Oh. Yeah. And um, uh, Bill Burr, I wore out with him. I, 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 his inability to like flow through a topic in a straight line. Uh, is something I value, and he doesn't have it. I like that. I yeah. love it so much. But I was listening the strokes. other night. I wish I could remember the tangent he went off because he started on one thing. And he was like talking about something he had done in his day. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, I went here and I went there, and then this thing happened. Let me tell you about that thing. Ah, and he just goes on this whole thing that ends up talking about the banks. And you know, I was just like laughing. I don't care. You know, he's te- he sort of teased me at the beginning, maybe like, let me tell you what happened to the dry cleaners and. By the time he gets to the dry cleaners, it was much more entertaining for he for him to tell me about his car trouble than what happened at the dry cleaners. I, I, I sometimes it's about that the journey, out. not the trip, I guess, but the destination. Oftentimes, when I listen to Bill Burr, there's a particular topic like I'm invested in. You uh, know, he he once talked about 
I think he saw his first UFC fight not too long ago. It might have been the one that we saw at the movies. I, I forget. And he told the story so well, you know, all the way from the, like Bruce Buffer does the announcements and he's like, oh my God, like this guy kills it with the announcements. I've been introduced on stage like 10,000 times in my life. And they just say, hey, this is Bill Burr. He's from Boston. He's got red hair. Give him a hand, everyone. He's like, but no, you know, Bruce Buffer takes it next level. He's jumping. He's this, the whole crowd is like excited on another level. And he tells the UFC experience story like amazing. So I got hooked on his like, you know, hey, I saw another event. This is what it's like. And then he just goes like, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, by the way, this guy had a tattoo. The tattoo was of a sword. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, what the fuck? Fuck. Like, you changed topic. You interrupted yourself. And and I really wanted to hear what you had to say. I, I empathize with that because I often do the same thing where I like, I, like it, I have my own story. And then like I, something else catches me and it's like, oh, now we're going this way. And. So uh, yeah. then I, forget what I, was talking I like that, but I feel like that's my brain. The creative part of my brain will sometimes open up if if I have it start telling a story. It's like it starts coming. It's it's like I allow it to do things in the background. And it starts coming up with some other shit, and I want to jump on that other shit that it's fabricated. I was I was talking to somebody the other night and like went on this fucking long rant about Japanese prison camps or something and. And how you wouldn't want to be a, the tall American in there. Yeah. And I, I was like, I, I was, sorry, I was like, can you imagine if I was in one of those? You'd just be fucking scared the whole time, rolling up in there. I'm six foot two, fucking Tojo over there is five foot three with the world's biggest inferiority complex. Not to mention <laughs> he's got a six hundred year old katana on his side, and he's looking for a head to lop. Whose head do you think he's gonna lop first? It's me. It's me. <laughs> he already got popsy. He got guy. sneaky. He got Mo with the squinty eye. I'm next. I'm the next tallest guy. Like, you just be living in fear every day. Yes. Hey, Ashley, we, welcome am back. I, am I back? I had to I call back in. Yeah, I had to call back in on my phone. My internet mm. actually literally just went out, and it never goes out. All right. Well, I tell you what. We're, we're yeah, pretty we'll much done here. with the show anyway. Let me read this last ad. Then you can tell everyone how they can best reach you, and then we'll call it a night. For sure. I'm sorry my cam's not working for that part, but yeah, I'm resetting the router now, but it's I don't think yeah, it's no, going to work. No worries. Yeah, uh, thanks again to Loot Crate, the monthly subscription box for geeks, gamers, and pop culture nerds, from bad guys doing good things to, uh, for the wrong reasons, to good guys with questionable tactics. August is the perfect time to explore the anti-hero. Walk the hero-villain line with 100% exclusive collection of items from DC Comics, Archer, Dead... Dark Horse and Kill Bill that include two great collectibles, a wearable, and of course their monthly tea. Oh, and don't forget the pin. You only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive the month's crate when you when the cutoff happens. That's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash painkiller and enter offer code painkiller to, to save $3 on your new subscription today. And just want to remind every everyone one more time, you can watch every episode of Harmon Quest on CISO right now. Go to CISO.com and use promo code HarmonQuest to get two months free. Yeah, that's an extra month on top of the already free trial. CISO is stacked with the new original comedies, classic series, and loads of stand-up specials. They have every episode of SNL, the entire Monty Python catalog, and so much more. Start your free trial today. Boom. Nailed it. There it is. Tell them where they can find everything that is you, YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. Um, oh, yeah, I got all that. Uh, Twitter and twitch.tv link is Optic Midnight, no spaces. And then YouTube is youtube.com slash midnight. 
Uh, I play video games. I have fun. It's usually a good time. And yeah, I just thank you guys so much for having me on. the 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 third The third is a hat trick, right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, okay. This is the hat trick episode. Nice. So thank you guys so much for having me back. And it's always fun talking to you. And I'll I'll be keeping an ear in on the podcast too when I fly and all that. I'll be listening awesome. to you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks right. for coming on. Oh, no problem. 293. In the books. Thanks again, guys. I'll talk to you later.